Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. Monday night, live from Las Vegas. It is the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. BTOSports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your biker body. Great guys. You buy from them, maybe you'll pull some massive hole shots like Team Rider Andrew Short. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money when you're checking out. And Fly Racing, of course. Uh, fantastic guys. Fly Racing, the official gear of Andrew Short, Justin Brayton. Trey Kennard chooses it. Weston Pike chooses it. Adam Entenap chooses it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Besides those two great companies, Racetech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, Black Ops Moto. Atlas neck braces have, have undergone a complete redesign for 2015. The new neck braces are impossibly light, flexible, and showcase a sleek new design that is a perfect combination of fashion and function. Don't let past experiences cloud your judgment. The new Atlas lineup is the real deal. Experience it for yourself. Find out why it changes the minds of Villapoto, Anderson, Wilson, Davalos, to just name a few. Terrific guys, atlasbrace.com. Great guys, great company, and uh, we're happy to have them on the involved with the show. When people get a new bike, it seems like the first thing they do is upgrade their exhaust or maybe their suspension. And if they have any money left over, they change out their bars or switch out their graphics. Why then do people ignore their brakes? Without good brakes, all that power and handling mean nothing. Galfer USA can help you with that. Go fast, brake faster. Uh, it seems like uh, half the teams in the pits use uh, Galfer, BTO Sports, KTM, JGR, Yamaha, TLD, Lucas Oil, KTM, Rockstar Husky, Cycle Trader, Rock River. whole bunch of teams use Galfer. Go fast, brake faster. All right, great show lineup tonight. Marvin Muskan, Red Bull KTM rider who is on quite a roll. He's going to be on. Blake Baggett, Yoshimura Suzuki guy. And Filthy Phil Nicoletti from JGR Yamaha. Probably squeeze some seven-deuce-deuce in somewhere. Maybe get a pinch of Kenny Watson, a whip of Jason Thomas, and who knows what else. Thanks for listening, though. We appreciate it. You can get this show on uh, the app, PulpMX app. You can listen live on the app. You can listen live on TuneIn. If you don't want to spend the $1.99 on the app, you can do that. And, uh, man, we appreciate it. It's, it's been going great. March 16, 2015, the PulpMX show. You're here. We've made it. We're at the 100th Meridian. I'm Steve Mathis. With me in studio, uh, you know him from Dirt Rider and all the creepy things he says on our show each and every week. He is Chris Kiefer. Hey, Steve. Hey, Pulp fans. Good to be back. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Awesome to be here with uh, one of my fellow co-workers today. Yeah, it's nice. Nice for you to come up and join us again. It seems like uh, you were just in a couple weeks ago, but we always enjoy uh, the super creepy things that you say each show. So. I'm sure I'll say a few more tonight. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I can't <laughs> wait. And, of course, the song you picked uh, – 
Oh, it's good, people. I'm not surprised, actually. You guys are going to be super excited. Uh, also, in studio, joining us for the first time uh, this the, ever, and uh, he's, he listens to the show every now and then, is Chris Kiefer's boss. He's also Dirt Rider Magazine's editor-in-chief. Chris Dennison. What's up, Dennison? Oh, evening, dudes. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, big fan of the show. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Good to have you in. Uh, and uh, as Kiefer's boss, uh, please tell me what's he like to work with in the magazine. What what does he what does he screw up? <laughs> what is he, what is, he, is he late? Is he terminally late on his articles? He, he's rock solid because he's a good light switch. He can turn it on and off. So that means he can either be buttoned up, corporate guy, perfect, or the world's biggest walking HR violation. <laughs> That's usually what <laughs> You know what? That is actually perfect. He is a walking HR violation, I admit. Yeah. Yeah. You thing, only hear, though. Good thing Pulpamex does not have an HR department. <laughs> yeah, it's we, outside of 5 o'clock. We're good to go. Immediately um, terminated. He says some things on here, Dennison, that I'm just like, what's wrong with him? Oh, yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, we, just, we, we say that all the time. It, his, constant forehead slapping at the office. But his, the years at Yamaha made you good in an office environment. Yes, I'm aware of what I need. Yeah. I, I know my audience well. Beautiful, well-written Instagram, uh, Woman Crush Wednesday this week by Chris Kiefer. I saw that. Uh, it's just so beautiful, so touching, like a nice photo of his lovely wife, Heather. And then he at near the end, he just goes, want to try a new position? Right. Like, just, just – just when you're like, oh, how classy, how nice. Like, he just, like, oh, right, bam. Just. And, and, and that was Kiefer in, like, third gear. Wait till it gets to fourth or fifth <laughs> later in the day. I was just going, look at Kiefer. This is so sweet. This is, oh, wait a minute. But, hey. It's Kiefer. People read it. WCWs, people don't read that shit. But if you reword it right, throw some boobs and some sexual <laughs> positions Not in there, cheesy. It'll, get, it'll, it'll right. get some likes. That was good. Oh, man, that's funny. Hey, taking your calls, holding things down, uh, seeing the fly uh, sector boots get further and further away from him is the Devin Gibbs. Further and further? Our, yeah, Twitter, our Twitter account got suspended this <laughs> That's week. That's not my fault, though. <laughs> you were running it when it got suspended. Oh, yeah, we, when did we find out about the suspension? It said it was inappropriate manners. It says expelled. Abusive. Abuse, abusive. Use, my uh, my my excuse to that I, is right. our dickhead fans who probably got upset because the show wasn't live and said screw these guys. That's my that's what I think happened. Um, because if you go through our tweets, there's never any like explicit stuff on the Pull Meg show. Now if you go on my account, there's a different story. Right, right. Where are we at on the money meter right now for the boots? They're they're ten over retail. Okay, it's like three grand right now. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the boots. The boots. It's either Devin has a choice. Uh, he's either going to get the boots or a brand new CRF. It's, right, that's what the same price. It's close. It's same price right now. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call in any time uh, to uh, talk to uh, one of us, or uh, if you want to talk to get Devin Gibbs and maybe try to figure out what's going on in his life. Good luck with that. That's fun. Um, we're going to give away a $25 Vortex certificate tonight, Vortex uh, bars and sprockets. We're going to give away a set of hot cams from uh, Hot Cams, uh, shocker, and uh, to some lucky listener tonight. And uh, we have the BTOsports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. Gibbs is pouring over his questions right now. We have the X-Brand Goggles tear-off segment. We have X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, race Tech emails, Race Tech Suspension, great guys. we got a bunch of emails to listen to. we got your voicemails. We also have um, the NFAB question of the day. And... Um, yeah, looking forward to having a good show. Uh, Muskan, Baggett, and Nicoletti, Kiefer, who, who are you looking forward to? Uh, Baggett. Um, we talked earlier, and I thought that would be a good choice to have. And mm-hmm. um, A lot of shit went down with him this weekend. Yeah, we got to get to the bottom of this thing. <laughs> yeah, so he I want to see if that was what we saw Well, during the practice was a, you know, it, retaliation or what? No, yeah, you'd have to think 
what Blake did to Jason was for something. You right. don't just do that to somebody. Uh, I, funny thing, though, I was talking to his team manager, Mike Webb, and uh, uh, Webb said that, you know, after the Baggett thing. Did you see it, Dennison? Did you see the, the – Yeah, I watched yeah. the race. Um, well, was it on the race? Did they show it? They on? showed oh. a clip of it. Oh, yeah. they did? Oh, yeah. okay. I, I haven't watched the race yet. Um, so Mike Webb says to me, uh, I ran up to John Gallagher, the FIM official, and I'm like, what are you doing, you know, sending him home from – Sending them off early for practice. Their lines came together. Like, what? what's just a oh, boy. And Gallagher goes, uh, Blake just admitted that he took him out. And Mike Webb's like, oh. Just walked Oops. away. Yeah. Turned around. <laughs> he, he said to Blake, Blake, don't ever admit that you did it. I'll fight for you. There's some beef there because then he freaking beelined it straight across the track and uh, J.A. hit the eject button quick. Yeah. No, there's something going on. And we'll see if we can get to the bottom of it. Maybe Blake will talk about it. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But. Um, should be lost to uh, lost to discuss. Um, Kiefer, what's up with you? What's I saw lots of niche testing. Lots of niche went down a couple weeks ago. Um, successful and you know had a couple couple crashes, but overall the bike's getting better and lame. And the actual the niche bike will be around SoCal coming the middle of April. Really? So you'd be seeing me ripping around, zinging around the track. Uh, it's gonna be so, like, can you imagine coming? Because you know, obviously, even though you don't have a good form in the turns or anything <laughs> you're a pretty good rider i'm all right can you imagine like you're, somebody's gonna be riding at Glen helen and they're you're gonna blow by them or yeah. whatever and they're gonna be like they're just gonna because people don't know about this Where bike or whatever from? do you know what i mean they're, they'll be like what is going on yeah am i deaf right because <laughs> we actually we rode a couple days up north on open practice days and i did get some of that the guy's like oh i saw you back there but then all of a sudden you went by me i'm like i didn't even hear you coming so yeah. yeah it's it's pretty cool to see like the people interested in it and yeah. uh People think that's not going to be that good, but it's 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 going to be good. Maybe we can get a niche uh, a bike for uh, the Pulp Max staff. Yeah, we'll have a Pulp Max ride day. No, we'll just keep one here. Ooh. You know, yeah. I don't I don't know if I trust you guys. Oh, your power on. bill is going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, what else is going on? You're getting ready for your Canadian debut coming up. Yeah. And you're going to Texas next weekend. So I'm going to race a national enduro next weekend for. Uh, Why? Doing a project bike for Husky for the okay. magazine. All right. And uh, I come from off-road background, and unlike you, you hate off-roaders. Yeah, I hate I don't. off-roaders. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I hate them. <laughs> so I'm going to go race there, and then the next week I'll go to St. Louis to cover some pulp stuff for you. Yeah, you're, you, so that's going to go. You're going to make that, the race for me. Yeah. So unless you have that's a little awesome. nice little lover's weekend with Pook. I don't know about that, but it's nice that you're going anyways. That's for sure. And then uh, after that, i got to start buckling down and getting ready for Canada, so I've got two months. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to buckle my race. buckle buckle down for four races. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, right, Dennison. How's things at Dirt Rider? Uh, you're the editor in chief. Uh, used to work at Transworld back in the day, and did you work at Motocross.com too? Nope, just oh, Transworld. Okay, we right, we right. owned Motocross.com at oh, Dirt Rider for oh, a bit. Oh, was that it? Okay, yep. all right. And how's things? Uh, how's things going? Things are good. Things yep. are busy. Yeah, a lot of testing right now. We're obviously through the moto shootout season, so into the off road yep. shootouts. Yep. Bike with headlights. This weird thing on the front you can ride. <laughs> Kickstands. Don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> Yep, and uh, just cranked out the new issue. It's Cole Seeley's first Dirt Rider cover, which oh, he was yeah. stoked on. Yeah. Did a fun story. Went to the Honda test track with uh, Charlie Beck and a bunch of LAPD officers. Okay. Pulled Is that out. the sheriff guy? Because he's in the moto, right? Yeah, the, he's, yeah, he's the chief of police for right, the LAPD. Yeah, yeah. Sheriff huge, guy. Huge moto yeah. fan. Right. Yeah. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. So uh, we had radar guns, and we used them to see how fast the riders are going all over the track. Because you hear guys who don't know moto going, man, how yeah. fast are you going? You're yeah. like, I have no idea. So... It was cool because we had Trey, like, hitting a triple, and he would hit it, jump it straight, and then he would scrub it, and you could see the difference in the speed, which was kind of fun. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's in the new issue of Dirt Rider. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got that. And uh, a lot that of thing, that's, 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 that's the thing that's on your desk right here that you'll never look at. Now, do you have to 
uh, when you put Sealy on the cover, do you have to Photoshop a headlight on the bike, or is to is that? No, a, we uh, we we let some <laughs> moto covers go through for sure. The uh, dirt rider here likes it all, so how, that's cool. How is the off road? How is off road doing? How is off road? Well, the GNCC seems like it is killing it, like blowing up, like like they're having more and more entries all the time. The work series seems like it's a shell of what it used to be. And, and mm-hmm. keep in mind, I'm I'm very I, I don't follow this, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Enduro Cross seems strong. Uh, I just went to the one in Daytona on Friday night, and I've been to the one in here a bunch. Uh, but where are we at in off-road racing? What, what, what's your take on it? What's what's it, it's growing? pretty strong right now. Okay. Yeah, definitely growing. Like you see with the GNCCs, just tons of entries. So on the grassroots level, it's very strong. Uh, in recent years, the National Enduro Series is is blown up. They've changed the format, so it's easier for a guy like Kiefer who's not big into time keeping or anything. You can just I show still up don't race. know how that works. I have no clue how that it, works. Checkpoints and everything. I yeah, guess. it's I, tricky. They're simpler now, which yeah. is cool. And uh, Enduro Cross has helped because you think about the exposure that sport has brought to the average dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talked to Destry Abbott yeah. about it once, and he was like, man, my whole career, all I did was ride through the desert. There was nobody to see me. But now he's inside of a stadium, and he's getting sponsor love for, for the people that support him and everything. Mm-hmm. So off-road strong, it's cool. It's 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 still not in. It's still not like Supercross where yeah. Yeah. you know people think it's rad, but it's uh, it's it's very dedicated. How, how's the magazine sales going? How the subs and all that kind of stuff? Is that all strong still, like on yeah. your end of things? Yeah. The Mac's selling great. The Mac's yeah. been fine. You know, okay. advertising. Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider has been there for so long, and I feel like – it's the oh, I guess dirt bike is your competition, yeah. but that is a shell of what it used to be. So I feel like Dirt Rider, you guys, are really one of a kind, unique in the marketplace. I mean, Transworld Racer X, they're definitely competitors. Mm-hmm. MXA, you know, I think is a competitor, but you guys do something that no one else does. Yeah, which we, is either good or bad. <laughs> we look at it the same way. I mean, yeah. we we kind of are competing against ourselves and. The the advertising market right now is interesting because you have these big companies, the Chevys and the Kawasaki's of the world, that want to spend their dollars on digital as well as mm-hmm. print. So, you know, you, you kind of have to have a good all-around game. I mean, 15 years ago, a guy like Kiefer works at a magazine. He goes to an intro, and all he's got to write is a print story. Yeah. Now Kiefer goes to a Honda intro or Yamaha intro. He's got to write print story, doing social media. He's got to mm-hmm. do a video, the little GoPro, the web story. So. It's like 10 things you have to do. Yeah. So you kind of become a good Swiss Army knife. Works out well, huh? And, yep. I, and I think it's cool, too, that we do both. We do off-road and moto. Like, Dirt yeah, Bike so just I mean. does you off-road. Are, you, and you got, yeah, yeah, Dirt Bike doesn't do... They don't do moto. I mean, they do they moto get, tests. They need, they need to get Wolfman back, Clipper. Who's hunky? Super hunky? Was he Super hunky's guy? getting up there, but he, I don't know. He... Wolf, Wolfman's there, dog. He's the editor. Oh, he is? Yep. <laughs> Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you know, back in the glory days of, of yep. Dirt Bike, you know, when they had those Super guys. Hunky. And, yeah, Super Hunky. I did a podcast with Super Hunky. Oh, you it was, did? Yeah, it was awesome. He's probably great. He was a great guy. Yeah, yeah it was really good. So, um, so yeah, so things are things are clicking along at Dirt Rider. Definitely. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been good. And Kiefer gives us lots of love in the in the mag with the Pulp Mech sticker on the helmet. I'm glad we, you don't. We are lucky to have Kiefer. I don't I don't want to pump him up too hard because I know gobble, he gets bad. <laughs> Dude, I'm, yeah, I'm glad we're not competing against him because as far as testing knowledge and all that yeah. and just the guy can come in you're stressed out deadlines because you know magazines like yeah. having to do your taxes once a month yeah. this this new racer x i don't have i have like an interview five minutes with to do yeah and i got out of any features and i got out of some like major stuff I, I don't maybe I'm, maybe i'm fired man but like i was like whoa it's like a vacation you know it's what I mean? Free time. Yes. Like we had an editorial meeting, we all discussed things, and like nobody, I threw a couple ideas out there, and no one really bit, and then I'm just like, okay, well, does this mean I'm fired? Or for the first time in a long time, I'm not really doing much in the next issue. Yeah. So I do have some time. Yeah. It's That's a good little break. Yeah. Well, this issue with Sealy on the cover, I feel like Kiefer wrote the whole thing. Did you? Yeah. That was yeah, a big just issue. Timed for me, out that yeah. way. Um, 
well, and don't forget, you can always send Kiefer up to the desert, uh, up up down the street to get the uh, Lessie story. Mm-hmm. That worked well the other time. Yeah, that was, was great, my boys. Yeah, my phone was yeah. blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer fucked <Yeah>. up. <laughs> oh. And you know, the other thing too is uh, creative ways to pump up David Villeman. That's high on my priority list. You effed him over, Dennison, and I don't know if it was you <laughs> yeah, or take Kiefer it to him. or. <laughs> I mean, we'll get in. Let's get into that later. We're also going to get into lots of indie supercross talk. I wanted to uh, correlate with you, uh, you two guys, KTM's dominance uh, in supercross, three in a row, both classes to KTM's dominance in off road. We'll get to that. We'll do more of that. But uh, right now, before we get to our first guest, of Marvin Muscan, let's get to our real first guest. Uh, you know this man. He's on the show. There's no other way to, to talk about him but uh, just to bring him in. Seven deuce deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's giddy from the main. He's still giddy from the main. <laughs> Welcome hey, to the show. Hey, hey, Adam. Adam, we should all give you, give you a golf clap. Yeah, nicely yeah, done. You. Yeah, it was. A, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, catching Heath Harrison, putting it to him, and t- making it through the semi. You don't even have to ride the LCQ, so you got more time to relax. So, so uh, sick. Now we got to keep going. So Seven sick. deuce deuce. This, this, yes. little, this, just keep it going. This is just the beginning. It, this is just the beginning. It is. Uh, you're still on the East Coast. What's up with yeah, that? I'm still on the East Coast. Just uh, kind of, I figured since I rode at uh, rode on the road last week and made the manage it, why not this week? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think JS7's compound is anywhere near Indianapolis, so that could be an issue. Uh, no, not quite. <laughs> not quite. It's a little far from here. Um, I think it's like really far, actually. Did, now, did, did you and JS, did JS, I mean, did he, you know, t- text you and give you some pointers and, and bro down bro down with you after um that? he didn't he didn't text me or anything but he was like i uh i seen him at the race he saw me five and he was like what up i was like thanks for coming out right he's like no problem bro you're sick da, 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 da. you know what i mean no problem, you're we, sick. we uh <laughs> said what's up and stuff like that it was cool uh, Fly Racing brings you uh, Adam Antonep on the show. Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Gear. They've revolutionized the world of lightweight racing apparel. Inspired by Canard and Short at Antonep, the Light Hydrogen line has been fine-tuned over the past four years to set the standard in what athletes expect at a race wear. Uh, at Fly Racing USA on social media, flyracing.com. We thank Fly Racing for uh, coming on the show. And uh, did, so, that, and did you wear the light hydrogen stuff this weekend, or probably not? Right? It's a little cold. Uh, I don't. I kinetic. don't know. Actually, you wore the kinetic. I know though. I wear the. I know I wore the brand new Fly Sector boot that made the first main event ever. First main event what for up? the Sector boots. Oh, Gibbs, those could be yours if only you know we didn't get our Twitter account suspended and uh, you screwed up the game. Uh, you know, <laughs> last week. Hey, Adam, maybe I can get those main event boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll hook you up. You, you need to put that in a jewel case, sucker. You need to sign. Uh, you need to sign those sectors and send them for the Pulp Studio. Um, not even kidding. Hey, gnarly track, bro. It broke down. Wow, dude, it did. It got so rutted so fast. Like the finish line. I'm not even kidding. Probably had. I'd say probably 25 ruts, about um, eight <laughs> inches deep. I mean, they were like keg draggers up the lip in the main event. And, I mean, the um, the rhythm sections were rutted, you know what I mean, all the way across. And, I mean, the whoops were insane. It was like as soon as you got into the whoops, they were um, foot peg deep, and everything was just breaking down super fast. It was really, really tacky. But, man, was it, uh, yeah. it was like just – it was like it never ended. It wasn't like in Anaheim where, like – you know, it'll break down, and then the bottom of the rut will get hard. It was like mm-hmm. it just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper <laughs> every lap. So it was pretty crazy, but it, it was fun. And uh, I I really do benefit to um, 
I really benefit when the tracks are a little bit more technical. So mm-hmm. I didn't mind it too much. Right. Hey, so what's the deal with Pike and East Timberlands? What is the what, what's the deal? <laughs> what's a Timberland? <laughs> um, Pike 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 uh, walked into the TPJ rig, uh-huh. and he's like, um, he wanted to give me my little. Uh, Afternoon after practice pep talk. Oh, I can imagine. How, like, I can imagine what that is. What, t- give us, give us <laughs> what guys, it, it's. Uh, give us what it yeah, usually no, is. It's a little gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he walks in the motorhome, and Weston's like, um, he's walking in. He's all pimped out. You know, Weston always looking good from the feet up, and uh, he had some fresh Timberlands on him. Like, dude, those are sick. I was like, dude, I gotta get a pair of those. And he's like, if you make a main, you freaking. You know what? Yeah. You'll, you'll get a pair. And I was like, all right. Sounds like a plan. And sure enough, so funny. Oh, so, so yeah. So now, he, now he's going to buy you some Timberlands. Is that boots? Straight up. Yeah, it's like the, the, the work boots. Work boots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the brown work boot deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. they're like, okay, Kiva, they're like work boots that aren't really work boots. They're like work boots that are like nice boots. So you can get your game on on, on some Timberlands then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you, you could run those. You, know at, I mean? you could run those to dinner with a chick, and she wouldn't sweat you. No, 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 not at all, dude. A, a pl- like, come yeah. on, you, you're you're not wearing Timberlands on a date. There's, there's zero chance. You could be running boots. They make like red no, wings and no, shit. No, no, you guys. Dude, the seven deuce dudes is wearing Timberlands on a date. Yeah, sure. Bro. No, Oakley flip flops and oh, call it a day. Fudge. Um, I'd, I'd rock uh, some uh, Doc Martens on a date. Why not? Doc Martens are fun. Yeah, Easy. That's good. 1995. Do oh, I really? get to put red laces in though? You're gonna have like 18 i um, Yeah, that's Jacob. Sure, why not? <laughs> Jacob. Um So you got a yeah, you got a free pair of Timberlands coming your way, and um, yep. um Riding at JS7s clearly helped you, which was awesome. Yep. And uh, how were the fans this weekend? You meet lots of fans? It, I, dude, I met so many fans this weekend. It was it's, so rapid. It seemed like your I retweets talk, were... Dude, like, I love my fans, bro. It seemed like your I retweets were... so pumped up. Your retweets were out of hand. It was a lot of fans. Oh, dude. Yeah, but I have to, bro. They're my fans, dude. <laughs> Come on, Mathis. Jeez, bro. Are you going to rip on me for my retweets right now, dude? Come on. No, no. <laughs> they just seemed excessive more than ever. Like, you met a lot of people oh, this was. weekend. Dude, I, got, I had like 200 notifications on Twitter. Nice. I met some. I was like, "Yeah." I met some guy by waste truck. He told me, I met the seven deuce deuce. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Like, he's a good dude. He told me I was his new best friend. <laughs> you got so many BFFs <laughs> out there. I'm like, well, all right. Uh, hey, Adam, uh, uh, Raining Yellow wants to uh, talk to you a little bit. Raining Yellow, oh, welcome to the show. Adam, congratulations. What up? Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. How's the yeah. um, Northern Cali doing? It's doing good. I actually rode a club moto on Sunday and uh, racing East Street on Sunday. So Yeah. Um, uh, hey, uh, Raining Yellow, not a coincidence that – Adam Intonap goes and rides at uh, the James Stewart's house and then qualifies for his first main, is there? It, it's not ironic, is it? No. Can we back no. this up for a second? How did you get – Adam, how would you get to go there? Um, I'm not exactly uh, supposed to say who uh. I got his phone number from, but I got his phone number from a reliable person that um, is a cool guy. He's a super good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds totally like a cool, but I got it from this guy, and uh, oh, coffee. He, uh, okay. I just texted him, and then he That's, was like, yo, what up? It's 7 Deuce Deuce. I'm that like, is, yeah, it's 7 Deuce Deuce. That is ballsy. No shit, right? Text, texting JS7. Yeah. 
Did you like use commas and shit proper like uh, pronunciation? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. No, dude. it was all automatically a... correct. You know what I mean? My punctuation was there, and he just like he was like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "Really?" Damn, that's sick. I was kind of stunned. Go, go ahead and send me that. Uh... That number two, and I'll text them, and yeah. we'll both go out there. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you will not be getting his number, I don't think, from anybody uh, raining yellow. There will be uh, issues with police involved and God knows what else. Hey, I've noticed he's been at the races a lot lately, and I'm going to, I went to Oakland, and I'm going to Levi Stadium. I have a feeling I'm going to get to say what's up to James. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, Dude, he's been, he's been really going out. I hope yeah. so, bro. He's a good dude. I, I, I wish like, he I, I wish he would do my show. I, I don't think he will anymore. I think he doesn't like me, but that's all right. And uh, I'll let you guys go. I miss Thank James, you. obviously. Thanks. But uh, I'm going to come say what's up to you in Levi Stadium, Adam. So uh, good luck. Keep you making better, bays, and bro. I'll catch you guys later. All right. See you, Raining Yellow. Hey, uh, oh, you're the man, dog. Peace. Hey, we just wanted to check in with you real quickly, Seven Deuce Deuce. So we got to run on the show. Uh, we got to get you in studio here shortly when you get, whenever you're back on the west side. And uh, yeah, congratulations uh, on the first main. Yeah, I know good you, job, man. Good. Now you am just I, keep it am going. I leaving right this second? Because I just want to make a, a couple more comments. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We good? Yeah, yeah. Make Dude, your comments. You know how I started laughing as we came onto the show? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, you interrupted my winner's take all freaking video <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> He's so never seen it. I forgot. Yeah. Oh my god, Dude. I'm dying, bro. It's pandemonium I'm over here, crying, bro. I am like, this is not happening. <laughs> the whole track was a fight at Dallas, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a fight. Um, you, yeah. The, do you? You kind of remind me of Bear a little bit. Dude, Bear is Bear is the best dude in the whole movie, bro. He like. Did you see the part where they're, like, on the GNCC trail to win the championship after they all get in a fight, and he goes in the woods and <laughs> takes a branch and hits a dude off his bike with it? Yeah. Like, what? I, yeah. Oh God. No, that's... Dude, and then, and then Team Hurricane has PW80 plastics on, like, a CR <laughs> Elsinore. Like, what is that? I don't know, but JT can explain everything to you. No shit. Um, Write write down some questions you have and l- l- do a little column on your viewing of Winners Take All. <laughs> God loves <laughs> it. Like a plan. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Oh, I. Oh, geez. All right, guys. Actually, you well, should put a GoPro on yourself you. watching Winners Take that All. That would be good. Dennison, oh, have you ever seen it? I have. I yeah. remember the partying in that movie, too. Uh, yeah, it was everything, right? Uh, all right. Oh my goodness! Hey, thanks for coming on, Adam. Appreciate it. Good luck with hey, everything. And yeah. hey, thank you guys, and uh, have a great show. And uh, yeah, no, uh, just thank everybody. You know, what I mean, from Wanda Reese to uh, Jeff at California Coast Plumbing, Tokyo Mods, Cycle North, Corey or you guys are freaking awesome. Fly racing, the new fly sector boot. Get it, bro. You guys know what's up. Hey, but, man, um, and you're wearing kinetic gear, bro. How do I know this shit, and you don't? Do you see photos? Of I kind of, dude. I just. I love everything from Fly so much that it doesn't matter what type of gear I get. It's all the best. <laughs> Fly gear. A lot of love on this there, show. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Hey, you know what? Later, boys. See Later. You. Hey, Neil, you want to thank Chris for something? Yeah, I just want to uh, thank Chris. This is uh, Eric Storch's older brother, Neil. You guys, uh, my little brother is a professional trials rider, and you guys gave him a full-page spread. 
and Dirt Rider. As useless and stupid as Trials is, I think it's really cool that you guys cover that stuff. And it was neat to see you guys out there at uh, the Kawea Creek Trial couple months ago. That's funny. They got room for a full page of trials, but they screw Villaman over. <laughs> Dude, that was yeah. well, Maybe if DV rode trials, they put them in. Yeah. Trials. Yeah, dude. Trials is rad. We think it's super underrated. And it's funny, too, because you talk to a lot of the top moto guys, and a good number of them play on trials bikes, although they can't say it. Yeah. Good practice. Oh, yeah. I yeah. know they do. Eric yeah. and I have ridden with a bunch of those guys. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I just it's crazy. You guys had Keeper, your thing you did with Cody Webb a couple months ago was awesome, too. Yeah, thanks, man. Cody's a good dude, and his shit, his shit setup was great. That thing you shot on the iPad out at Ringo's? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude. Later. Uh, let's get to uh, Simon, and we'll get to our, our next guest. Simon, what's up, man? Yes, uh, I'm 15 years old, and it's my first year trying to attempt to qualify for Loretta's. And I was just wondering if you have any special advice about making it to the ranch. I never did the ranch. Well, I qualified in 88, never went. Did you go to your area already? Did they have an area yet? I'm uh, headed to my area this weekend at Fast Farms, and I'll do another one in April. And what what class are you riding? Uh, 250C, the 12- 16-year-old group. My best advice for you, buddy, since you're riding a C-class, get a start because it's sketchy. Yeah, I know. It's sketchy mid-pack in a C-class, you know, so concentrate your start. just starts. got this new... They just got this new class for 12 to 16 year olds. I think it's gonna get a lot of the dumb older guys out of there and all the sandbaggers and everything. Yeah, that's dumb older guys don't need um, to be in that class. Well, Simon, if it's me, I'm I'm going to uh, fly racing and getting some gear, and then Race Tech can do your suspension. Roost can give you some graphics to, to line you up. X brand goggles will have you a clear vision the whole way. So. I think he's on the podium right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris, there's short races, uh, areas and qualifiers, or areas and regionals. Yep. So Kiefer's advice is spot on. Uh, get the start. Dennison, did you ever do Loretta's or anything? No, Kiefer and I just rode qualifiers. I just turned 30 this year, so I'm, oh, so you're I'm going to attack you're the to go? class. Oh, yeah, okay. so my, my advice to this kid would be turn 30. And also, class. too, uh, where, are you <laughs> fr- where are you from, Simon? Kentucky. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty... I've heard Loretta's is I've been to Loretta's once and I've heard it's hot as balls when you're racing when you're there at the ranch. Oh yeah, it's hot here too. Okay. Loretta's, is, Loretta's is only like two hours from me. Okay, so yeah, you, so you'll be used to the heat then. So I, cause yeah. I, I would hydrate heavily. So yeah, get practice your starts, man, and get a good start, and don't worry about what's going on behind you. You'll probably be all right after the area, and then when you get to your regional, you really gotta throw it down. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. And, Thanks. Uh, for, I want to give a. Special shout-out to Tim Ferry. He came up to Kentucky and did a camp for us, and he's a really nice guy. Of course. Of course he is. Of course he's a nice guy. It's beautiful to hear. It's a terrific rider. Terrific human being. Terrific human being. shining ray of light flooding the room Eight-time Loretta Lynn's champion, so suck on that, Kiefer. Legend. Seven, actually, I think. Unless he was more. No, eight, because he won, beat Renard a couple years ago. So, uh, no, he's a good guy, Simon. So, uh, good luck with everything. Hey, keep us informed. Call back in. Let us know how you did. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling. All right, let's get to uh, our first guest on the show, the leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is now a proud sponsor of us, and uh, they're there to help you, listeners. They want to help you get the extra power you need by offering all listeners a thirty percent discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type out the discount code HotCams2015. HotCams, unleash the power within. HotCams, please and proud to bring you uh, KT, Red Bull KTM rider uh, Marvin Muscan. Marvin, bonjour. <laughs> bonjour, comment ça va? Uh, bien, 
Bien. Um, oh, yeah. I'm Canadian. I got a little bit of French in me. Um, oh, that's right. That's not fair, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's about all I got, though. Hey, um, we, you're lucky. You're not in. You're not calling on the in the show where Villeman's the guest, where he's start going to start yelling at you for what you're doing wrong, even though you're winning. So. Well, I actually I was kind of excited. You know, I thought he was going to be here, but uh, I was looking at Twitter and he was saying anything, but it looks like he's not here. So. Guaranteed, though, even though right. you, even though you led every lap and you you won three in a row, he would have something to tell you that, that you're screwing. Oh, up. that's for sure. <laughs> yep. He did actually have something to say, uh, Marvin. When we were driving up a couple weeks ago, I was saying, "Hey, you know." I like Marvin a lot. He's a really friendly guy. I talked to him a couple times, and mm-hmm. he's like the most. But there's a but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the most likable French racer that I've ever encountered, and uh, he's riding good. I love the way he rides. And and David's like, yeah, he's not riding as good as he is as he was last year. He was riding better last year. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what he said. He said you rode way better last year than you did this year. <laughs> well, do you mean two years ago? Because last year I missed the Supercross. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, who knows? It's DV. Really? I got to talk to him. Yeah, call him out on that. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. congrats on your win, uh, three in a row. And if you have a question for Marvin Muskin, moving Marvin, the heart, the Marv Attack Muskin, uh, 702-586-7857, give us a call, and he can try to answer a question for you uh, if you're listening. And uh, so, hey, three in a row, and this past weekend, 22-second lead, um, it seemed like um, look the track got brutal and, and treacherous, and uh, Bogle made some mistakes, and Savachi's bike blew up, and Jeremy Martin didn't qualify. I don't know though; didn't seem like you made any mistakes. You had a really nice race. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't get a great start, but I, I made a, a really good uh, first turn and then good passes, and I got into the lead really quick. So I was really happy about that, and then. And then I knew Justin Bogle was riding pretty good, and then behind Savachi was third. So uh, I was really focused on my riding and then on my lines and doing every single lap, you know, perfectly. So, And it looked like I was just a little bit faster than, than Bogle, so I could build a little, a little bit of a, a gap, you know, in between me and him. So, And then all of a sudden, you know, I had like 10-second lead, so mm-hmm. I heard he went off the track, and then... And then and, and the gap was even more after that, so he went down and still got second. So I was mm-hmm. really uh, I, I couldn't believe he got he got still second with with a crash. But yeah, I mean Davos was supposed to be you know pretty doing pretty good on that main event, maybe mm-hmm. get a podium. And Salaxi was right there. So it looks like everyone got in trouble and then went down or yeah. had problems. Yeah, it's a, a testament. You've been riding great. You know, so you got three wins in a row, four out of five. Got second in the other one. But Bogle's keeping you honest. Like, if you have a disaster or a bike issue or anything else, Bogle's right there, man. So as well as you've been riding, he's also been been strong. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, you know, and uh, I was capable of, uh, you know, starting behind him and, and passing him and then winning. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I know I can beat him, you know, every single race is, but, uh, of course, he's doing a lot better uh, uh, every single weekend and getting stronger and faster, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's good. I mean, every every also every races are different. The tracks are different. Uh, this weekend was really tacky and rutted, which is good for me. And maybe next weekend it's gonna be I don't I don't know maybe hot pack or mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah. Uh, and like you said, you know anything can happen. And then Martin went down a couple of times, didn't qualify for the main, which is uh, unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
I mean, it's crazy to to watch stuff like that, but that's that's the sport, you know. I mean, it proves, you know, anything can happen. So, uh, but I just, um, you know, uh, do my thing and uh, like I've been doing every weekend. Yeah, we watch you ride, and everyone says you're smooth, and it's it's the truth. Like you ride really precise, and I love watching you ride. It's you know your style's really on point, and I was always wondering, like, who did you look up to when you were younger growing up? Did you idolize a smoother type of ride like JMB, or or, or who did you actually, you know, watch, ride, and study? It's it's hard to say somebody. I mean, that I was looking at somebody. Uh, I was obviously a big fan of, uh, I don't know, Jeremy McGrath and obviously David Vilman because when I was the um, years in 2000, you know, I was riding my 60 uh, sixty, yeah, sixty-five cc. So, mm-hmm. and then that's when that's actually when I start riding supercross. I mean, my dad built me and my brother a supercross track in two thousand. So I started riding supercross when I was really young, uh, starting to hit some whoops and some rhythm section. And I think that that was a huge help for me. And then I was riding uh, French championship of supercross. So, and then and then uh, it helped me so much with my technique. And all I wanted to do at practice it was. I mean, doing the jumps and having fun. So, uh, <laughs> and that's not my style of riding uh, dirty or whatever, aggressive mm-hmm. or I just um, I don't know. I always uh, used to be like skinny, you know, and not so much strength. So the bike always used to be a little heavy for me. So it was just not my style to to go crazy on the bike. So mm-hmm. I had to be really precise and 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 not make it hard for me. So. I just think that I keep doing that right now. Yeah, it's uh, in your line selection choice, more so for outdoors, but tracks like High Point or Tennessee, uh, Washougal, where you got to pick your lines and kind of be smooth on the throttle, you can really tell your style, your skill comes to the front forefront a little bit. Like you're, um, you're just you're really good at that. I feel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a riding style. It's mm-hmm. also a mental thing, you know. You you, you got to be smart. You got to think about uh, do different things than other riders, and mm-hmm. and to 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 be better and to pass riders, and and all, and it's also fun to have different lines than anybody else. You know, you you make it fun for yourself, and and I don't know. And there is some lines. It's also better for the bike. The bike works better. On, for the suspension and all that, so so I, I, I like it. It's 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 a fun sport. I love it. Um, so growing up, Tortelli, Roncada, Villamin, or Prashan, who was your favorite? Um, favorite. <laughs> I don't want to say favorite, but I, I want to say David because yeah, okay. he because he was he was the best out of the. All those those guys, those French guys. And, he wasn't better than Tor- he wasn't better than Tortelli. Come on, Supercross. I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, Supercross. What about Pichon? Pichon Supercross, was good. and and I remember. Well, obviously, also Tortelli was uh, was really famous back in the days when right. I was uh, younger. So, uh, but but I just feel like you know David Villeman when he was coming back um, in France. You know when he was racing in the U.S. He and racing Bercy Supercross. He, right. I mean, he was the guy, you know, so yeah, yeah. for us, I used to write that Bercy was by 65 doing a, the opening ceremony, and so Davey was, like, right. you know, the the, the the guy, so that's that's why 
David. You so Villaman tells me stories of going to Bercy uh, as a little kid and seeing JMB. You know what I mean? Uh, outside the same pits. You know they had the same pits forever. Looking at JMB and just being like in awe of JMB. I guess that was you yeah. with him, right? That was you as a little kid looking at David Villaman and McGrath. And here's a French. Yeah, here's, yeah, a, here's, yeah. here's a French yeah, guy beating. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that that that's it exactly. Yeah, but I don't want to talk too much about David because then he's gonna get you know happy and then, yeah. you know all that. <laughs> exactly. So. I'm kidding. Uh, I know that's exactly. okay. He was a dick to me when I was racing. So who Villeman was? Yeah, uh, just because. <laughs> <laughs> um, who can forget too? Bercy O two, Mathis and Nick Way third overall. I tuned Nick Way to a third overall. That seemed to slip my mind. Bercy uh-huh. Bercy O two. Podium. Yeah, podium exactly. Uh, hey, let's get to a phone call here. Uh, Dave, uh, you got a question for Marvin Muskin? <laughs> Yes, Steve. I basically just want to ask him about his youth. I know he touched on a little bit when he started the 60s, but did he do any uh, U.S. Nationals or anything like that? Did he ever race a Loretta Lens and stuff? No, you never did Loretta's or anything, huh? Uh, no, no, I never did. The, my very first year in the U.S. Uh, was the U.S. Open in Vegas. Um, it was my very first year moving up to the to the 125 class, I mean, in over in France, and then I raced uh, the 250 for the very first time in in in, in the U.S. Open in Vegas, and I remember I raced with uh, Eric Sorby and qualified for the main. I was really really excited and really happy, and then and then first start, I mean main event start, I went down, and then I didn't raise the main. <laughs> so <laughs> it was not not that good. Yeah, well, yeah welcome to, welcome to America, right? Boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. No more. Thanks. Thanks. Hot Cams brings you uh, Red Bull KTM Marvin Muskan. Hey, I was talking to Roger uh, DeCoster after the race, and he mentioned that you and Ryan Dungey, uh, are, obviously you're both down there in Florida with Alden Baker, but he said you guys are really working well together, watching film together. And I know from guys that were Dungey's teammates before that he wasn't he wasn't real like open about watching film with other guys and kind of sharing lines and talking about the track. So he's he's really you and him have really kind of. Uh, gotten to be good friends uh haven't you yeah and also i i feel like i'm uh i'm a little bit different than, than any uh riders i feel like because uh i mean obviously ryan is uh, on the 450 class and i'm on the 250 so mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier to talk about lines and all that but um and i and i kind of like to 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 help him and and he also does for me you know i give him some some line choices and and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. uh, and obviously it's good for for the team because if he does good, you know, it's good for for all of us. So um, yeah, I mean, he's been doing obviously really really well, and uh, we get along well. Uh, we love our program with Alvin Baker in in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. We we love where we're riding, so uh, everything is going pretty good right now for sure. Yeah, Marvin, it's Dennison. Uh, we just tested the KTM 250 Factory Edition in the new issue of Dirt Rider, and uh, pretty good platform. You know, good motor, but the bike is super light. My question is about setup. How do you approach a track like Indy, you know, knowing that it, I've ridden what is probably just the basis of your bike, but it seemed like the KTM you were on was working pretty good compared to everybody else just getting bit all over the place in the whoops, the landing of that triple. Do you do anything special, or is that just kind of your setup is tuned for a track that's that's hammered? Well, obviously, with that, that, that new bike that we got, it, it helped us a lot, you know, to, to feel confident on, on the track. So, uh, and we have, we have a great team and great people, uh, around us and to make the bike better and to, to make, yeah, the bike better for every single weekend because every single tracks are different. We got different whoops and, 
especially this weekend we we got we had to adapt the the bike for for those whoops so mm-hmm. and it was it was really tacky compared to the other tracks so um i'm I'm just really happy about my engine and 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 everything the chassis and then the suspension of of that new bike and uh i mean that's the best bike I never had you know so it's really good um hey, I talked to Roger also uh he's hoping. You have to move to four for these next year, so he's hoping to sign you up. Uh, is that? Uh, I guess those contract talks are going on now. Well, um, he actually talked to me really, really quick about it, but uh, mm-hmm. he knows he doesn't want to, you know, to talk too much about it. But right, because uh, because right now we we are racing every weekend, so he doesn't want me to think about too much, you know. So, right. uh, but uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Good, it's good. Good to see you, Roger talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now yeah, getting back, on, getting on a 450. Uh, Hot Cam's bringing you uh, Marvin Muscan on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Did you sell your place in SoCal? Are you you're Florida now for like full time, or did you? Have no, it? no, 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 no. I, I, no, no, no. I have my house in in California, and we are renting a place oh, in okay. Florida for uh, for for this year. You know, mm-hmm. I just uh, it, it it's new for me to be living. Uh, part time in Florida and be training here, so uh, mm-hmm. we see how it goes. And obviously, it, it's going pretty good because the training yeah. we've been doing it's uh, it's it's good, and I like it. So uh, mm-hmm. we see what we're gonna do in the, for the future. It's a lot different life in Claremont, isn't it? It's a lot less, a uh, lot later. Yeah, it is. But I I love it so much for what I do. You know, the the, the, the training that we do, and mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's more mellow, and there's less people. So. Uh, but it's yeah, like I said, Melo and right. uh, the place that Albums uh, Baker has now, it's it's pretty nice. We got a nice track, a nice building, so uh, uh-huh. it's cool. I love it. Has he talked much about me being on in the bakery at all? Anything like come up? I, I got the heart rate monitor. I've been bicycling. <laughs> Actually, never. He never talked about it. Actually, mm, never. He, mm. Yeah, he's he's a little bit scared because you've been practicing a lot and you you might beat him on the bicycle. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He exactly. want you. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that makes that makes perfect sense. What? Yeah. What yeah. is the big difference? You know, this is your first year doing the the bakery, and what seems to be the biggest difference that you know from your training previous years to now to kind of elevate your game? I mean, what what exactly is different? Well, the the routine that we have, the consistency, and to 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 train uh, every day, and uh, and Alden's program, you know, is is really good, and I've been doing a lot of new things that I'd never done it before, and uh, and it's, I mean, it seems to be to be working, and uh, I'm feeling really well, and. Uh, do you guys do more also, strength strength training versus you know than you did before? What? Excuse me. Have you have you done more strength training with Alden than you ever have before? Um. No. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but um, not much. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. like I said, it's really um, like the routine, and you know, to do it over and over, and and and. And yeah, I, I don't want to say it's it's secret, but almost, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't right. want to tell you anything, but uh, I just listen to him. You know, it's uh, <laughs> I don't I don't you know uh, I don't think about it, and I just uh, listen to him, and we do the the work, and it's good. It's working. It's paying off, no doubt, with uh, with your season so far. Um, how's your brother doing, by the way? What's going on? What's what's new with him? Well, about what? Your brother. 
Uh, how's that go? Is he... Oh, brother. Yeah. Well, my brother, um, I, uh, he's in, in Morocco right now. Morocco, uh, that's nice. My, that's why my, my, my mother just called me, and I, I haven't talked to him this week, so okay. I didn't know he went there. Uh, might be for a race, so, which, is, which is good for him. I mean, um, you know, he goes everywhere in, in Germany, uh, in England, and uh, yeah. uh, whatever, you know, where you can find a team that wants him to, to race for. So yeah. it's, it's actually awesome, and, uh, and yeah, he seems to be happy, so it's good. I see his name, like uh, Montreal Supercross, uh, Germany, uh, France. Yep. It's just he, yep. like, yeah, if, if you've got some money, uh, some start money, your brother will be there. That's cool. He's been racing a long yeah, time. That's yeah, that's right. Uh, there is a bunch of yeah, – French rider that does that, and uh, yeah. it's uh, it's funny because they go to Germany, they they ride on the, on the Kitchen, they go to England, they ride on the Kawi, they go to France, <laughs> and Suzuki. It's, it, it, it's funny, but, right. but uh, it seems like you know they 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 make money, so it's good for them. Yeah, why not keep it up, right? Um, for sure. Hey, you're uh, you're one of the best interviews in the pits, man. You, you're always available for the media. Um, you're you know you're pretty open and honest about everything, and. Uh, I don't know. You just you're just a really nice guy. I guess um, just your upbringing, right? I mean, you just kind of one of those guys that. I mean, it's obviously it's kind of a weird question to talk about how nice you are, but uh, we do laugh about <laughs> how like you know you, like you give great answers and you're very good with the media. I don't know if this is just your upbringing or if it's something that you've learned over time or, or what, but I appreciate it, man. Well, that's really nice. Thank you. And uh, I, I've seen people on. Uh on like Instagram or Twitter, they said uh, I, I talk too much on 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 the TV uh, after on the podium, you know, interviews. But um, I just don't want to say just thank you to my team and all that because I mean, first of all, they oh well, we all know that they they work so hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice to thank my, my sponsors, but you know, I, I want to talk to about the race and and all that. You know, is uh, I, I feel like we've seen too many riders just saying thank you to the to the team and that's it. You know, so. Right. Um, and also I just, I, I don't know, I'm just myself and, uh, yeah. that, that's all I thought to explain. But. <laughs> yeah, no, Hey, like, it's, it's good. Great. To, great and it's, it's, it's great good for American fans because you come into America as French, you're kind of under yeah. the radar anyway. Yeah. So with Marvin being that extra little bit, it only goes, it goes a huge way for American fans, you know? Yeah, there are people that, like, just because you're French, will be like, I hate that guy. Right, and then exactly. They, then they see you, how nice you are and how friendly, and, and they're like, They oh, can't hate that guy. They're like, right, that guy's right. cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting excited about the finish line tricks. We saw a heel clicker. Daytona was a heel clicker one-hander. Yeah. This weekend was a heel click no-hander. Yeah. Well, we're, the, we're tracking for a McMetz or a Ghost Rider <laughs> or something. Yeah, the heel clicker's, heel, heel clicker's strong. It's an underrated trick, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta find a new a new thing for if I win next time. <laughs> yeah. Can you do knack knacks, Marvin? Uh, no, no, no knack no knacks. Any other tricks you have in your bag of tricks? Mm, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Um, maybe maybe I can can, but it will look really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, congratulations on your success this year. Uh, Riding great. I look forward to you outdoors too, man. There's no doubt you're going to be one of the guys outdoors to maybe bring home a title. Um, Thank you. And uh, yeah, everything's going good at KTM. Three weeks in a row, going one-one in both classes. I mean, good God, you guys are just, just yeah, it's just awesome to see, man. Good job. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was thinking if if that ever happened, you know, that the like teammates, um, you know, 
uh, like real teammates. Because yeah, I would say I would say Kawasaki per circuit on the 250, and then the factory 450. Not the same team, you know what yeah. I mean? If yeah, they yeah, win first yeah. class, but uh, yeah. our team is like real teammates. So I'm, I'm wondering if that ever happened. I was thinking about it after the race, and I think it's happened in the 80s with like Rick Johnson and Mickey Diamond, maybe. Uh, but that okay. would be nationals. But that'd be nationals, not supercross. So I need to. Oh, we need to look a little more and deeper into it and see if that uh, yeah. if that's the case. But phenomenal. Cool. You know, I was on the first ever KTM factory team. What year was that? Two thousand. Yeah. Uh, and we had wow. we had four riders go to a national, and not one of them made the motos. And we're factory wow. KTM. <laughs> so to see where KTM is now, it's yeah, it's gnarly. Quite a quite a change. Right. Um, Thanks for coming on, Marvin. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so All much. Right. See ya. See, See you this weekend. All right. Marvin Muskan, everybody. Red Bull KTM Marvin Muskan. Muskan. Nice guy. Great guy. Awesome guy. Yeah. He, the first time we interviewed him for Dirt Rider, he pretended not to know how to speak English because he didn't want to give an interview. <laughs> really? Like, Quit clowning. Things like, yeah, you're right. I speak pretty good English. <laughs> uh, KTM Parts Express, the number one source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Their warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, including the hard parts as well, uh, power wear accessories and stuff. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Pulpamex 15 saves you money. Uh, to go online, uh, place your order. Pulpamex 15 gives you uh, a discount. KTMPartsExpress.com. We're happy to have them with us. And we're coming up with uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's Blake Baggett. But before we get to that. BB. 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 BB4. BB Gun. Racetech, world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company for over 30 years. Racetech is supplying racers, riders, and tuners and people like that. Uh, it seems like uh, half the suspension people in the uh, in the pits are uh, um, used to work at Racetech or, or got taught by Paul Feed. Uh, receive 10% off uh, Racetech parts and labor. Use discount code PULPAMEX2015 when ordering. And uh, Freeze, Gilmore, just some of the guys that use Racetech. Um, vintage stuff, uh, spring rates. Go to their website. It's a treasure trove of information about suspension and your bike. So here's some of the best emails of the week uh, that we got. Um, hey, this is from Greg. Hey, Steve, love the show. Listen every week. Wanted to say I love when Berluti is on. He is awesome. Have him back soon. Make him permanent co-host. Keep up the good work. Oh, and never have David Villain back on. He is terrible. <laughs> Love him or hate him. Love him or hate him. That's just the show, man. All right. So we had Damon Huffman on last week, and he was talking about the, uh, you know, he's a cop now, right? Mm -hmm. So he was talking about uh, um, racing the fire and police um, games. Yeah. And he said that there was a guy there who who could beat him or beat him and was kind of, yeah. um, But he wasn't a full time guy. Okay. So we didn't really count that. And then we were laughing about, like, kind of, you know, how Damon Huffman would work everybody. Right. Anyways, so smash cut to now. Hi, my name is Billy Jurovich. Oh, that guy's good. Northern Cal guy. I am a former pro and current law enforcement officer. I have been a full-time police officer for 10 years. I just want to inform you that what Huffman stated about me being part-time is false. I have been a police officer longer than he has. I have a lot of respect for Damon Huffman, (laughs) but I would like to clear the air about his statement that I still race full-time. I do not. He also only beat me due to bike malfunctions. Thanks, Billy Jurovich. Wow. Still competitive, that Billy. <laughs> Dude's fast, too. That dude is good. Yeah. Still upset about uh, David, the Damon Huffman thing. Um, Cop fight. JoJo sent this in. Cop fight, yeah. JoJo sent this in. Hey, Steve Jordan here. Killer. I'm a longtime listener and fan and love everything you put out. However, my issue with Gibbs grows by the episode and every kill in it that is thrown out. Look at his face. Don't do that to him. Well, that guy's we, going down. We, we praise him and we give him both. 
I have nothing. Oh, I have nothing against him personally, and I'm sure he's a great kid. But please remind the producer that he is a producer and not a co-host. Doing amateur open mic night stand-up comedy does not give you the right to attempt to make a witty comment after every single sentence. His jokes are more ridiculous than the idea of you signing a media contract to a certain hot tub cover salesman. He's frequently interrupting and talking over co-hosts, the people we actually tune in to listen to. Please bring back tits. As I look forward to every fly racing show to hear a producer that at least knows his place and has a comeback better than dropping an F-bomb or telling everyone to suck a dick. I like it. I absolutely love the show and I'm extremely grateful for the inside scoop you provide on every topic of racing. Keep up the awesome work. From JoJo. <laughs> I like when you say suck a dick. Uh, I like it too, but apparently the fans don't. I mean, I don't care. Uh, you know what? Like, like Take uh, it with a grain of salt. We we got a lot of positive comments about David Villeman, and people loved him on the show, yep. except for that guy that just wrote in. Yeah, yeah guess what? We didn't tell him any one of those. Uh, Fuck TV. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, Jay, love the last show with Kiefer and DV a couple shows ago. DV doesn't think Pike's ride was that great because he looks at everything in black and white. Pike's ride, when compared to what DV would have wanted or a top five guy would want, is considered bad. Reed had the same opinion in less or no words. I think they look at Pike as an outsider. He was not a touted amateur kid or fast Euro rider. Just my thoughts. Is Kenny Watson for real? No, he's fake. He's never for real. <laughs> right. I can't tell if he's being sarcastic when he calls in. A few shows ago when you asked what his race day tasks were, he listed the following. Go get Jimmy John's food. Walking around the floor with a backpack of hats and goggles putting up the tent. Those are tasks that can be done by anyone. And his girlfriend took over getting the sandwiches at one point. Is he like the guy that hung around so long people feel bad and don't fire him? I work in a professional environment. I could not see ever hiring him. <laughs> My boss and I listen to the show and say there are three people we would hire. JT, Kiefer, and me. Wow. Not Gibbs. <laughs> Sorry, Gibbs. That's He said not Gibbs? Yeah, he said definitely not Gibbs. Oh, also, damn. Uh, you don't know my work, work ethic. Also, thoughts on all shows. Tell why certain guys don't like you, i.e. Garcy and Grant. How are those riffs started? And tell who tell who all the people associated with the show is, Swizzcore, Moser, etc. DV needs his own segment where he breaks down a clip that you post on Facebook or Instagram. I've written for 24 years, and I love hearing his insight. Hope you read this. This is like the third email I've ever written. Wow. Oh, he did a pretty good job. Yeah. It's not yeah. Bad. Must be an old guy. It was Joe Biden. <laughs> Uh, Swiss Corps and Moser, they work for Pulp MX. They're uh, Pulp MX employees. Uh, Swiss Corps uh, is a vital backbone of Pulp MX um, and uh, helps me out a ton. And Moser is uh, Moser? I don't Moser's know. Moser's Andrew Short Who employee. Is he? Andrew Short, super fan. And, uh, he is a fan. With horse masks. For sure. With what? Horse masks. Horse masks. And drinks yeah, exactly. PBR. Um, uh, hey, uh, $25 Vortex gift certificate still coming up. Uh, let's just give that to a random caller. Let's remind me. Remind me if no, not somebody. Somebody who calls in for a question for sure. And uh, a set of hot cams. Still giving away a set of hot cams. Uh, looking to have um, um, or, Kenny or. Watson on the show in a little bit here. Chris Dennison from Dirt Rider and Chris Kiefer from uh, Kiefer Testing Inc. Kiefer Inc. How Kiefer do you, Inc. How do you fuck that up every time? I, I, oh, I want to say Dirt Rider, but your boss is right here. You can say Dirt Rider. Yep, it's after hours, dude. Now, are you like me? Are you a freelance guy? Oh, you're not an employee. How does that work? I'm an employee of Dirt Rider. You are an, employee, an actual real employee. Yes. And then the, my, my, my testing business is separate. So Where do you make more money from, testing business or Dirt Rider? Ooh, testing business. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Dirt Rider. No, believe me. I'm, here, in, the, I'm in the media world. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we're, not in this, we're not in this for the money. There's not a lot of riches. Yes. Well, you know who makes money? The editor-in-chiefs. Maeda. Coons, oh, he, he's balling Coons. out. 
Maeda, Coombs, Dennison. Dennison balls out. Um, you should see his house. Carruthers. Like, don't know three, about that. Three oh, stories. Is Carruthers still second loser now? No, he's gone. No. Okay, well, he was, he was one of the guys that would make money. Yeah, Those Ed, are the guys that make money. Edder's ball. Right. We, not so much. Uh, Matt, you got a Zach Freeberg question? Matt, yeah, what's I up? Was, yeah, hi. What's I up? was listening to your show, and I went on Instagram, and Zach Freeberg posted a picture of Zach Commons, an amateur writer. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he, like, I guess had a bad crash, and it's, like, one of those posts that you read, and it just does not sound good. I just didn't know if you heard anything. You know I didn't what? hear that. I saw uh, Adam Cincerillo post something. I don't know who Zach Commons is. Um, oh, I, know the, I know the name. He's good. He's a good uh, Cowie writer. Okay. So he had a bad crash? I don't know. I just didn't know if you heard anything about it. It's like no. one of those posts you read and it's like, like yeah, yeah. sickening almost. Um, yeah, bummer. Uh, thoughts with him for sure. I don't know anything about it to be honest. Was this uh, uh, up at Texas? I would assume so. Yeah. I don't know. What's going on in Texas? The amateur nationals are going on. Oh, the okay. JS7 freestone thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's sad. I don't know anything about it, though. I wish I could help you more. So. All right. If you hear anything, could you just mention it? Because it's... I'm curious. And yeah, maybe, let, me, um, let me text AC. See what he... All right. If he says anything. Thanks, All right. Thank bu- you. Thanks, buddy. Um, also, um... Sound like Sinjin. Mike. Mike. Yeah. What's up, Mike? Yep. Gothic. Yep. Hello, Mike. What's up? Not much, Mike. Just doing a radio show. What's up with you? Uh, doing my uh, chemistry homework. Chemistry homework. Uh, that sounds like super gnarly. We can't I? help you, man. Sorry. Yeah, Does yeah. it sound like me <laughs> and Steve have chemistry? Gibbs, do you, do you know anything about chemistry? I dropped out of it in high school. That's right. what I know about it. Uh, anything oh, on yeah. your Anything on your mind, Mike, or you just want to win something? Oh, well, I kind of wanted to win something, but uh, yeah. I had a, I don't know if you guys got this email or even looked at it, but I had a, ordered a Fox helmet from Bike Band, and they practically ripped us off because dropped it on the ground and had a little fracture to it, and they wouldn't take it back. Go to BTO. And well, I was you, just, well, you dropped it on the ground, though, Mike. I mean, what do you want them to do? Well, I mean, it was the wind, man. You could literally drop the, the helmet on the ground, and BTO will take it back. Hey, I, I, I bought a a dish from Walmart and it broke and I dropped it and it broke and I tried to take it back. They wouldn't take it back. Screw Walmart. I mean, isn't that kind of the same deal? I guess, but I should, don't know. You should have went to btosports.com. Yeah, I know. It, it was it was a good deal at the time. And uh, I was like, you know what happened? You know, you know what they say about good deals? Yeah. They don't right. last long. I had nothing. I had nothing. Uh, that's what I yeah, came I up with. Either. Yeah, but good. I was also just wondering if I could I was thinking about uh, trying to win those hot cams from one of my buddies. Got that, a four stroke. No, uh, no third parties, dude. Yeah, we can't. We got, we're going to give them away, but yeah, we we can't do that. All right, that's fine. All right, see you, Mike. Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, Dennis and Nister. These are our callers. Perfect. Uh, Vortex Racing, the leader in making top quality components. They've been with us for a couple of years now, uh, as well as uh, Sprockets. Vortex offers a V3 motocross bar that is twenty nine percent stronger than competition. Uh, you know who uses Vortex? Uh, Babbitts Kawasaki, Ronnie Renner. Choose VortexRacing.com. You want to email? You want to save on Vortex? Uh, email Roger at VortexRacing.com to save forty percent off. This man on the phone right here, he uses Vortex sprockets, and the Vortex is happy to uh, bring you Yoshimura Suzuki's Blake Baggett. Blake, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's going on? How's your Vortex sprockets hooking up like no other? Good. Yep. 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 Uh, For sure. 702-586-757. You got a question for uh, 
I think, Kiefer, the surprise rider of the year. Yeah, Blake super, Baggett. Yeah, no one thought he would uh, be top five guy. Us experts, we were wrong. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> we suck. Um, Blake, uh, uh, kind of a not a great Indianapolis for you. You got stuck under your bike from a crash. Uh, did you get burnt at all? Or I don't, I don't remember if that was the side of the bike that it was on, but that was kind of scary. You were trapped underneath there for a while. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, the engine was hot and it was on my elbow and stuff, and the counter shaft sprocket was slowly eating away at my arm, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I got out of it pretty good, pretty lucky. I just couldn't move. I, I was pinned under there and uh, and just just couldn't move. So and I was waiting for uh, for it to stall or, or run out of fuel, but uh, I'd still be there. Yeah, right. It took a long time for them to get over to you. <laughs> yeah, it took like I think like forty six or forty seven seconds. Someone says before they uh, they got to me, which is. Right. It's weird because normally you see guys go down and shoot there to them before they finish crashing. But dude, they're, in, they're in usually, my situation, I was there for a while. They're usually waving the medic flag if a hay bale is out of place. A tough block is 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 six inches on the track. They're waving a red cross flag. You know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. They uh, in that situation, I uh, <laughs> I guess not. I couldn't see much, but rear wheel spinning in my face. Oh man, yeah, that's gnarly. Um, but overall, though, the season's going well, huh? You got to be pretty happy. Pretty pretty stoked yeah. on everything. No, definitely plugging away. Um, you know, each weekend getting better and better, and just uh, just trying to eliminate the mistakes and and try to uh, you know be in the top five and, and shoot mm-hmm. for, for for the podium. Kiefer, can you imagine how good he's going to be outdoors? Dude, he's going to be on <laughs> fire. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, I've seen your Instagram and stuff, and I know Marty Wells. You know, pretty good, and it seems like is are you trained with Marty a lot? Yeah, Marty. Uh, Marty's my basically physical coach trainer and then uh you know i have uh rick johnson as my on the bike trainer so mm-hmm. god uh kind of broke it up into two people and yeah me and marty uh we just you know we kind of switch it up and, and don't do the normal but it seems to, to work oh that's cool uh yeah it's whatever he's doing it's working no doubt well he was a baker's factory guy and i just was knowing that there's a big difference between the two. Oh, blake know? blake yeah. was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, no doubt. Um, yeah, that's true. You were, uh, Hey, um, look, I don't know what was going on between you and Jason Anderson, but clearly your pass in practice was for something he did at some point, right? Or was your, did you just not like him on that day? Cause that had to be for something, <laughs> a, a continued beef at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, it just, it just got out of hand, I guess you'd say, yeah. but, uh, it is what it is, you know. Just uh, yeah, kind of got out of hand, and uh, <laughs> then, then you know, he he knocks you down good. off the start. He does a practice start, knocks you down. You both get sent home early. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't supposed to, I guess, end up that uh, that bad. But kind of got out of hand, right? Did it? It was. You don't have to get specific, but it was it get out of hand on that day, or was this from previous weeks? I mean, you guys have watched the races. How many guys have you ran into? Yeah. Yeah. You can be the judge of that one. Well, and look, I like Jason. I, I think he's a great rider. Uh, I have I have heard from guys uh, tell me that he jumps for, across the track at them sometimes. And, and I don't know if that was something he was doing to you, but I've heard from guys that had nothing to do with him. And so I was thinking, well, maybe this is one of those guys taking it, you know. Right. There, there is a sort of etiquette out there. There's sort of a justice that goes on out of the track. So I don't know. 
Um, but poor Jake Weimer, Anderson took it out on him later on. Jeez. <laughs> um, hey, have you ever um, – oh, did you hear – Mike Webb told me the story where uh, after they sent you back to the truck, he ran up to Gallagher, and he was like, you know, Blake didn't do anything. Their lines just came together, and what are you doing, John? And, and Gallagher said, uh, yeah, Blake told me he did that on purpose. <laughs> and Webb was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean – if you if you guys watch the races, I mean he's ran into a lot of people, you know, straight mm-hmm. into them or you know damn near head on in the bull turn. So right, uh, I just fed up with it. Yeah, um, what I, it is? Yeah, I've been there, man. When I worked for Red Dog, he uh, he felt Ernie was going after him um, a couple times, and so then a week later goes and sees Ernie in practice and boom, knocks him. Down. It's just kind of like one of those things that happens. Like hey, everybody, you know what? What I think yeah. is what I think is bitching is you straight up just said. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> I know. And see, other other guys would be like, "Oh, I didn't do nothing. I didn't mean to." Well, f that. You're just like, dude. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, that's, you're like, look, it is look, what it is. look, I'm pissed. This is what happened. This is what I did to you. Right, right. Um, hey, um, uh, Daytona went well for you. Obviously, you've had a lot of success there in the past on the smaller bike, and uh, it went well for you again. Um, did you think you could make a podium this year on the 450 class? I mean, was it? You know, you're talking to Mike Webb beginning of the year. You guys are working on things. Uh, uh, are you doing better than you ever thought you would do? Or is, is I mean, you're a past champion, so obviously, you you know, you have high expectations. But did you think you could get a 450 podium? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess a, a lot of people count you out um, if you win a lot in a certain series and then uh, don't win a lot in other series. And, you know, if you don't have a Supercross championship, uh, all the keyboard racers kind of count you out. But never seen them at a national so mm-hmm. um basically just racing a dirt bike racing a dirt bike i've raced almost every one of those guys um uh you know i've raced mm-hmm. dungy it was uh at donations we're on the same team but still raced on the same track so you know i've raced with all those guys and um i i, I thought i could put it together and and as long as i uh you know kept everything in the in a tidy fashion and mm-hmm. just put my head down and went to work that I thought that uh, a podium would, you know, be definitely, uh, you know, high up on the chart, but mm-hmm. it could happen, and uh, you know, I felt like I could get top fives, but I just did myself and uh, and plugged away, and that's kind of, you know, where I'm still at. I'm just trying to uh, to do the best I can and keep my nose as clean as possible, and just just ride my own race and and have my own weekend. And right. if I uh, if I end up on the box, I do. You know, if not, I go back and uh, you know plug away some more. Fastest lap on the main event too this past weekend. So that's something. Um, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Yoshimura Suzuki's Blake Baggett. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, 40% off Vortex. Email roger at vortexracing.com. Yeah, Blake, let's talk about your outdoor program because a lot of guys look at Daytona as an index for, for where your speed, where your fitness is once we go to the Nationals. Are, are you thinking about that yet? Is your head still in Supercross? Or did Daytona get you kind of excited to go outdoors? I mean, of, of course, uh, you know, it's exciting to go outdoors after, you know, a long Supercross season, especially the uh, first year of racing the whole 450 series. You know, it's a long series, a lot longer than uh, than you think until you're doing it. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely excited to go outdoors, but right now the main focus is just to uh, try to get top fives and, and try to land on the podium again, um, you know, in the next six rounds. And, and then once it becomes outdoor time, then, uh, you know, shift gears and pin it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, hey, uh, uh, is your wrist 100%? Will it ever be 100%? How's that thing doing? No, I mean, it's it's not even close to 100%. Um, you know, when, I, when I'm done racing, i got to get it fused and uh, and get the bones taken out and stuff. Right. But, uh, 
it's as good as it's ever going to get. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't turn that much, and uh, you know, it's, it's a kind of a coincidence that me and Ricky uh, RJ are, yeah. are working together because his wrist is jacked, and you know, it's, it's the same wrist. Um, we went to the same doctor by coincidence and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I basically have the same problem he has. So. Yeah. Um, it just it, it doesn't move, and, and there's no way to get it to move because all the bones are just, just locked up in there. Yeah, uh, Red Dog went through the same thing. He went found some guy in Wyoming that really helped him, but it's such small bones and the aviculars and all that, they just turn into mush after a while. They're just kind of not much you can do. Um, hey, let's get to some phone calls for you. we got some uh, listeners on the line. Austin, you got a question for Yoshimura Suzuki's Blake Baggett? Yeah, I'm just wondering what his, uh, I guess, position expectations are for outdoors. What do you think, Blake? I mean, the Supercross is going well. Why, why can't you win races and, and, and be right there for the title, right? Yeah, no, definitely the goal uh, the goal to go outdoors is, is win races and, and be in the fight for the for the title, you know, when it comes down to the last few, uh, few rounds. All right, good luck, Blake. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, uh, you want to thank Blake for, uh, for something? Joe? Oh uh, yeah, hey man! Uh, just let me know. Thanks for uh, giving us his jersey at the uh, in the night at the main event there, Indy. Oh, you gave him a jersey, nice, classy. Uh, yeah, no, no problem. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, you being a fan. All right, man. I'm gonna try to make the St. Louis. So keep pushing, brother. Right Thank on, you. Right on. Hey Blake, you got any flack from fans about running the number four? Interested in that? Did you? You had anybody uh, say anything to you or, or kind of be jerks about it? No, I mean maybe at first when I first uh, you know took the number, but yeah. I think everybody's over it. It's uh, it's a number, and you just gotta uh, you know it's racing. Yeah, I thought Ricky's tweet. Ricky tweeted out that someone said that four should be retired forever, and Ricky retweeted it. I was like, that's kind of a d bag move. Yeah, you know, of course. But, yeah, I looks good know. on a Suzuki. It it yeah yeah <laughs> no it does. Um, hey, d- d- does uh, does JS Seven help you at all? Does he talk to you much? I know he's not re- obviously around a lot, but do you, uh, did you gleam any advice from him or, or deal with him at all? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he'll put uh, he'll put in when I ask him for uh, for you know help or yep. or thoughts on his things. Um, most of the time, it's it's more like just send it. <laughs> and, uh, and see what happens. But, uh, Standard. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of uh, of a gnarly approach to things sometimes. But uh, right, yeah, no, he's a, he's a good guy, and uh, you know, I, I still uh, still look up to him like he's you know a big brother and yep. and stuff. And he's always uh, he's always got my back. So yeah, uh, definitely excited for when he comes back and and to be teammates with him and stuff. But yeah, he definitely uh, you know he's a good guy and. He's always there if I need him. Yeah, people don't realize you uh, when you were on on Mitch's team. You you would ride with him every now and then, right down there. Yeah, I mean, all my stuff's still in his house, so he <laughs> let me come and live in his house, and all my stuff's still there. Yeah, so I've been there over almost a year now, and uh, <laughs> still haven't uh, still haven't got all my stuff out of there. So garage uh, is a garage sale in Haynes, Florida. KX two fifty Fs. Yeah, Thor gear. <laughs> He's yeah. <laughs> Are you going back there for outdoors? Are you going to stay back there at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have my own uh, lot that I ended up buying. I got 100 acres um, about yeah. an hour north of James. So uh, I'm in the process right now. I've got a guy back there building the uh, the Supercross pad and, you know, getting the outdoor tracks ready. So uh, that'll be where uh, where me and James will be riding, is, you know, at my place and then down at his. So we'll be back there uh, once the rounds go east coast. Yeah, I uh, I follow you on Instagram. A lot of work going on at the at the Baggett factory. 
the uh... yeah de- definitely we're uh, we're moving some dirt so right. plug and play and uh, yeah it'll be uh, be an awesome facility when it's done for uh, for you know people to come ride. Hey Blake, what's the best piece of advice RJ's given you so far? Best piece of advice would just be uh, you know probably just. Just be mellow and, and have patience with it. Don't try and rush things. You know, the, the bigger bike and, you know, being, being small, as soon as I uh, try to rush anything, whether, you know, it's entering a turn or a rhythm lane or, you know, trying to rush it, mm-hmm. you know, rush it in a rhythm section, it just it doesn't work out like it works with the light bike. You can't just manhandle it. So, you uh, you know, you got to have patience and, and know when to uh, take opportunities and when to hold back a little bit. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a good advice, I guess. Right. And, and James is telling or James is telling you just to send it. RJ saying, just take, let, your, let, time. take your time and have, <laughs> let it go. Um, Todd, you got a question for Blake Baggett? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you, uh, weren't you the cover boy for uh mini rider magazine back in the day? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking. What's mini rider? Is that you guys? Mini rider, yep. What used to be part of dirt rider? Yeah. Todd's referring to, uh, our kids magazine, youth magazine. It was, a uh, uh, side mag a dirt rider and we did a night ride with blake on uh kawasaki and oh, yeah? uh i watched him get stuck upside down in a tree and he was pinning it at night <laughs> that was the first time riding in the dark right blake yeah definitely definitely first time at uh in the dark and i think maybe the last time yeah <laughs> we we pull up to stop i go dude how you doing he goes oh it's awesome you can't see any of the bumps so you just pin it <laughs> oh man yeah no doubt hey todd do you want to win a 25 dollar vortex gift gift certificate no I'm okay. good. I'm good. Hey, what about enduro cross? I know you kind of have an interest in that. Have you ever thought about trying an enduro cross? He's got an interest in enduro cross. I mean, I uh, you know my trainer has a, a full track at his house, and uh, and Corey Draftbunder is always there. But uh, there's no way my legs are too short. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't flip plant. I hear you, man. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks. Todd uh, sounded fast. You know, Todd, man, I'm good. I don't need that shit. Todd's busy, bro. He's got to go. <laughs> Vortex Racing official uh, sprocket of uh, Yoshimura Suzuki and Blake Baggett. Uh, Blake, thanks for coming on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. You've been killing it this year, and uh, good job um, at the races. And, uh, man, yeah, I can't wait to see you outdoors for sure. It's going as well as it has. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you guys this weekend. All right, sounds good, man. Thanks. See ya. Later. Yoshimura Suzuki's Blake Baggett. He has been killing it. He's been riding good. Hey, he? We should have talked to him about JT and his walk. Huh? JT, if he gets a podium, JT's walking. Oh, yeah. And why didn't we? I don't know. You kick people off too soon. It's like Travis said. You kick people off way too soon. We got that thing- guy's going down. We got shit to do, bro. We got Chris Tennyson from Dirt Rider in all here. Right, we got things right. to do. We got readers. We haven't even talked. Talk- Talk to readers and callers. I like that part. We haven't talked to uh, about Indianapolis at all. Okay. We'll all right. That. So don't worry about it, Kiefer. All right. Sorry. Snowman. Yo! <laughs> yeah. What's up? What's up, Snowman? Ah, shit. Uh, making money, driving. Uh, uh, what? Good talk, okay, Snowman. So, no, 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 no. Okay, so Blake Baggett, uh, Weston Pike, Cole Seeley. F. Mary Kill. Who's going to win a race first? Go. Seeley. Pike. Seeley. Gibbs. Pike. All right. There we go. Yeah. Pike. Pike's going to do it. Pike's gnarly, Pike's bro. a badass, but Seeley's yeah. a badder ass. Right. Seeley's fast, but Pike is so strong mentally. Yeah. 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 That's why I just keep well, doing it. And you saw Pike's fitness was a bit more on point this weekend. He's kind of been going backwards a little bit because of his 
He's just getting back into it. Well, guess what? Looks like he's, you know, this weekend was a tough track. It took a lot out of the guys, and Mike was right there. I mean, Canard passed him, but, I mean, Canard was hauling ass, you know? But, right. Step by step, he's getting yeah, stronger. A couple C- laps Seeley's, each week. Sealy's strong, too. Smooth rider. Yep. Not yep. a lot of effort. Yep. Good starter. Yep. If Pike doesn't get hurt, I guarantee he's going to win one by the end of this season. I call next year. That's what I'm calling. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's gnarly. Can you imagine Weston Pike winning a 450 Supercross? I mean, again, uh, a guy that was had no ride three years ago. Had will, nothing. Will all the privateers just bow down in the in the, yeah. in the the tunnel? That'd be huge. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be massive. Thanks, Snowman. Appreciate it, man. Later. See ya. Later. Uh, 702-586-PULP. 702-586-PULP. Seven eight five seven. Uh, thanks for uh, listening tonight. Marvin Muscan and Blake Bag had already been on. Chris Dennison from Dirt Rider. Uh, filthy Phil Nicoletti still to come, and uh, and uh, Chris Kiefer in in studio with us, uh, getting ready to go to Texas for some enduro race somewhere. Um, also, to Chris, you uh, you brought talking about the Dirt Rider shootout for the shootout. You brought some of David Villeman's notes. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go through these here. Yeah, they're, so, they're so French. I know. We'll have to. <laughs> We should have got like a, take the French out of your mouth. We should have got uh, you know LeBig. Our buddy LeBig yep. comes in here. He he could have read them for us like we, in, his, in his accent. We'll just know? put peanut butter in Kiefer's mouth and he can read them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, hey, let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, and we'll be back with uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Jason Thomas, Chris Dennison, Chris Kiefer, Gibbs, and myself. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. 
Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed-access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pice mechanic. Wrench on the number 10. Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That is the best thing. Yeah, it's like got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. HOTCAMS, unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. 
So it's four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil. The Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at blackopsmoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. Wheels. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. 
Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email roger at vortexracing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike. $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. <laughs> ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. She says there's the one I love the most But stops not far behind She never left me here Only tells me where she's been When she's had too much to drink I said that I don't care I just run Welcome back, everybody. Let her cry. Tears fall down like rain. Let her sing. If it eases all her pain, let her go. 
Come on, Dennison. I don't know the words. What? What? Sun comes up tomorrow. Oh, this is good shit, man. Ah, uh, Hootie. Hootie's good. I have one Hootie song on my iPad, or iPod, this is it. That I only it. have one Hootie. Yeah, I was listening to this on the way to the work the other day, and I tweeted it out, so I was like, ah, oh, this is good. The uh, the one with the Dolphins Cry is a good song, too. Yeah. The Dolphins Make Me Cry or whatever. Yeah. Miami Dolphins. Hootie had some hits. He's a country singer now. Dennison, you might like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a country singer. The black guy, the lead singer. He's a country singer. Nice. Yeah. Why is he going to be black? Well, there was a... I say they, him, meaning there's a band, so right. I'm pointing out which guy. Was he the only guy, black guy on the band, in the band? I don't know. Huh. This is all her pain. Let her go. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Muscan or Baggett? Which interview was better, Kiefer? Muscan. Dennison? I thought Baggett was good. I think Baggett was good, too. Suck it, Kiefer. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We do. Coming up with filthy Phil Nicoletti right away here. Uh, let's get to some phone calls before we get to that going on. Bear Dog. Bear Dog. Barry. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. You like this song by Hootie? Absolutely. Hold on a second. She was the same girl I fell in love with long ago. God, it's so good. She went in the back to get high. Here we go. I sat down on my couch and cried. Whoa! All right, Barry, what's your question, man? Well, my question is, is we've been talking the last couple of weeks about bikes set up when Villeman was on, about talking about traction and grip, which, which was a real great segment. Um, uh, Shorty's been ripping whole shots left and right. Uh, Dungey's been getting great starts. Canard's having a problem off the line. Yes. How much of that is a chassis setup issue? Um... I mean, a little bit, but I don't think that much. What do you think, Kiefer? What was the question one more time? I'm sorry. Just too much hootie? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, too much hootie, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically what it was, the question was, you know, Short and Dungy have been ripping good good hole shots and good starts. Kennard's been struggling. How much of that is not so much Trey's riding ability because he's ripping through the field. I mean, he's arguably the fastest man on the track at any given time. Right. But the starts aren't aren't there, and I'm wondering how much of that is an actual chassis setup. You know, if you talk to the chassis engineer or suspension guys, maybe it's set up to rip around, but it it can't get off the gate. Um, it's funny you say that because I actually re- rewound the the TiVo earlier, and I watched Trey. Trey's late off the gate. Period. Like you watch his okay. reaction time, he's a little late. Um, what helps Shorty is, and they and they called this at the race is Shorty starts in third gear. That's huge. Yes. If his bike can pull that gear, that big of a gear, that's one less thing he has to do. Yeah, and, but, but Trey's not coming out second behind Shorty. He's coming out That's what I'm saying. 15th. First and foremost, he's laid off the gate. And uh, yeah. I, a lot of guys pick their tire for the start, you know, an aggressive tire. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kennard's not doing that. I know Alessi does that. You know, like if the start's one way and the track's another way. Right. You know, there's that. You can pick your tire for the start. You can pick a – Kennard was kind of screwed with um, – but Seeley and Trey have the same tire. I, I, I know that. I would think so, yeah. And Seeley got yeah. a good start. No, I would think so. so. But maybe you could pick up yeah, more I'm aggressive just, tire or something. Yeah, I'm just thinking that when you when you just look at it, I mean, like if the bike is working great everywhere for him. It right. doesn't seem and to then, be getting getting off the line and, and down the driving as well as it should. The Barry, thing is, too. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I just I blame Tim Ferry. Barry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> coach, so. They used to call me Tim Barry, so. Oh. <laughs> 
actually, you but uh, just want to also say when Villeman is on last week when he was talking about traction and grip, right? I took that, applied it at the track last week. What a phenomenal change! The guy, the guy's a fountain of knowledge, man. Don't tell, don't say that publicly. Or don't. I tell, know, don't I know, I know. Fountain of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. All right, guys, love the show. Thank no, you very much. Thanks, Barry. You know what? You, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, Barry's got some points uh, about setting your bike up um, that yep. way for the start. I thought Kennard. Now I didn't watch it on TV again. You you rewound it. Yeah, so you, you sound like you, you you looked at it pretty closely. I watched Kennard only off the gate, off the main, because I knew he was on the outside, and I'm like, okay, what can this guy do? And I felt he got a better jump than Way, and then out of the gate, Way went by him. It's, that's what I remember seeing. Maybe I'm wrong, but once he was out of the I gate, I think it was Way. It was a Cowie. I think it was Way. Once Trey was out of the gate, his body position he was leaned over a little bit, okay. and he had to straighten himself up just a tad. And but when you do that, you bump someone else, and that immediately goes to your throttle hand, and yeah. you turn it off. And you're done. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, very interesting for sure. Uh, Brad, what's up, man? Hey guys, what's up? What are you doing? What's going on? What's your question? Uh, just hanging out at home. Um, just a quick question. I uh, I was on uh, riding for 100 percent last year and just recently switched over to the EKS brand rider support this year. Mm-hmm. Um, first race Sunday or yesterday, um, went out and practiced brand new pair of goggles, never been worn, never been cleaned, nothing out and practice completely shattered the whole lens in them. Wow. Jeez, you must have got a big something, rock, man. Yeah. Um, something that is this something I, it's never happened to me with my hundred percent or my Oakley's before. I don't know if this is something that's common or no, all those lenses are made from the same material. If you're, if you got a rock to smash a lens and I had that happen, I've been doing goggle support for X brand for three or four years. I had one cool. guy in all that time have a broken lens and it was Travis Baker at Moto concepts. He got a rock and hit it. I can promise you if the rock would have broke anybody's lens, uh, maybe not an air brake because that is a thicker lens. Um, but everybody, yeah. everybody else, that 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 rock would have done the exact same thing and broke a lens. It's just unfortunate it was for you the first first ride out. Yeah, we've done a lot of back to back goggle testing, uh-huh. and uh, like you said, all all the lenses are basically the same. But I think X has a better lens than than a lot of companies, or just how it holds the lens. You know, yeah. if you get hit with a rock in the wrong way, it's it, it's, it's going to shatter break. regardless, no yeah. matter what. But you kind of have a good curve where where it can deflect stuff rather than a flatter goggle that just takes it and blows it out. Yeah, no, I really right. I really think it was kind of bad luck on your part. Now, if you had cleaned the lens with Windex, uh, that weakens the lens. People don't use Windex to clean your goggles. Um, that will seep into the lens and it could it could make it weaker. But you said these were brand new, so you you know you didn't. Yeah, brand new, them. never been worn. I just took them out of the out of the case, put tear off on them, and yeah. went out for practice and came back in and well, the whole. Left side of them split. <laughs> yeah, that's that sucks balls uh, for sure, no doubt about it. But I can, <laughs> I can promise you that uh, that rock would have broke on anybody else's lenses. Uh, they're all the same. They're all the same basic thickness. They're all kind of made the same that, place. So cool, man. That has yeah. to be. One I just of the, wanted the, to double check with you. You you know your stuff. So. Yeah, don't just like I said though. When you clean them, don't use Windex because that that will weaken them. So. And do you you wash your do you wash the frames in the washer? I do. Uh, it's cold water, delicate cycle. Don't dry them. Um, okay. Hey, do you? Um, obviously, this isn't a goggle thing, but we have a twenty five dollar Vortex gift certificate. Do you want it? Sure. All right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of takes some of your some of your pain and your broken lens you can away. Say no, like Todd. I yeah. appreciate it. Uh, stay on the line, and uh, Gibbs will get your info. And uh, twenty five dollars from Vortex uh, you can use for bars or sprockets or chains or whatever you want. Thanks, bud. Thanks for calling and holding. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it. Love the show. Thank yeah. you. Stay on the line. Isn't here. that one of the best smelling like 
when you get a new fresh set of goggles and you put it on that silicone smell, like, oh, I love that. So good. Yeah. Rick, you got a question for Kiefer? Hey, Kiefer, hey, you seem really on point tonight. You know, is that is that because your boss is in, in house tonight? Exactly. Yeah, I'm on Ooh. the straight and narrow right now. He's right next to me, so I can't be slipping. And, I, he's, and he's not dropping any weirdo references about it. I you heard know, that. You know. I, I also heard your boss like go shh earlier in the <laughs> show, like easy there. I just flick him in the forehead every time he gets out of line. <laughs> it's like well, a Tourette's my, syndrome. My question my question is about uh, for your magazine guys. You know, I'm old school. You know, I I raced back in the '70s, but uh, and when I was in high school back then, the, the photos in the magazines were awesome. I mean, just and they still are, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering about your photographers. If you if you have uh, in-house guys, or do you use freelance guys, or yeah, we we use a little bit of both. I mean, everybody on staff is proficient with the camera, but we sub out a lot of the work to to pro photographers. But also, too, we like seeing reader photos, and it's happened before. We'll have a reader at a race that takes just a banging shot and sends it to us, and we end up, we'll run it in the mag and even pay them for it, which is cool, because from time to time, guys with cameras just sitting on the stands or the side of the track end up getting good stuff. Well, that's that's been a huge change in the last, say, 10 years. Uh, Digital. Digital people. There's cameras Uh, that you buy that are, you know, guys sitting in the stands in Anaheim with a lens, and they can get some bitching stuff. Fucking iPhone works good too. No, that's true. You know, and, I, and I'm a photographer myself. You know, I, I do a lot of high school sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always try and speak in my big lens to the to the motocross race and see what I can get. You know, outdoor is always awesome to do. Get great photos. Yeah. But that's cool to hear that you guys uh, take photos from uh, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, freelance. Race, 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 Rex does it too, Rick. Let's not pat Dirt Rider on the back here. Race Rex also does I, it. I've tried to take photos myself, and I, I'm horrible. I got a photo vest. Well, I heard, I heard, you know, you have to do your blog. You have to do, you know, do you take photos? Do you do video? I know video is big these days too, but. So. I can't even get into a podcast, Rick. Uh, it's coming, Rick. <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's funny because. You know, the way the everything works now, you have to do more with less. And, you know, all of us are expected to be able to ride a motorcycle, be able to evaluate, be able to take photos, be able to shoot video, be able to edit. So there's a lot of things that you're supposed to be able to do. And, you know, I'm working on, on some of those that I'm not very good at. But, yeah, there's a lot of work involved. It's not just riding dirt bikes. I wish I had a job where I could just do podcasting. I don't have to write anymore. I don't right. have to, I don't have to uh, you know, build well, don't goggles. Don't ever give up riding bikes. What's that? That's for sure. Don't ever give up riding bikes. You know that—that's the main. Well, part. Kiefer will be riding forever and asking Preston how he looks in the corners and stuff. He—he he said I look good the other day, so I was excited. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. Thank you for calling, bud. Hey guys, have a good. Have Thanks, a good Rick. Show. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. We will have a good show, no doubt about it. Better now that Rick called in. Hey, Roos Graphics. That's our Roos. Roos been around for a long time, seven or eight years. They've been in business. They're not your average graphic companies. They make. Uh, Besides graphics for your bikes, they offer a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround, so you get your stuff on time. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20%, roostmx.net. Uh, you can get Pulp MX stuff on there. And uh, we know this guy on the phone line right here. He loves uh, Pulp MX uh, show, Pulp MX shirts, Pulp MX stickers. Filthy Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. A little bit past my bedtime, but I know, see I know. what I do for you? I know. Well, well, yeah, and then you tell fans who wear pulp shirts that they should burn it. 
Oh, it's not like I'm lying to them. They should. But, Burn it. Yeah. Some Owners guy, of Roosto aren't too happy about that every, when I said that. Right, so. right. Some guy came through his autograph line with a pulp shirt. He said, you should burn it. And the guy laughed, and Phil didn't even crack a smile. And the guy's like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe, maybe Phil's serious. Yeah. Phil, is, um, yeah. uh, we got Chris Dennison from Dirt Rider in here, and Kiefer, uh, they're dirt, you know, the more off-road. Um, you know, if you want to get into an off-road career like your buddy Zach Osborne, these are the guys to talk to. Uh, Maybe get a cover. No, no, I uh, I dabbled in that, and I'm uh, I'm quite over it to be honest. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I I would give a GNCC a go, but uh, enduro enduro cross not so much. But, right. uh, oh yeah, that's right. You tried that, huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It, um, oh my. In oh Atlanta. My God. Atlanta? Was, Atlanta. Yeah, dude. Yeah, how Atlanta. gnarly was that matrix? That matrix that you went to was gnarly. That was a bad one. Oh, thank you. I mean, at least someone died understands like that was hard like the matrix i had to go through was miserable the one i seen in daytona i was just like you're uh, like shit because i went there friday night and i was looking at it, I'm like yeah i mean that looks so- somewhat easy but you know I, even though it's not really easy but it's easier compared to what i had to oh, do yeah that one i didn't burly. make it through the matrix one time actually no one time i <laughs> okay. did on my hot lap but what? every other time it was a full-blown like scorpion handstand yes i was terrible <laughs> What are you guys talking about? Oh. The matrix. The so matrix is like a series of logs that are separated unevenly. Oh, okay, yeah, they're they're just called logs, guys. No, dude, they're, they're just gnarly. called the logs. And and the, and the oh. Durocross guys look at us like, as, as motocross. Just just hit them like a set of whoops, and you're like, no, dude, dude you can't I, do hey, it. Hey, in, in, yeah. in Daytona, in Daytona, they're doubling them. It was pretty sweet. But those that was small yeah. compared to what Filthy had to go through. Oh uh, yeah. No, they, hey, no, Atlanta. Okay, this is no lie. Um, Shane Schaefer, I'm I'm pretty good friends with him. He built the Enduro Cross track. It was the first time in Enduro Cross history where they actually had to take a log out. Right. It was at Atlanta, and it didn't help that the Matrix was right after the water section, so the logs were <laughs> Wet. slick and gnarly. And man, I I hated it. I I didn't enjoy one. Did you Did you ever I, find yourself? I could went there. Yeah, if I could have went there and rode by myself or with a couple buddies and practiced some sections, but as soon as the gate dropped and you had to race, uh, it yeah. was oh now, it was miserable. They used to do it during the day. You had to qualify to make the night show. We got one lap. Did they still do that? Yeah. Did you? So- uh, they did, but like I kind of got like um, celebrity status where I was kind of like <laughs> seated transferred. A line. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of saved me because I probably. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even have made it out. Uh, <laughs> you need to try program. it on a two-stroke, a little bit lighter. Yeah, Why two, is he 250? Yeah, two strokes are better, I think. Yeah. No, I just, Spencer Bloomer, who's my mechanic, who's yeah, really like JGR's like brains for uh, building stuff and everything. He oh, actually not, like it's not Coy? built me. Coy's not the brain? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like Spencer, he built me my race bike. Well, it was my race bike for the nationals for mm-hmm. the Enduro Cross, and like he detuned it, and, you know, put like uh, Enduro Cross tires on, it, and he went the full nine. But trust me, it did, it didn't matter. We that had, was we had a, struggle was real. We had Dean Wilson on the show maybe I don't know three four maybe a month ago, and he brought up <laughs> he he went to Enduro Cross in Ontario and he saw Kiefer upside down in the water and and uh, and over the upside down in the logs. He had a good laugh at it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's funny watching from the stands, but I tell you what, when you're out there, it's like yeah, you. Hey, get, how, yeah, how soon? Respect. How soon did you go to a motocross track right after that, just to make sure you could still ride a dirt bike? <laughs> oh, I, I just had to make sure I could still use the clutch and give the bike gas properly. Yeah, like, shit. I, I'd like I never ridden a dirt oh, bike before. It's, dude, it's in, terrible. In, uh, but in Daytona, it's cool. I, go ahead. What? 
But yeah, I say I could check that off my bucket list now. Right, so. and never do it again. Check it off your bucket list and never do it again. Never. Um, I mean, never. Uh, uh, in, in Daytona, Brownie was leading. I was super stoked, and like he looked, he was pulling away a little bit. And dude, like just it, right over the bars on the rocks. Gnarly. You know, the guy's yeah, forty-five uh, years old. I'm just like he's yep. he could die. Just a thumper. But that that's a Durocross, though, and, and you see like a matrix like the one he rode in Atlanta. It's just logs, Dennison. It's just, okay. just logs. Can we just the, call it the log section? The super hard log section that's in no way like a whoop section. Yeah. It, it'll make the best yeah. dude like Jeff Aaron, a trials champion. Yeah. It makes him look like a beginner. Yeah. So, you know, you look at Phil, his save this weekend in Indy. You do that ten times a lap at Enduro Cross. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. shit, right? I, hey, I tell people all the time, like, if you've never been to one, you should – Check it out. Go go to one in your yeah. area. They're they're cool to watch. Race it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know oh, about yeah. that. Uh, but. Definitely a show for sure. You know, but you know when I the one in Atlanta when I did it, um, you know Caleb Russell and Grant Beller were there. Or yeah, Grant Beller, and neither of them made it into the main. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like yeah. I didn't feel so bad then. You know, like at least they're familiar with like logs and rocks, and right. and they pretty much struggled just as bad as me. And uh, then my confidence is okay. I was just like, eh, you know, yeah. brush it off a little bit, but well, still, like, makes you appreciate like Tad, like Taddy, who's not doing it this year, but he, you know, whatever, four time champion, and you're like, wow, yeah. man, that's not only, you know, like just it makes but, yeah, I it mean, makes it, you appreciate and, tacky and, dirt and jumps, and yeah, and like Taddy and uh, Cody Webb, they're trying to give me advice and you know what to do and this and that, but that's like me trying to tell uh, a beginner rider that's never really ridden before <laughs> how to. Give him a set of supercross horses. It's just not going <laughs> to happen in right, a right. daytime, you yeah. know. Um, but still, it was cool. Like I said, like uh, definitely be a memory forever, but definitely not one I'll do again. <laughs> RoostMX.net bringing you Filthy Phil Nicoletti um, mm-hmm. from the JGR Yamaha team. Phil, so a couple more races or at least one more for you, right? Uh, at the moment, yeah. Um, possibly St. Louis. Yep. It's still uh, up, up in, in the air. Right. Um, I'm I'm not 100% sure. So I knew for sure I was in up till t- up until Daytona. Um mm-hmm. and then uh at Daytona it was kind of a hit or miss if I do Detroit and then uh Saturday night they're just like, you know, yeah, Detroit is a mm-hmm. or Indies a go and then uh Detroit as well. So right. I believe Justin might be back for Houston. Okay. Um yeah. but I'm I'm not really sure. I just go I mean, by what uh <laughs> J-Bone tells me and, and Coy, so I would, uh, yeah. I right would, now it's a week by week. Yeah, like why bring Barsha back for St. Louis? There's another br- break, you know, after that. Like just come back at Houston, you know what right. I mean? Like that's just, yeah. he's going to yeah. need time. Exactly. So kind of like what you're doing, why you're skipping out on the next oh. two rounds. You're just like, you know, only you took it a whole nother level. You're not going to Detroit either. Dude. Oh, you're not? Or St. Louis. I am off the next two weeks. Oh, who's going for you next week? Swiss Corps. Nice. Yeah. So, no. You said you were going Kiefer. Yeah, I'm going to be in St. Louis. Kiefer's going to be in St. Oh, Louis. Okay. Yeah, and he he yeah. will uh, go do Pulp MX work uh, and Dirt Rider. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I'm looking forward to it, Phil. I haven't missed two races. I, I don't know when. Maybe one time when Red Dog was hurt, but that's about it. So Yeah, yeah. You know, that steam bar is kicking in on you. I I, so. <laughs> I uh I gotta save my marriage, you know. I just gotta work, you know. Actually, it's probably gonna ruin my marriage being home. Yeah, you're long. home now. She'll be yeah. sick of you. She'll be out. Of, she'll be over me. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, how do you, uh, Weston Pike, your teammate, won a heat race this weekend? And I gotta say, like, I'm not around your truck a whole lot, but you and Weston, I think, would get along pretty well. Are you guys? Are you guys getting along? Is everything good? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, I didn't. 
I knew Weston beforehand, um, but obviously it's just like kind of like acquaintances. You just yeah. say, hey, what's up? Right. You know, if, you, if you already kind of get along with them, but if you don't like somebody, you just totally ignore them. <laughs> um, so Weston and I were already uh, pretty cool to begin with, and yeah, we get along good, you yeah. know, like uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that gets said is uh, pretty funny, but uh, yeah, you no, know, I can imagine. Off records. Well, yeah, he. Um, uh, no, but other than that, like, yeah, he gets along good, like, um, between me, him, and even Tanari, like, we're all yeah. kind of the same, so right. it's a, it's yeah. a good blend. Like, yeah, I, no, J-Bone. Uh, J- don't have a problem with them. J-Bone told me they have to kind of keep Weston away from, like, you know, sponsors and stuff at times. F-bombs coming up? <laughs> yeah, he, he likes to swear. <laughs> he swears a lot, and they're like, dude, you can't, yeah. you can't swear that much, and I, then he forgets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone likes to swear every once in a while, but sometimes right. they're like filters are needed, but you know sometimes people don't have filters, and it's just like whatever. But that's all part of character, you know. Like yeah. You can't you can't hide that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time for sure. There's no doubt about it. And plus, the whole team, like, uh, just the atmosphere is good. So right. it's not like anyone's thrown off by it. So it's, no, uh, everyone embraces everyone pretty well. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti? Roostmx dot net bringing you Filthy Phil. I'm sure Phil. Do you have a bunch of pulp shirts? Do you need a whole bunch? Uh, should I send them over? Uh, you need a bonfire? No, uh, <laughs> nope. I don't need any of them. To be honest with you. Do, do you get some pulp fans talking to you at the races? Uh, no. Just uh, just bashing me, telling me that I'm I'm grumpy and <laughs> and the whole night because you. Um, perceive me as a, a mean, <laughs> angry person all the time. So you're very, uh, uh, you're, you're. What's the opposite of a realist? Because that's what you are. <laughs> I, I, I am a realist. What are you talking about? I'm, no, like there's realists. Like you, you act like you're a sea rider. You're not a realist. Like uh, you know, look, I got tenth in the Supercross. I'm doing well. I'm trying my best. You act like you don't belong out in the main event. Like you shouldn't be there. Did you not watch last weekend? I probably did look like a sea rider. Dude, I, I probably wasn't too far off of it. I'm telling you right now, you ride so good and fast, but once or twice in the living room when I'm watching and I see Phil ride, I'm going, oh, shit! And then my oh, yeah. wife's like, what, what? I go, nothing, I'm just watching Phil. It's good. <laughs> Super safe. Yeah. I mean, especially last weekend, you I've seen God a few times, I'm not going to lie. Um, especially in the semi, I thought I was going to be going to the LCQ. Um, but, yeah, it was, you know, there's always that oh, crap moment at least once a weekend. Um, um, maybe well, maybe five sometimes a weekend, <laughs> but I, I try, try and keep it under three. So last weekend was ten. So I, uh, I, love, I love, though, that, like, like, if you get the start, you're like, all right, here it goes. I just have to turn the throttle now. He goes and for it. There's Bring some it. dudes that get a start and are, are, are scared to get the start because they right. know they can't run that pace or whatever. And you're like, hey, I can learn, and I'm going to run the pace. And if I, hit, if, if I hit the ground, I hit the ground. But here goes my best, you know? I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's – I mean, I even tell people that are struggling, you know, like sometimes, like, man, if at least, you know, the easiest thing you can do is rip a start, you know? And mm-hmm. if you leave for a lap and you crash, I mean – at least make sure it's spectacular, you know, uh, <laughs> go out with a bang. But right. I mean, now I think it's uh, to the point for myself, like last year obviously was a little rough um, getting starts and then weeding my brains out, which was, uh, you know, it was tough because 
some of them were pretty big hits. But this year, it's now it's kind of coming around, staying off the ground uh, a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and just running the pace. But it's still pretty difficult. Uh, it's hard. Like uh, you know, three laps feels like ten laps, and mm-hmm. you know, ten laps feels like twenty. So it's I'm still trying to figure out the pace and trying to pace myself. But it's it's hard. You know, it's, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's brutal. You know, you mess up half a second and it ends up costing you, you know, a second and a half with the guy behind you. Well, you know, like, uh, you know, us media, difficult. us media experts in the press box. It seems easy up there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. It's just like watching the Enduro Cross. It, it all looks easy. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I and then you hear... giggle and you tweet about it and you bash the person. It's just it's easy to do. You know? Everyone's a critic. <laughs> Phil, I want to hear about, um, tell us about your motor setup. You know, we tested a couple of JGR bikes in the past, and like Millsap's bike a few years ago, Kiefer and I rode it, Unadilla, it seemed like it had so much motor, it was like this whole other power band on top of a normal power band. Are you the kind of guy mm-hmm. that, that you just ask for as much power as they could pour on, or in testing, are you finding uh, you're actually detuning the setup? It, it, it all depends, because now with the EFIs and stuff, you can, you can like, uh, broaden the power, you know, pretty much any way you want it with, uh, you know, flywheels and cams and, you know, just with mapping, it's, it's unreal, especially with the, the get system and stuff you can do. And obviously Dean Baker and, uh, Mitchell Kelly, our motor guys, they, uh, they do a fantastic job, but I mean, as far as Weston and I, like we're, uh, we're pretty similar in, uh, you know, in setting Barsh is kind of a little bit different, uh, just to, uh, for his riding style, but other than that, like, yeah, our bikes, like, they're super fast, but at the same time, they're, they're very, um, smooth, and the power's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty linear, so it's, uh, it's, it's not bad at all, you know, they seem like they're big monsters, but, uh, they're pretty good, actually, I think the the stock Yamaha's got quite a bit more hit than uh, what we're running now, oh, wow. you know, like, yeah. uh, even a Stock Yamaha, like I think that's the fastest production bike. Well, I was talking. There is. I was talking to Lemay this weekend, and no slam on the Husky. But Lemay's like, ah, I, I miss that Yamaha motor a little bit. He's like, this yeah. Husky does things that the Yamaha does better. But he's like, I miss the Yamaha motor. You know, big difference. Uh, yeah, it's unreal how good that yeah. stock motor is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I really do think I, it's a lot to do with their configuration mm-hmm. that they have. So yeah, like even even the amateur kid here, like a pretty fast day kid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was on Hondas last year. And I was just like, man, you're just getting out motored. And, you know, they were paying for motors and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, you can buy a stock Yamaha, you know, put a piston on it and a pipe, and you'll be every bit as competitive as you do with the full-blown Honda that you have. Yep. And sure enough, he did it, and it's unreal. Like, the, he just loves the bike. I mean, from a from a consumer standpoint, like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to put a lot of money into a bike, like, the blue bike's the best way to go. I mean, that's just a personal opinion, but... Um, it's a fact. I mean, obviously, from the, you know, test riders and Kiefer and, and, and the magazines and stuff. Uh, Kiefer doesn't. I don't know. Kiefer doesn't know what he's talking no. about. Kiefer doesn't know. Don't talk shit, Mathis. I would get some race tech suspension. I would get uh, some uh, Roos graphics, a Black Ops Moto ignition coil, and, uh, you know, Vortex Racing bars and sprockets and everything on that Yamaha. I think it would be fantastic. Hey, hey, Phil, I was thinking about it, too, when I was watching you ride. Um would you take like let's say next year? Would if someone offered you a good two fifty F, you know, ride? Would you take that? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it it, it all depends. Uh, I've been on a four fifty now. This is my third year. Um, yeah, like I, I did. You know, if 
it's hard because I did the whole 250F team, but I was never really on a, a good team ever. Right. Um, so it was difficult. So it kind of puts a sour taste in your mouth because at that point it really is comes down to a, a really good bike. Um, but next year I would be uh, eligible to ride the 250 class because 2013 uh, I qualified top 20 in points, so I think that kind of kills you. Uh, for two years, two years for yeah. eligibility. Yeah. Um, but you might get top but, 20 this year if you keep it up, if you keep racing. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a hit or miss. I, I'm not really sure how, how that will work out. But I was actually right. looking at points today, and it's kind of like, man, it, I could be in the top 20 again. Can you imagine um, you and Troll on a line together, 250 class? Yeah, terrific. I think Filthy would be great on a, on a small bike. I mean, I think – I mean, I remember watching you on the Honda, and you, you rode good, and you had some crashes, but I think you've – you matured a little bit, and you actually gained some more speed. And I was just thinking, man, that could be a good move for him to maybe try to get a good 250F ride because he could, you know, win some races possibly. Yeah, and I, honestly, I've I thought about that quite a bit. Um, like I, I was telling you, Steve, like I have more 450 main events than I do White's main events all added up. Like yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. And when I look at it like that, it's just like, man – I mean, the amount of gate drops I've had with really solid guys is uh, yeah. You don't um, you don't realize that crazy. When, you, I, when you told me that, yeah. I didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think you know, 08, 09, Like my best year, like we were talking about was me and uh, uh, Terry Varner in two thousand ten. Like that was mm-hmm. probably the most solid uh, light year that I had, where I completed uh, all eight races in in one season, and that was that was the biggest string of races I had done. Um, you know, in one season, which is pretty much nothing. Uh, <laughs> when yeah. you when you look at all the other guys, Anderson and Sealy and all those guys, like yeah. I, I never really had a lights career ever. So um, it'd be kind of cool to give it a shot and give it a good go with the experience and stuff that I've learned, and you know, with testing and everything yeah. with being with JGR. But um, it all depends. Like I, I, I really enjoy where I'm at, and I, I really like the guys, and and they treat me phenomenal. So. I wish I I wish I could have been with these guys when I first <laughs> started racing. Mm-hmm. I think it would have helped my career a lot, um, you know. But uh, just the amount of stuff that they teach me, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of crazy. You know, it has a lot to do with the people that you're around. Oh, you're it's just not a, you're telling it's just not about the bike and stuff. You know, it's all about the group as well. You're telling so, me you got to build that. You know, solid. I, you know, I do the same thing with Pulp. I got Swisscore and Moser and Kiefer and. You know, good foundation. Gibbs, good, good foundation. Immediate right. people around me. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it does make a big difference, you know. And I'm sure with you know, just like anything with the top level guy, you know. Yeah, I mean the tank, the team could be great, but I mean if you don't like the people that you're around, then right. what's what's really the point of being there? You know, then you're just miserable going to the races. But I mean, when I go to the race, you know, even on the weekends, like it, it's it's honestly a good time. So even when um, I even when I come by. Uh, not so much. I mean, the mood kind of gets a little sour, um, <laughs> you know, especially when I'm trying to sneak a lemon cake and you're just blowing me out <laughs> on social media. <laughs> well, you know, so? if, uh, uh, I, I, hey, I hope Coy went into the freezer to grab a frozen Snickers and realized that I took maybe one of the last ones. That would have been awesome. <laughs> hey, I heard Coy doesn't play video games in the lounge anymore. He told me he hasn't played all year. Uh, no, I, I haven't seen him, but, uh, his his two little boys and uh, uh, J Bone's uh, two little boys they they pretty much wore the Xbox out at Daytona. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they they made up for all the time Koya uh, right. 
Corey hasn't played it this year. Let's um, um, let's get to some phone calls for you, shall we? We don't want to keep you up too much longer. Yeah. Uh, Casey, you've been on hold for a while. You got a Club MX question for Filthy. Oh yeah, um, Filthy. So who's the better man friend, uh, Brandon or AJ? Better man friend, Brandon or AJ? <laughs> Brandon or AJ? Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. It's hard actually. AJ's now staying in my house again. Um, he was uh, staying in a motorhome, but the motorhome he was leaving in left. So, man, I don't know. I like AJ around because he's someone that I can pick on uh, and yell at most of the time. Um, <laughs> Brandon, who's obviously like the owner of the club, I can't really yell at Brandon, even though you know we argue sometimes. But, right, right. Uh, man, that's that's tough. Um, I'm gonna have to gonna have to go with uh, Brandon on that one. Yeah. Just because he, he helps, helps me out quite a bit more. Yeah. Hey, so, so are, you, are you sad that uh, Alex's not there anymore? Yeah, well, how's that going? Troll is down in Tallahassee now with, with uh, his brother. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of dead until that he left me, but it is what it is. I mean, I understand he wants to go train with Jerma. Um, you know, he's obviously national champ, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's <laughs> blah, really blah, a big blah. deal, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. He, he's been here at club for, geez, three years. Um, so you want to do a little change. Um, he, you know, he might come back after Colorado, um, you know, but he's just down there doing some riding and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's going to kind of suck a little bit because he was my training partner. Um, you know, and, and obviously he's super fit. So, uh, now I'm on my own. Come to Vegas. Come kinda. to Vegas. I've been mountain biking a lot. Come by, come by to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. On, on my flat roads and no i'm not going to vegas place sucks <laughs> no, it's not, not uh, happening uh Sorry. nash welcome to the show uh gentlemen how are you gentlemen what's your question for filthy i would like to compliment filthy phil for being my own personal like mental trainer <laughs> when i'm out on the track and i'm just slacking i'm like this is what phil's thinking i i feel feels i, I feel his vibe on the interviews and i'm like I can do it because Phil teaches me how to be that way. <laughs> Phil teaches you positivity. Dr. Phil. He does. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you might awesome. be thinking of the wrong guy. Uh, no way. Uh, I, I, the interviews are epic. I'm a pussy. Enough. I'm a pussy. Nothing brightens uh, my day more than hearing a filthy Phil interview. He, he called it Death Cross after the race this past weekend. The, the noose. I love the comment about the noose on the track. Yeah, there was a noose I'd hang myself and lap ten or whatever when he went down. Very yeah. nice. Pussy, <laughs> Very nice. Was it pussyitis? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Nah, I appreciate that. No, nah, it's a, it's an easy way to cope with things, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, hopefully, people know I'm kind of joking. Um, they may not to an extent, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm serious at times, uh, right. depending how rough the day was. Yeah, but well, uh, I have, I have a serious question. You and yeah. Troll enter a national enduro. Who wins? Would I what? I said, if you and Troll enter a national enduro, who beats who? You or Troll? Ah, man, I don't yeah, know. Uh, I just, I would have to say, man, I'd like to say me, but Troll's actually done a little more because he goes home and does the hair scrambles and stuff at Millville. Yeah. And plus, his dad's like a legend at that stuff. Yeah, his dad's gnarly. Yeah, yeah so it might just run in his... Uh, Running his, you know, blood or genes, what so he I, might already have like the gift. I, I don't have the gift for that stuff. What I don't get um, about about troll is his dad, John Martin, is shorter than either one of the two kids, 
And if you knew anything about back in the day, the Can Ams were six feet tall. <laughs> it was huge. So how did, how did John get on a Can Am? Dude, belt crates. He, I mean, he just holds it wide. Milk he holds crates. it wide. There's a photo. Yeah, there's, there's an old ad of John. That one that I tweeted a little while ago. You know the cowboy hat on. He's leaning against a Can Am. Yep. It's the handlebars are above his head. Like, I don't, I don't know how. Nuts. Yeah, I, I seen that uh, that ad. But, yeah, he, he looks like, uh, you know, I hate to say this, like a 10-year-old kid next to a, you know, a YZ 450 or something. Like I this. know. I'm, 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 calling, I'm calling Phil for the National Enduro, and here's why. Because okay. the guys that are good at that stuff, it's not the dudes that make the least amount of mistakes. It's the guys that recover quickly from the mistakes. You see a good well, off That's, that's good to Phil. That's him, yeah. to a T. Yeah. You mess up, you put out of your head, it doesn't slow you down. Is Phil smart well, enough, well, Dennison, to do the timekeeping, though? You don't have to timekeep uh, no. it. it, it yeah, there's no timekeeping, but I would need to see him change a tire before we send him in six days because oh, yeah. you, you only get like five minutes. You can't take too long. Can you change a tire, Phil? Oh, that might be a struggle. Uh, I hate changing tires. I end up losing tire <laughs> irons because I huck them into the wood. <laughs> and then I got to go find the tire irons because uh, it's just a struggle. I huck them in the woods. Like I just went to battle with a cement wall. You know? <laughs> I'm, Phil, I'm having I'm you not, sign a poster in New York Supercross. I'm coming to find Filthy Phil. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, come on by. He's not going to be good. there. Barshall will be back by then. He's not going to be there. He'll be there. Trust me. It is New York. Maybe Phil will I show up. See it. Um, It'll happen. Cheers. Have a great show. Thanks, Nash. Hey, Phil, do you see have it. a chick? What's that? Do you have a chick? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I was I just mean, wondering because, like, your confidence is low, buddy. Here we it's going to be super hard to date women. If your confidence is this low. Uh, no. Sometimes girls like that, though. Nah. You know? Well, they don't. They like fixer-uppers. I know they do, but. <laughs> fixer-uppers. Uh, um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident, but no. We, yeah, man. It's, <laughs> you have this, this moan about you. Together. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for a while. I, I hate the label girlfriend, though. I don't what? know why. It just bugs me. Ah, that's good. Yeah. You hate the I'm, label I'm girlfriend. What's hey, that? Have you met my roommate Pookie? <laughs> yeah. Pookie. <laughs> I hate to label her, but I, I guess hate, she is my I roommate. Hate, I hate yeah. to label her, but she's my roommate. Special lady friend. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I miss Pookie. I haven't seen her in a while. <sighs> Here we go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, tell her uh, Coy was going to make some uh, filthy fill shirts for Unadilla this year. So oh I'll, yeah. I'll oh she'll yeah she'll she'll be down with that no doubt. Um, yeah. So. All right. Coy said he's going to hook me up, which I'm pumped about. Coy. God, when I was interviewing yeah. Weston this week, and he just punched me in the shoulder like just, <laughs> nice. like just a rabbit like punch. Like stepbrothers? Just yeah, <laughs> just a rabbit punch in the shoulder. And I'm like, ah! And I said, yeah. I said to Weston, Coy just hit me. And Weston's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, seriously. Yeah. Hey, did you, uh, did you pay Coy 100 bucks or what? Ah, oh, shit, I forgot. No. Oh yeah, of course you would forget. No, what a prick. no. And he's on a two-week break. See how that works? No. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. No, I, I'm going. I forgot, and I will text him uh, tomorrow. And I don't know. I doubt he has PayPal. I don't know how to get it. That's through. why he's sending me to pay his debts. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I, his, yeah, he's yeah. sending you Kiefer to take the punches on the shoulder. Now. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. forgot. How nice of him. I, I gotta pay him. You no, I'll be in the face. I will pay up. I have no problem. I will pay up. I was wrong. Yeah. RV did win. So. Yeah. Uh, 
Now you're going to use sponsors' money to pay your debt. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm, ch- I'm charging Dennis at 100 bucks to uh, sit in the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll so, find Kiefer the swear jar. We got 500 bucks in that thing. I think. Yeah. Does Kiefer get inappropriate uh, at work too, like he does on the show? No, he's he's pretty bottled up at the track. Sometimes though, we'll we'll see Dirt Rider after dark. Yeah, we have an after dark special, <laughs> yep. and we'll be mic'd up on sometime on video, and I'll forget I'm mic'd up, but yeah. the video guy's gonna holy oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we got some good outtakes. Yeah. All right, hey yeah. filthy, it's uh, a, it's eleven eighteen where you are, so we're gonna let you go. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it, actually, I brewed a cu- uh, cup of coffee at um, nine twenty to keep me up a little bit, so I kind of got like the coffee jitters right now. I never had coffee this late. Uh, well, so. do you want to stay on then? Um, you want to hang out? Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. All right, let's get to. Uh, I'm in it for the long haul. I'll just get... sleep in tomorrow. All right. All right. Let's get to our uh, regular co-host who's been on the hold. JT. Yo. Filthy's on the line, too. Filthy's going to stay with us. I heard that. Um, uh, Filthy, so you um, will you go to New York for reals, even if you're not racing, just because it's your your home race? Would you go or no? Uh, I mean, I said no a couple weeks ago, but uh, I'd probably still go just for – just go hang out and see everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, why? Why not? It's it'll be a cool race because it'll be in the daytime and stuff. So right, um, maybe go on to New York City afterwards. And uh, what about what about the Yankee? The nightlife a little bit. What about the Yankee game? Can I get in this year, or JT's going to f me again? And ah, uh, yeah, of course. You now the moochers come around <laughs> when it, when they need something. Phil's sister works for the New York Yankees. People. So. Oh no shit. Yeah, that's cool. Does she still do yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she's still there. Yeah, I mean, oh. if uh, if it plans out that there's a Yankee game Friday night, yeah, why not? JT, maybe you yeah. could invite me and then not get me a ticket, like you did last year. Uh, I invited you, but it was just like, hey, hey we're going to go to the game. Uh, I don't know how you're going to get in, but you should come. It was not like that at all. It was not like that. Like yeah, meanwhile, like, <laughs> meanwhile, JT's already got his ticket. Oh yeah, no, style, him, so. him and Chad, no, everybody I just got tickets. wanted you to come. I didn't have a way for you to get in, you, but they have this thing yeah. called uh, the ticket office. It's it's amazing what they can do there. Um, well, okay, yeah. so filthy uh, this year. Get me the ticket, and JT will have to have to try this ticket office place out, and then I will have a free well, ticket. If there's a if there is a Yankee game, we'll we'll get you hooked up. You know, really? Will you? I mean, I can't I can't tell you it'll be like good like uh, like sweet tickets, but definitely mm. um, get your passes. Like it worked out perfect because uh, like the whole Pirelli crew and everything went and uh, yeah. You know, our whole team went. It was good, and then I don't know. Somehow, other people got tickets and were there. It was it was a good time. It was a lot of people there, no doubt. Yeah. And then what was? Yeah, no, it worked out perfect. So and, then, can, and that was my first game I had ever been to, and I got to go to it in a, in a suite. So it was pretty spoiled. And then my first basketball game was in a suite this year as well. So oh. um, I never have to go to a game again ever. No, I I need I need a suite. I need the suite. Without I have a news for you, uh, Friday. Saturday and Sunday, they play the Mets at home. They do. Yeah. Boom, uh-huh. boom, Sub- filthy. Subway series. Filthy. That's that's us. Subway Sammy's. Yeah. Let's well, let's go. I'm sure. I'm, uh, I'm in. Actually, it'll be probably hard. I'll, to get uh, I'll make a call and get her dialed. Yeah, but yeah. I need I need to get a suite though. Uh, I don't I don't know if I can hook you up with something like that. Oh shit. You know, they have to stop bad mouthing me all the time. Bad mouthing you. Fuck yeah. it. What are you talking about? All the time. I'm filthy Phil's crazy. I, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> ah, dude. What the hell happened? Hey, can we talk yeah. about? Can we talk about? Did hey, you, did you actually tell Keith? Did you tell Kiefer what I said about him the other night? Oh boy. No. What did you? What, what uh, was it? What'd you say? 
I honestly, Kiefer, I said I didn't like you on Saturday. Really? Yeah, only because I didn't really know you, but now that I kind of talk to you, you're cool. Yeah. Um, I forgot you said that. That's right. I'm did. pretty mellow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said that. I'm pretty judgmental about you, but. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's hey. You're judgy. okay. I want to apologize for that. Yeah, well, I'll accept your apology. I, I wasn't even going to say anything because I forgot. <laughs> Matt, he yeah, said the Matt same thing about you, so. That's not that weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can uh, we can get Villeman on here and he can tell you everything you're doing wrong if you want to prefer that kind no, of hey, hey, listen, I, I would take DV's insight to heart. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Roll your bars back and uh, point your levers up in the air, and you'll be good. Yeah, he yeah, might. He uh, might help me. My, my, my super cross problems. All right. Well, so. hey, Phil, if you're going to stay on the line, you got to play the games with us. So uh, let's uh, let's move right into the NFAB question of the day. Okay. The NFAB question of the day. NFAB. Phil, you know Thomas from NFAB n-fab.com. Oh, yeah. I got a set of steps on my ridge line. I've never been happier. Big sponsors of your team, and you yourself, too. Like, NFAB's a big backer of Filthy Phil. Yeah, he's, he's been a part of my program for, this is the third year now, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love that guy. He's a piece of work. <laughs> love this guy right here. He, uh, besides not liking Ridgelines, I agree. Fantastic guy. Um, well, he yeah, likes real he, trucks. He makes you uh, special stuff just for your just for your car or truck or whatever you call those things. That's no, a explorer. Truck of the Year in Car and Driver, 2006 or 7, Truck of the, truck of the Year. It's a trar. I don't know, I don't know what magazine that was. Did you just say make special sauce? Is that what he said? No. What'd you say? All right, never mind. Um, Lame. Moving on. N-Fab.com. Uh, visit uh, NFAB uh, to learn more about N products. Go, NFAB products. Go there. Delivering the finest quality products money can buy. Step systems, like light, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and Jeep gear. Okay. Everybody in the studio, JT, Phil, you put on your team manager hat. No, team owner hat. Yep. If you had to sign a rider, same amount of salary and everything else going forward, Supercross and Motocross, 450 ride, Sealy or Anderson, who would you sign and why? Uh, I picked them because uh, they were close last year in Supercross. They're close this year in Supercross points. Um, they both got podiums. Young up-and-coming guys. Who's better, though? Kiefer, we'll start with you. Who are you picking? Well, Seeley is not prone to do well outdoors, but he did step it up last year. Yeah. Um, Anderson, Anderson won a moto. Or got second. Did he win or did he get second in Bud's Creek? I thought he got second. JT? No, I think he won. Oh, did he win? He I think he won. It. Yeah, I think he did win. Yeah, he held on to it. Overall, for the long haul, I would say Seeley. The long haul? Yes. Seeley. Yes. Okay, Dennison. What do you, what do you, who do you got? I think Anderson's strong. And don't strong. let the Husky get in Husky influence influence you, dirt rider guy. No, you know, Husqvarna off road. Husky's good, and you can make that thing work well. I I would go Sealy okay. because I've I've been there at the Honda Test Track, just kind of on the sidelines watching. Mm-hmm. And the dude asks a lot of questions. I think he's got a really inquisitive mind. You can tell he's really focused on progressing, wants to get better. I I think he's learning a lot about testing and. As a team owner, you want a guy like that who's really going to be super involved in the process as far as bettering the results. Mm-hmm. Anderson, I think he's solid. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, this weekend was like his first time outside the yeah. top ten, and yeah. so that's consistent, which is good. But yep. I don't know if he's as hungry as Sealy to, to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. All right. JT? I'm going to pick Sealy as well. Uh, 
One reason because he lives in Laguna Beach, and maybe he would invite me over to hang out. <laughs> right. I feel like that would be a great place. Maybe to his girl, maybe his girlfriend will be there. I don't downtown. Know. Right. Uh, just Laguna seems like a cool place. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, I just I don't know that I love. I don't know. I guess Anderson's been cooler lately, but I didn't used to love his image so much. Uh, but he seems like he's kind of got it together now. Um, I think he's a funny but, guy. Yeah, overall, yeah. I, would, I think I he's would go with a Keely. funny, outgoing guy. You know? Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I've heard some stories, and I don't know that that's the same case now. But mm-hmm. if I had to pick one or the other, it would be Sealy. Well, we all go through our phases. Um, Phil, who are you picking? Yeah, I. I mean, obviously, I raised both of them, but right. I'm gonna have to go Sealy as well. Um, I don't know. He's got more podiums now. He's got two. Uh, yep. race win. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Just right now, he seems quite a bit more solid. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think outdoors will be too bad. Um, I mean, he came here to club and rode quite a bit last year. Oh, hold on a second. Um, hold on a second. There, club th- guy. He, he's a club guy. You're a club guy. You're a club guy. That's no. <laughs> he's not really a club guy. He just came here with a Brayton for. Was it three weeks to try and get used to the humidity and stuff? But um, I'm not really like it's hard to say. You know, mm-hmm. don't like somebody, but no, um, I don't think Anderson and I really get along too well. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And I don't think a lot of other riders get along with him too well at the moment either. Well, Blake, uh, we had Blake Baggett on earlier, and he kind of hinted towards that. That was why his practice he had a practice issue with Jason. So you mean yeah, people don't like I, it when you just smash him? <laughs> Or head on yeah, in a bull turn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened with that, but I was talking to Blake in the staging area about it before practice, and I was just like, "Man, you're <laughs> trying to get him a little riled up about it. Like you're going to let him get last laugh on you." But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that'll game. go on for a little while, like on into the outdoors as soon as you know right. Gallagher's not around or something. <laughs> uh, I didn't go back at it again. What I, JT and I both didn't like, and I like Jason Anderson. I had him on the show. He's a good dude. I didn't like his social media post where he put the takeout of Blake on his practice and said, hey, they're not going to let me practice. What do you all think of that? Like, <laughs> dude, you took him out on a practice start right after that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, Anderson and I got into it at Dallas uh, a little bit on the starting gate. but Oh, you did? Oh, uh, that's right. You did, yeah, in the, in the, in the heat race. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave me the old cutthroat, which it is fair enough. Good pass, but uh, – you know, I didn't think his pass yeah. on you was as bad as his pass on Jake this past weekend, Jake Weimer. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that on oh. Jake. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. I didn't even watch the race or anything. But oh, okay. Yeah, it's fair enough. But got to make it up some way or another. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't think he's making too many good friends out there. Which you was, know, was Jason the one? In, was Jason the one in the semi this week or? Last chance where you just rammed the guy in the last Alex point. Ray, yeah, last. But that, that was fine. No, I that thought, was legit. But you see yeah. how pissed the guy was at the finish yeah. line? I'm like, yeah. dude, what do you think is going to happen? No, Roosting. look, look yeah. Alex, yeah, you have nobody to blame but yourself for that pass. Right. I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Filthy. It's the last turn to the last qualifying spot. Almost anything goes. No, you do it. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, I, I love Jerma as well. You know, I mean, same thing. I mean, you're in your ninth place in a qualifying spot. And yeah. some guy from Australia rides you high like with what are you thinking anyway going up high like that? Um, People probably dog the Aussie guy, but this is part of it. No, I thought that was okay too. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. uh, Yeah, exactly. um, I'm picking Sealy because uh, Laguna Beach, like JT said, uh, his girlfriend's hot, so maybe we go to dinner a bunch. He drives a Ridgeline. Um, I can get behind that. 
You know? He has, so he has JT's haircut. He's got JT's haircut. He's got Kiefer's haircut. He's got Albertson's haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Valid yeah. points. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think those, never mind on the track. I think it's all, all that track. I think all that stuff uh, works out fine. <laughs> He's already a winner. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, uh, that is the NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com. Proud sponsor of the JGR Auto Trader uh, Yamaha team with uh, Filthy, Barsha, and Pike. And uh, JT, Fly Racing's own Weston Pike winning a heat race. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the norm. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> we live in a world where what he does. Weston Pike came from TPJ to win heat races. Well, him and Arnold Tonus are uh, yeah. really moving up. And filthy, hey, seven deuce deuce made it too this past weekend. And dusty pipes. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Hey, I have a funny story about seven deuce deuce. So we were <laughs> okay. on the starting line for the main event. Obviously, he's a pretty hyper. <laughs> guy like I, I don't really know him <laughs> right and it was me on the way inside partridge seven deuce deuce and i believe weimer and jenny taft is off to the left and we're on the inside okay and all seven deuce deuce was was just shouting and yelling to jenny saying she looks fine looking good <laughs> and like i'm That's i'm awesome. here trying to visualize into the first corner <laughs> right. and he was just i'm he was having a full-blown conversation and i couldn't even <laughs> I can't even stay focused on the Jenny, <laughs> look at look you looking good, funny. girl. Jenny, check me out. I'm in the main, Jenny. What'd yeah. she do? Did she give him the cold shoulder? Exact words that it was coming out of his mouth, telling her she looked fine the whole night. I was just like, oh my god, I can't even focus right now. <laughs> That's you know? Fly Racing Zone. Adam had to nap, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's keeping it casual on the starting gate, you know. <laughs> Uh, did did she funny. did she respond at all, or did she pretend to ignore him? No, no, she no. They actually they interacted quite a bit. You know, there's a couple <laughs> sentences being said. Like honestly, I was trying like, <laughs> act like, like I didn't know what was going on, but he was just yelling so loud. You couldn't <laughs> block it out. JT, yeah. uh, surprise level for this on you? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a three on a scale one to ten. <laughs> Phil, one time I was supposed to interview him for Racer X when I first met him. I was supposed to do a privateer profile on him, and I texted him, and he mm-hmm. said, yeah, you'd be down with it, no problem, let's do it, and let's do it the next day, and uh, um, I said, okay, all right, so I texted him, no answer, right, like, didn't get back to me, and I'm like, oh, whatever, I don't know this guy, but whatever, so the next race was uh, Utah National, he saw me, and he's like, dude, I lost my phone, and I'm like, okay, well, can I still do it? I'm like, yeah, it's an online privateer profile, bro, we can do it. <laughs> he hugs me, dude, I've never met the guy. He hugs me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I lost my phone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is, uh, I'm like, is this guy be a for... bit awkward? A six three foot guy coming up, just giving a big old bear hug. I'm like, is this guy for real? But, That's good. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, all right. Let's move right into the uh, X brand goggle uh, tear off segment here. While we got JT and Filthy on the line. The X-Brand Tear-Off Segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, X-Brand Goggle, EKSBrand.com. Use the code PULPAMX15 to save yourself 30% uh, on X-Brand uh, uh, Goggles. Uh, for terrific goggles. Riders everywhere are wearing them. Like Nick Way, Brock Tickle, Kyle Cunningham, um, Kyle Chisholm, uh, 
uh, Cycle Trader Rock River guys. Um, God, you name it. They were an X-Brand. Gary Sutherland wears X-Brand. Right. Um, Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck. I mean. National Hair and Hound champion. Who who doesn't know Ricky Brabeck? Uh, obviously, you don't. <laughs> hey, for real? He's a, he's a Hair and Hound champion? Yeah. And he's wearing X-Brand? Yeah. If you don't wear X-Brand, people, you can't win. Can't win a national. Is Heron Hound that Westminster dog show? What is that? <laughs> X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. So, Phil, we don't have questions for you because we didn't know you were going to stay on the line. So, you're just, uh, okay. just going to answer JT's questions as well as JT. Okay, that's fine. So, And there's 15 seconds on the clock. So, you have to get these your answers in quickly. All right? All right. Yep. Got, oh, these questions are submitted by um, a Corey Moser. Not familiar with him. But yeah, I don't like him either. <laughs> Why? What happened? Because yeah. he, he texts you for being just short? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Love this guy right here. Let's do this, Gibbs. All right. Steve. Yep. Has there ever been a faster rider with more DNQs than Jeremy Martin? Oh. Jeez. No. Three? Uh, four. First run two years ago, two last year, now this one. Phil, that's your guy, Jeremy Martin, not qualifying. Very odd. Yeah. (laughs) Am I supposed to answer that question or is that to you? No, that's for me. I was just bringing it up to you. Coffee's wearing off, bro. Um, All right, next question. All right, Filthy Phil, take a wild guess at how much money Fly spends on magazine advertising. Hello? Can Hello? you hear us, Phil? Can you hear me, Phil? Phil can't hear me. Phil? Phil's gone. That sucks. Phil's gone. Phil was there for a while. What happened to Phil? JT still there? Know. Fell asleep. I'm here. I don't know. All right, JT. Here. Same question. Coffee got to him. <laughs> He's out. JT, same question. Take a wild guess at how much money Fly spends on magazine advertising. Uh, am I really supposed to take a wild guess? Wild guess. <laughs> Come on, you can't. <laughs> I feel like I know the exact number, and I probably shouldn't guess. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, what, what is Moser doing? I don't know. Why does he? Why does he do that? Moser, what, what are you doing? always doing? Um, all right. Okay. Next question. Okay. What are he's doing up there? Kiefer. Yeah. <laughs> what is something you and Chris disagree on in regards to articles or testing? Ooh. Kiefer wants more more sex talk in the Dirt Rider. No, he doesn't push that. Oh. It's a family show. Okay. He likes that part. Right. Um, testing, we really don't disagree on anything. Um, well, I, I could bring up something. I think this year we're going to do something a little different with our, our testing. We're on our shootouts. We're going to leave. Call okay. um, Instead of just you maybe just using uh, Dunlop tires for every bike, we're going to leave the tires that are developed on the production bike. On are you going to screw over a DV some more? And we're going to fuck him over a little bit more. Okay. For sure. JT, have you ever thought about doing a magazine test on a bike? So I think you'd be good at it. Yeah, would, would you ever want to? Yeah, I, I've, I've talked to uh, Ping a bunch about doing them. It, it's really just schedule for me. That's the problem. I can't ever get, you know, like it would take a day or two of travel and get down there and all that. I just don't have time, honestly. That's asked, been the big problem. I asked JT a couple years oh, ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you'd be. You'd yeah, be I, w- I would love to do it. It's just, like I said, getting well, getting there and. Okay, but wait a minute. Schedule's already kind of a nightmare. So no, listen, bro. Did you ask the upper management to give you a couple days? Exactly. It's it's fly advertising. You'd wear fly gear. You'd be doing in a magazine. I mean, it's work event. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you guys are saying, but there's kind of a lot going on already. That, mm, you know. I don't know. 
Yeah, I know you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You have no clue. I disagree but. with that. Congratulations, by the way, JT, on the Fly Sector boot getting in the 450-man event. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, first main event ever for us. That's yeah. Cool. yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, Phil, you're, you're back? Yeah, way to cut me off. That was nice. All right. I'll, I'll, on, we, me and Dennison disagree more on, like, manscaping issues than anything else. <laughs> Great. Every, every bet ends in Kiefer has to grow his arm hair out, and he won't do it. Right. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Chris. Which other Moto publication is the first one you pick up to read? Uh, I like Racer X. Damn straight. <sighs> that yeah. was a blowy. No, dude, I've always respected Davey. He does a good job. And I, I get into the Eric Johnson articles, the history of it. I think that's cool. You know, it's it's a good title for sure. And um, kind of the only ones that, that I look at doing the same type of features we do, because we don't get way into the lifestyle like the crib side. Right. Like what's inside of James Stewart's fridge. You right, know, it's right. more the history stuff. And yeah. and I think that's cool. They do the same thing. Actually, we did the guest editor cool. deal with uh, Carmichael and Doug Henry. Yeah. Davey came to me. He's like, dude, we're about to do Kevin Windham when you guys pulled that idea out. So Oh, we were? Was, I didn't know that. He was kind of thinking um, along the same lines. Yeah, the guest editor thing is cool. Cool idea, for sure. And you had, a, I thought, Dogger shooting out the KX500 and yep. KX, even though the bike broke, right, right away? Yeah, it didn't or it, it it broke. It didn't last. Later, it didn't, not not right away, but it did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Even though that it, it, that was an awesome idea. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, sure. it was cool. We like that. Yeah. And our next guest editor is gonna be good too. Who is it? MC. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh wow, that'd be good. Yep. You should get filthy to do it. He just talk about how crappy everything is. <laughs> yeah, you go ride BMX with him. Terrible. <laughs> uh, hey, all right. Next question, Steve. Yep. When you watch the race from the comfort of your home this weekend, will you mute it or leave the volume on? No, I leave the volume on. But when I'm reviewing the race from my observations column and stuff, I don't watch any post-race interviews. I don't watch any segments. I don't watch any banter in the booth. Yeah, just straight racing. I go straight racing. There is the JT. Did you say you muted it? Someone told me they did that. Someone said they just. I just mute it and watch. Watch your races? No, I don't mute it. Okay. I think DV does that. Maybe DV said yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I fast forward through everything but the races. I have yeah. muted it before, but. I yeah, just not, not often. I just go to the gate drop. Just show me the gate drop and then go to the next gate drop and whatever. All, All right. right, next question. Filthy Phil and JT. Yeah. Cooper Webb or Jeremy Martin? Who's the better rider? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like them both. It's hard. Uh, man, 15 seconds? Yeah. You already got it, t- it can't, it can't be a time. world, Phil. It's 14, 15, uh, 15 seconds, you're done. I'm, I'm going to, I'm a derma. Jeez, um, that sucks. I hate that question. <laughs> That's right. stupid. JT, okay. uh, same question. <laughs> All right, JT, same question. No offense to Cooper. Uh, I'm going to give it to Cooper only because I think he's he's better at Supercross right now. Um, But... It's damn close. Oh, uh, Yamaha, the guys there at Star, they're set up yeah. for a long time between those two, if they can keep them, you know what I mean? Which I think they both re-signed last year, so. For 50, they're going to lose them, though. Well, I think, wouldn't Cooper Webb go right to JGR? Right, Phil? I mean, in a few years? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he has a good relationship right. with him. Um, yeah. I mean, since he was a young kid, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you it's never. hard to you know, say. Maybe, maybe, no, I know. Maybe you'll uh, be there still. Be cool, though. All right, next question. Kiefer. Yep. What do you think is the best and worst part about being a magazine editor? Uh, best part is you get to ride dirt bikes and all the new stuff, and you get to test all the new products. Um, 
The worst part is probably all the politics you got to deal with and people thinking you're biased and all other shit that goes along with it. So that I'm not going to elaborate, but that yeah, that's the shitty part of it. All right. You're telling me, bro, my politics too. You got all these guys calling me an idiot for things I write like Phil. Uh, it just sucks because like we talk about is all you have to sell as being a, an editor and a test guy is your integrity. And people think if they get last in a shootout or if their product's no good that I'm blowing some other guy that's winning. It's, it's not the case. Well, I, I will say that I think more than ever in 2015, the year, the, now, the year we're living in now, bikes are so close. and they're, right. they're so similar. I mean, KTM's got a steel frame, but yeah, and Yamaha is certainly different. But those other three... I mean, come right. on. You point out the flaws on certain bikes, and they're like, and and the manufacturers look at you like, what? Yeah, like, dumbfounded. You're like, yeah. you seriously never heard that before? Right. No, never, never. Yeah, you're like whatever. Yeah, dude. exactly. Like Kiefer, like people still don't go off of like rider, like just don't go off a of rider preference anymore, or what? No, not really. No, not really. No, uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a tough spot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Say one bike's really good, and the other one's not good, and. Yeah, you know, just because you're not a fan of it doesn't mean somebody else wants. Yeah, it's called it, an know? opinion. It's just, it's just hard. That's a tough spot. Got to be honest. Well, there. I mean, yeah, I hear you. Believe me, I, I take. I mean, my column is just my opinion, right or wrong, and certainly I've been wrong a lot. It's just my opinion, and it doesn't right. mean the end of the world, you know. And I've been, yeah. I've been yelled mm-hmm. at for that, and I've just been like, really, like who cares? Like whatever, you know. <laughs> like beat it. It's in in three days. It'll be off their website totally. Because it'll be gone, you know. <laughs> it, it, you'd be surprised how much manufacturers take to heart magazine results shootouts. Yeah. they do. So, shit. I, I wrote. I wrote one one year. The, this line of Fox gear was really ugly, and Warren Johnson called Maeda and said, "I'm pulling my ads because of that." Absolutely. I'm yeah. like, what? There's a lot I, of that. Like one sentence. You're pulling your ads. All right. Thanks. Yep. Watch your step, Mathis. <laughs> that sector boot is real good. The, sec- <laughs> the sector boot is awesome. It's I wouldn't phenomenal. have any idea. Nope. Chris, what has been Kiefer's biggest fuck-up at work? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm, biggest single one. I think overall he's just super hard on himself. Yeah, filthy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, boy. I, I had to do uh, Kiefer's performance review, and that was what I dinged him for. Is I was like, dude, you're such a head case. Like, typical but, racer. No, Has he ever, like, turned in something or forgotten an assignment or turned in something way late or, or like – no, he's, he's pretty solid. When he crashes stuff, he he calls me and says, "Hey, I wrecked this." He doesn't try and cover it up or anything. Well, no, I, no, no yeah, I I, I think I think the single biggest one is uh, when he first got on staff. We did some trail rides, and he wasn't carrying tools. I go, "Dude, why don't you have tools?" He's like, "Well, I don't need tools. You carry tools." And so we yeah. we broke him of that pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next question, Steve. What is the biggest difference between working for Racer X and Transworld? Mm, nothing really. I had good uh, Transworld. Dealing. What? Dealing with Weege. Yeah, Wygant, my boss. Transworld was like they hired me and they said, "Look, you need to do, you know, this, this, and this three things a week." And they never asked me for four things. They let I never got any communication, good, bad, or anything. I turned in my three things a week and I was done. Racer X is more like, hey, and JT, you know this, like, hey, um, you know, you're responsible for A, B, and C, but hey, we're, you know, can you also do D, and can, if you have time, can you do E, and which I have no problem with, but Transworld just left me alone. Like, they, they really just didn't even bother me one way or another. So, a little bit, a little bit that way. All right. Filthy. 
The bike or Alden? Which has made the bigger improvement in Dungy? Filthy. It's a good answer. Good answer. JT, what do you think? For who is it for? Anderson? I know it's for Alden, but who's the uh, rider? Dungy. Dungy bike or oh, sorry. Um I think I think it's more the bike because I don't think he he wasn't there the whole offseason down there. I think moving forward, we're going to see an improvement on the mental side. We may be starting to see that a little bit, but I think that I think that bike's made a huge difference. Phil, you there? Phil. Filthy. Phil's gone. Phil's gone again. Phil's gone. All right. Uh, all right. Kiefer. Yo. Have you ever stretched the truth to make a product sound better than it actually was? No. Because, like I said earlier, all you have to sell is your integrity, and if it's not as good, you say it, and and if it's really good, you say it. Hmm. That's pretty much it. All right. Chris. Yo. Besides Dirt Rider, obviously, who does the best new bike shootouts? Ooh, that's that's a loaded question. Can we agree that MXA does the worst? Maybe you can't. Here's the deal with that. Maybe Dennison can't, but come on. At times, yes, I, I agree with you. But there's some things I do like about MXA stuff. I think if it didn't get Jody aside, it'd be better. Yeah. I think everything goes through him. And, and I really like the way their tests are laid out. Like when you read a new bike test, how everything's just really easy to read as far as the reader. But it's don't like, you feel like you're reading a test from 2005 that they just regurgitated? The sometimes, same, yes. The same yeah, stuff? sometimes. Where yeah. you're like, you're like, listen, I, like it's like to them, to me, when I read MXA and I don't read it that often anymore, it just seems like they've given up. Two strokes rule, okay? Two strokes are better in every which way. And KTM's. KTM's are better. Carburetors are better. <laughs> and here's all the same stuff we said about the 2007 bike that we're saying now. Right. Add a tooth. Take it to pro circuit. <laughs> Yes, attitude yep. is major. Stiffer in the front. Stiffer in the front. Uh, needs needs handles to to lift up. Like yep. I just I just feel like you're like come on, like they're not trying anymore. Right. They're kind of coasting on what they used well, to and, do. And it's actually they never post on like who rides the bikes in their magazines, so no. you don't you can't get anybody's face. Like hey, who's this or who's writing this article? Or well, and I think a lot of their guys. I mean, Stapleton's there, and he's certainly a good tester and a yeah. pretty fast guy. And um, Basher, I think, is a good rider and all that. But, yeah, I mean, I think they're getting a lot of vet guys riding them, 50-, 60-year-old guys. Kiefer has a good point when you can see the individual riders. Like, you see a Transworld test, you get Pat Foster and Rich Taylor, and it, it's good to look at individual guys' opinions because then, like, as a reader, you identify with somebody. Right. Yeah, you can say, oh, I'm same size or same speed or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I just. And I think a lot of FaceTime interaction with, with the you know people that read your magazine, right. and so they can trust you to be like, okay, Kiefer's not BSing me. If it if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's, it's how's not. the sector boot? Uh, it took a little while to break in. Oh, okay. More so than other boots I've tried, but once it broke in, it yeah, it feels great. Okay. Yeah. Well, main events. You can get in four fifty main events if you wore a sector boot. Canadian main events. Well, I'm about no uh, uh, supercross man. Straight what, in. <laughs> what is going to be Kiefer's moto finishes in Canada? Okay. We need to do this. We need to have a little poll or something. Yeah, that's a good one. I, he's taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. I was kind of mocking him, and then I felt bad. But, yeah, I no. think I should, shouldn't have mocked him. Don't yeah. feel bad. It's all good. His, his inner overtrainer is what's going to beat him. You know, Kiefer, there was another man, and he might be on the phone right now, that also came back after a while out of racing. Yes. Came back. Yes. Went to racing. But we got over this. 
JT didn't ride enough before he left. That's okay. true. Okay. So you're, so you're going to moto down? I ride more than JT does. Yeah, you probably do. That actually. is correct. Yeah, that's that's probably a good point. Um, hey, Filthy Phil's gone, by the way. So Phil, thanks, thanks, Phil, to Roost MX for bringing him on, RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation, save you 20% on anything Roost MX uh, makes. So, um, Also, too, MXA, like, they go on and on about the two-strokes, okay? They put two-strokes on their cover. They pander to these two-stroke people. That is a it's segment, and they're growing. Smart. Is it, though? Well, Have you seen how thin that thing is these days, what? MXA? It, the the two stroke thing is kind of like Transworld does with the girl thing. There's people who want it, and there's people it's mm-hmm. it, it's traffic, you know. We post something on two stroke on Facebook on our Twitter Facebook, it blows up. Yeah, people love two strokes. Look at we talked about. Look at your your project bike. Yeah, love that shit. Yeah, I just. But guess who was telling you to go buy four strokes when they came out? Jody. Yes. Right. Big time. YZ400 winning every shootout. Go buy this bike. It's unbelievable. Go buy it. These things rule. Can't believe- and this is fact. And, and now they say, we've always loved two strokes. Four strokes are nothing but big giant pigs. They say that now, but they were not saying that back in the day. Right. And, and it's fine to change your mind. Everybody can change your mind, change your opinion. But they take a stance where they've always said two strokes rule. I don't like that. And I think also, too, it's like the readers, they have their favorite type, like Either you have an MXA guy or you have a dirt rider guy. There's no really like I'm both. Right. Either you're a dirt rider guy, you're an MXA guy. That's that's it. There's no in between. And I think it's good to have different publications out there where you can go to. Right. You know, it's just like having different types of handlebars or anything else. Yeah. You know. So. Well, I mean, and also too, I love how people uh, talk about how MXA is no bullshit and no agendas. Uh, I worked for Parts Unlimited for a while. I worked for Merge Racing for a while. I spoke to advertising executives at MXA trying to get products tested, trying to get things done in MXA. Um, and I was uh, told a couple times that's not going to happen because Jody's buddies with this guy. Yeah. And that's a competing product. It's... He won't test it. He will not test it. And I'm like, uh, you know, hey, we'll buy an ad or we'll buy some run some. Nope. Nope. He's, he, he's, he'll never test that product. Yeah, and I can't speak for other people, but I know the group that I'm with, we're all solid people. And that's just like you said, it's who you surround yourself with. I know what this guy next to me will do and what his values are. So, you know, we're willing to try anything and give you an honest opinion, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all you can do. I think you should do more magazine stuff, JT. You'd be good at it. Make some time. Yeah, like I mean, writing, testing. Hey, I'm JT, talking. come next year. It's we'll get you I half a page. It's just <laughs> Put you next to Villeman in the opinions. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys. I think DV's smart. We just. Uh, we don't tend to agree on many things. Well, that's actually yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, more opinions, different opinions, you know? Yeah. Hey, I guess yeah, it's not that I think he's wrong. Yeah. I, I think he's actually a really, really smart guy. We just tend to dis- we see things differently. Are we done with X-Brand goggles? Yes. X-Brand goggle tear-offs, uh, the goggle choice of... Uh, Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck and uh, Gary Sutherland, among others, and uh, Nick Way. Devin Gibbs wears X-Brand. Hey, Nick the made the main? Brock Tickle, what? Nick made the main last yeah. year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many mains has he made? Nick? I yeah. think he's only missed three. Oh, okay. Three or four? Pretty good. Look, hey, uh, with no uh, Roxon and no Brayton and no Alessi, Jimmy Albertson crashed out. There were some <laughs> spots there. Yes. How about how about uh, Dusty Pipes? 
Good guy, Dusty yeah. Pies. Make I like that event. name. Best yeah. porn name in motocross. Exactly. It is, no doubt. Hey, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. JT, do you want to come back on, or I don't know what your deal is. I forgot to text you. But... Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. good. All right, we're going to get you back on after this. And uh, uh, coming up, with more Chris Dennison from Dirt Rider, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider. The Pulpamex Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We will be right back after these words. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOsports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Jimmy Dakotas uses Race Tech. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos, to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike. 
$3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. MX. 
Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Have you heard? If you're in the game, then the stroke's the word. everybody stroke man stroke man shocker the keeper keeper you remind me of sean connery from saturday night live jeopardy skit <laughs> but you're just always trying to crowbar some sort of reference in you know that's a good song it's a good jam it is i i would i would not i would not say it's a good jam you don't can't nod your head to this you can't like get into that i don't know jt thoughts on uh billy squire uh, it's all right. I mean, I could, you know, if I was in the right mood for it, sure. All right. He had some jams, too. We looked it up. Three, four good ones. Hey, you're going to spend seven or $8,000 or more on a bike, and you're going to put a $500 set of wheels on it? Come on, guys. W wheels used by guys like Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, 
Pike, just a few guys over the years, HUSWUSA.com for their wheel needs. Leading supplier, high-quality wheel sets for motocross, supercross, and all forms of off-road riding. And uh, they also carry uh, Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, Galfer, and Brembo brakes also. So uh, WUSA.com, great guys down there, fantastic company. Big things coming for W. Works Connection, pro-launch start devices used by more AMA pros and all other companies combined. Got a patent on those things too, by the way. 26 years in business and RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Star Racing, Cycle Trader, Rock River, Rocky Mountain ATV, just a few of the guys, Medi 5150, uh, using uh, Works Connection products. Works Connection, great guys, been around a long time. Pulp and Mech Shop, presented by BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing, Fly Racing Sector Boot, now in the 450 main events. So thanks everybody for listening, appreciate it. Stroke, man, stroke. Uh, Dennison, so. Speaking of stroke me, uh, <laughs> Fuck it. good segue. Speaking of stroke me, uh, during the commercial break, um, you're you're married, correct? To, to a teacher, mm-hmm. very um, you know, credible profession, needing more uh, giving back in the world. Fifth grade, we need more teachers in the world. And your wife is also Miss California, Mrs. California, married pageants, Mrs. California. Yep. Wow! Yep. All the creepy guys on the message boards, Google it. <laughs> Mrs. California. You're yep. married to Mrs. California. I must be a good salesman or something. Dude, can you believe it? Yeah. She did uh, Mrs. America this summer, and okay. it's it's kind of like Loretta's. There's qualifying you know, from all over every state since oh, somebody. I thought, I thought if you were Mrs. State, whatever state it was, you got into Miss World or Miss America. Yep, Mrs. America. So it's like she qualified for nationals, so then went to nationals. So she represented California. As Mrs. California, so there was yeah. you know fifty different ones. Oh, yeah. Well, how? But so how, how can there be fifty different Mrs. Californias? No, there's like a Mrs. Florida oh, and a yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Colorado yeah, yeah. Right, and all that. Fifty yep. states. Wow. Yep. Okay, so did she make it? Well, she would have had to make it. Yeah, yeah. She made the show, and she was she was top five there, like in Miss State, Miss America, at, at Mrs. America. Yep. Is there any money in this? No, not really. It's it's all kind of you know service based. So she'll help out different. Different nonprofits and things yeah. like that, and uh, wow, yeah, she's a saint. It's cool. I'd, How'd you I'd, meet her? We met in college, and she was actually Miss Oklahoma before we were married. Oh my and god! Yeah, she's, she's, she grew she's up, a Carmichael of pageants. I know she has more trophies than me, but it's it's funny because I've been to a lot of pageants with her. She judges a lot and everything. Oh yeah, and, and there's so many similarities with pageants and racing. From <laughs> how so? I, well, I know I've seen like the Tony Alessi of the pageant world many many times <laughs> at different pageants. <laughs> well. So, Put my wife used to Pookie used to watch uh, Little Miss pa- Little Miss Pageants or whatever whatever that is that story that, yep. that show that's creepy and those chicks are like those moms are nuts yeah like nuts yeah you I mean you see it at the motocross track too but right I, right right it was interesting like I just wrote a column two months ago about this but you know as racers like we ask so much of our our spouses our girlfriends our wives to support us uh-huh. and this was a good experience for me supporting my wife because you see it from the other side of the fence what it's like to be somebody who's you know, right. in, in the pits, run around like crazy. You got somebody who's low on street, sleep and stressed out and right. competing and all that. And, uh, man, like it made me think different about pulling into a pit stop at an off-road race and screaming at her or something because I was like, dude, she's she does so much for me that I didn't even realize till I was on the other side of the fence. Okay, I just Googled Miss California. She's not the black one, right? No. Okay. She, uh, upper right. Upper right. Yep. Stroke me, stroke me. Yeah. She looks <laughs> like that. It's a walkout yeah. song, huh? Hey! It, wow, that's that's crazy, man. 
Um, yeah, she she grew up in Stillwater. I met her yeah. in college, and I'm like, where are you from? She's like, oh, a tiny town in Oklahoma. I'm, I'm like, where at? She's like, oh, Stillwater. And, You're like, Guy Cooper. Yeah. Like, I grew up <laughs> racing at that track right down the street from her house. So it was cool because I love going back. What do you mean you grew up? I, I would travel and race Cooperland all the time. Oh, you would? Yeah, growing oh. up in Colorado. Okay. And so, you know, doing freestyle and everything in New Kenny and all that. So it was great because when we started dating, we could go back and see her folks. I would just ride the whole time. And yeah. Wow. JT, who knew? Who knew? Yeah, that's awesome. He's like a celebrity. Eh, not quite. You're packing a fork tube. That happens, you know. What? God, oh, how wow. do you not get that <laughs> stuff? God, Kiefer. Kiefer's always got to go there. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to keep his show classy. Well, you know what? And you, you play you, Stroke Me and Fork Tubes and, you know. Dennis is a good-looking guy, but he's not that good-looking to get a Mrs. California. you got to have you got to have something going on. Do you think he on. sprinkled some dick on her? Sprinkled some dick, and he's per- packing a fork tube. His personality. Uh, so okay, so she went to Miss America, got top five. Yep, top uh, five there. And then so now th- that girl goes to Miss Universe. Yeah, or whatever, the yeah, winner the winner goes to right. Mrs. World. All right. Yep. So she's still reigning Mrs. California for another couple of Could months. Can she keep going? Can she enter again, or is it like a one and done? Uh, you you do it, and then you have to wait a couple of years before you do it again. So oh, okay. She, she's probably done. Yeah, yeah. She judges them and everything, but it's and she's a teacher. Yep, teacher too, fifth grade teacher. Jeez. That's gnarly. Hu- huge Trey Kennard fan because she's an Okie. So oh, that's yeah, her yeah. thing. She watches every race, oh, yeah. screams at the TV, yells at Trey when now, he's passing she, dudes. Had she heard of Robbie Renard or Guy Cooper when she grew up there? I mean, yeah. they were kind of local yeah, heroes they, or whatever, Yeah, they were heroes right? in, in Stillwater so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Gee oh, whiz. Funny it all, all comes together. But I yeah. honestly like being married to somebody who's not totally embedded in the moto yeah, world right. because right, exactly. I, I can't be around it all the time. There's times when you got to unplug, you know. <sighs> Mine's embedded. She's got riders saying how much she's they miss embedded. her. She's embedded. You're hooked. AC's got her embedded. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy, bro. All right, everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX when you're checking out to save yourself money. Fantastic guys at BTOsports.com, huh, Kiefer? Very good. Uh, they treated you well. Yes, they did. Now you're not. You're I'm not, not on a BTO program a BTO anymore. Program, but but uh, Vince always hooked me up. Uh, great guys down there, and uh, good to uh, to have them on board the show. Check out their best prices around international shipping rates, uh, international sales, and then great shipping to international uh, rates. And of course, the BTO Sports KTM team with Shorty and Brayton. Brayton's got to be back this weekend, right, JT? So I'm riding today. Uh, either this weekend or next weekend. They have, I don't think they've made a decision yet. Okay. Uh, these are your questions submitted to uh, at Pulp MX Show when Devin doesn't have the account suspended. And oh wait, I didn't turn your mic off. Sorry, it's not my fault. We'll wait to see on that. Okay, we'll wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, and uh, uh, Devin comes through the best the thousands of questions that come in and picks the best ones for uh, us four to uh, to answer. So let's do this. All right. Now, this first one, there's two different ways you could take this. <laughs> Great. Uh, it says, when Steve is high in the press box, what does he bring with him? Now, this could mean when you're stoned in the press box, what type of munchies do you bring? Mm, or yeah. when you're high up in the press box, what do you bring? Never done any drugs ever in my life. Not once, believe it or not. Um, Prescription? Uh, I had, yeah, I ate Vicodin a lot when I had a, a herniated disc. Mm. So, um, when I'm in the press box, uh, I grabbed coffee from Kawasaki, mm-hmm. Cliff Bars from Kawasaki. Um, Jason, JT, I had some uh, chicken fingers from the concessions this week, and they're pretty good. You? Did you? Did you uh, I don't think that's on your, your Stravis Teeth program, chicken fingers. 
All right. It's chicken. It's okay. Yeah, it's chicken. Protein. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Did you, uh, did you grab yeah, any consensus? I generally, generally just like coffee, water. Uh, I've been eating super healthy, so um, it's not the easiest thing to do at a Supercross race. Uh, so, yeah, not not too much. Um, Kiefer's coming to St. Louis, so, JT, I'm going to need you to, you know, show him the way of yeah. the Moto Media. Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed just to walk in the Cowie truck and get some coffee, or that that's not going to happen? Uh, I think you can. Um, the BTO Sports VIP program, I don't know how you're doing for St. Louis, JT, or not, but, you know, make sure they all inter- they all meet Kiefer so they can see, like, you know. Okay. Yeah, obviously, track walk and uh, press box and all that kind of stuff, we all kind of talk, and you're obviously – Really cool with the guys and all that kind of stuff. So definitely, we'll come hunt Kiefer down and you got to be there early, Kiefer. You got to go on track walk. Give him some crap. I'll be there. I'll be on track, track walk. Is uh, ten thirty. Yep. Well, if you actually want to walk the whole track, you'll be one up on Matthew's experience. But. <laughs> uh, I don't need to walk the whole track. What do you do? to start line, and that's it. This weekend, I went starting line and one and a half lanes, and then I walked back to the starting line, and then kind of looked at the whoops. You stay for chapel? Uh, yes, but I'm usually talking the whole time. Got it. So honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, yeah, I, 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 when I was a mechanic, I went to all the chapels and I usually listened and I listen now, right. but there's not a broing down time to do. Yeah. You got so, That's a short amount of time to bro down. So if you hang back like away from the chapel, you can talk a little bit. Okay. You know, you probably shouldn't be talking. Right. But. I'm sure God understands. <laughs> God forgives. <laughs> Thank you, JT. Thanks Speaking for that. You're welcome. For that uh, Speaking of chapel, when I went to a San Diego race one time and snuck into the pits, or was this like a gate with an opening? I was like, hey, let's go through here. And then I found myself like surrounded by Emming and Ralph Shaheen and everyone. I was like, this is pretty crazy. And there was a guy up front talking about like doing cocaine and shit. I was like, what did I just walk into? And it turned out to be the chapel. I was like, oh, wow, what's up? I didn't want to do that. Um, all right, next question. This next one is from Marcus. It's for Kiefer. Uh, are there any open? Are there any OEMs uh, doing R and D on electric bikes other than KTM? No. Uh, All right then. Niche, niche, niche. market. Uh, niche, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. niche. Um, you know what you should do with niche. But I am getting a hell of a lot of offers on Twitter to test their electric bikes. Right yeah, now. I saw that. You retweeted one. What is that thing? Has another I, electric bike? I guess I didn't know nothing about it, but. It, Thing look crazy. Looking. I feel like if I had a hundred dollars, you could test something for me. No, not that cheap. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, not that cheap. Um, hey, so in this this Alta electric bike niche market. Yes, niche coming out. It's not even comparable to the KTM. Let's get that straight. Yeah, no, it's like it's a different different people deal. who say, hey, KTM's got one. No, they no. don't have one like Alta's coming. That's out more like a play bike to go mess around on. This right. is like a full blown. You could take it out on the motocross track and yeah. ride it. So. Yeah. Are they gonna change the color of it? Yeah, that was just the that's just the proto. Yeah, okay, that's right. So they're gonna because it's gonna be like they kind of need some graphics a little bit. It's, it's like Supercross the movie right now. <laughs> yeah, kind of right. It's gonna be yellow. They're gonna have a couple different colors, but I think uh, yellow will be the, the normal. Okay, all right. Base color. All right. Well, we're good for Husaberg. So Husaberg, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. All right, uh, this next one's from Brian C. Any for anyone in case of Savachi breaking uh, while in a podium position. Do teams honor the bonus if that happens, if their bike breaks when they're in third? JT? Uh, no, not that I know of. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure that doesn't happen. I don't think so. Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm sure they can understand, but at the same time, it's, yeah, it's really hard to justify that to any accountant. Yeah, yeah. All right, this next one's from at RedDog15. What? Yeah, it's not fair, though. Great man, Tim Ferry. You should, him, you, should have, you should have him as a guest editor one one issue. Uh, I'd love to have that. He'd say nothing. Yep. 
It'd be, it'd be terrific. <laughs> it'd be like blank sheets of paper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. we we could put him on the cover doing a Superman seat grab. I remember he used to do those though. Yeah, and then he broke his thumb in St. Louis hmm. uh, and missed a bunch. Timminator. Yeah, Timminator. He was a Timminator. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, with the New Jersey Supercross being on regular TV station, do you think "quote unquote" fill-in riders will be racing more sponsored coverage, bigger viewer of audience? No, I mean you got to do well to get to do get results. So how are you gonna? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Unless, right. I mean, unless, unless JT decides to make an appearance. Why not? I don't think it's in the cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one's from Brad Hoskins. Uh, is starting in third gear playing a large favor for short getting hole shots? Uh, have you talked to any other riders who have tried it? Why isn't uh, starting in third gear more common? As a fan, it looks like it's working well, so why don't other riders start in third? I love how Shorty tweeted out today, hey, dear world, I've been starting in third for two years. Yeah, it's been a while. And he has been, and we've been talking about it, but all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe Ralph said it, right? So now now it's news? Like, we've all known this. Yeah, they showed it on the race coverage, and then Emig just loses his mind. Really? About it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, Fro, it's been doing it for two now years. Now watch this. Yeah. Now well, look, the, at he just went up another gear. The <laughs> thing like, about it is, is that Shorty's running – pretty radical gearing to to make it work so mm-hmm. it's not like he you know roxon would just run his normal set or trey would run his normal setup and just go oh, yeah i'll just click one more up right and everything will work out no it's mm-hmm. it's completely different gearing setup and everything and a lot of guys wouldn't want to ride with that setup so oh, and it's technique too you you have to it's a certain technique to it too so you need to bite uh, yeah, hold, yeah, it's called holding it wide open. Well, yeah, and, but, I mean, you know, clutch and body position and all that, it's not. Doing. Well, I think, yeah, I just think, from even talking to Chad about it, he's like, I just, there's no way I could race with that gearing. Right. There's no way. So i got to figure it out some other way. I used to do third gear on my CF500 back in the day on certain tracks. Ding, 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 ding. But, yeah, so, okay, so that's where this R- Ralph and Jeff said it. So yeah. they just found out about it. Well, they, a year yeah. and a half later. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. I remember him starting the third gear on his Hondas, too. Yeah. Uh, did he? Yeah, on a Honda? Yeah, he did, he did third, third gear, gear yeah. Yeah, he got to like half the hole shots or something that one summer. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Jones. Uh, when's the show that tells of the JS and Brooks blow up? What really happened? I don't know. Okay. Sorry, Jones. I don't know either. Uh, Travis Evers wants to know which rider would benefit the most of becoming a title contender if they were given the keys to the Baker factory. What do you think, Dennison? Mm. We're going 250 or 450? You field? go anywhere you want. I, it's your show. Dirt I, Rider. Yeah, I, Mr. I liked, California. You're missing the I like yeah. seeing uh, Millsaps <laughs> back up there this weekend, and uh, yeah. I was expecting a lot more of him. So. Yeah. You know, I I think he has the potential. I'm not saying his training's weak, but it could be uh could be fun to see what Alden could do with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll tell you who I think and who is going to happen is Dino. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. With, with Roxon, Dino, Dino will be on that program when he starts riding again. When so. Rock with Roxon gone, that's a yep. natural. Hold on to your hats. See where that goes. Is he still a unicorn, JT? Uh, I don't. Is he with the unicorn? No, I remember you saying that Dean's a unicorn. Like, <laughs> is he with a unicorn? I don't know where he's talking about JT. I'm staying. I, I don't either. I'm trying to. Put, I'm trying to put it together. Uh, I, I, this must be a sexual thing. No, it's okay. not a sexual thing. <laughs> we were talking one day, and seriously, and, I mean, with Kiefer, and, you're like, what? Yeah, probably. And we're like, I don't know if he's going to do that. Like, nope, don't talk about Dino. He's a unicorn. He'll be fine. He's, everything's going to be good. That's what he called him. Oh, JT called him a unicorn. Yes. 
Uh, I think he's pretty special as a rider. He needs to stay healthy. But I do think that if he can get in, which he's going to be on the on Alden's program, I think it'll it'll help him a lot. I like Dino. I like his attitude. I like everything about him. Uh, I hope he can figure it out. We can work with speed. He has a good style. I like his style, too. Yeah, he does have good style. Yeah. All right. This next one's from Sean. Is it time to start blaming Timmy for Trey's starts? Sure. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Timmy, Timmy yeah. sucked it up at starts, too. Timmy was not good at starts. Right. He was not good at starts. Um, I, I know they've been testing a lot. Trey told me they've tried everything. Uh, I just I said this today on our on our on our on our um, racer X recap. I believe starts are ninety percent mental. The more you think about on the line, and you're like, "Where's my elbows? Where's my foot? Where's my RPMs? Oh, I got the clutch out. Where's my head? Where's uh, you start you start thinking too much, and you and you jack it up. And, and if you, the guys who go not guys who know they can get starts go up there and go, mm, and they get starts. Right. Do, do you think I'm right, Kiefer? Yeah, it's mental. It's it's part mental. You got to be you know confident in your bike. But also, too, like you said, if you have a string of bad starts, yeah. it's in your head. The first thing you think about when you go to the start yeah. is like, I got to get a start. I got to get a start. Yeah. I got to start. And, and I mean, I've, I've gone on a Wednesday afternoon and burnt through three packs of clutches with Red Dog, and they were great and terrific. And you get to the gate, get to the race with nerves and yep. other riders, and shit goes sideways. Yep. I mean, JT, you weren't really a, a great starter. Like, you were, you know, you were good. I don't think you, there was a strong point of yours one way or another. But how did you take starts? Did you go up and down with your starts? Did you. Have four weeks of starts and then four weeks of shitty starts? Well, you know what my biggest thing was, and I don't know that it's necessarily this, but it could be for these guys. My starts usually sucked in, in the heat races and the mains, but in the races I felt like I should be doing good in, like right. if I were an LCQ, mm -hmm. they're usually spot on. <laughs> right, which so is it was almost like right. I need to be at the, I'm supposed to be at the front. I need to be at the front, mm -hmm. so I'm going to be in the front. Yeah, you're looking at everybody at this level. And obviously Trey and these guys are, are far better than I ever was. But everyone at that level, all they've ever done their whole life is win. You know, it was the same for me. When you're an amateur and moving up and moving up, you're winning everything. Mm -hmm. All you do is win. You hole shot and you win. It's what every pro guy at a pretty high level has done to get to that level. So it's not like you don't know how to get a start or you don't right. know how to, you know, it's, this is not a foreign concept. So, yeah, I, I do think it's, a lot of it's just mental and you get into kind of a slump. There's, it's not a technique thing. It's not that they don't have reaction time. It's none of that. It's just mm -hmm. being in the yeah. right frame of mind and, and confidence going up there. Like, yep, I'm going to get start. No problem. And you don't, you don't think about it. You don't dwell on it. It's like Kiefer going to line on the niche bike. He knows he's the fastest electric bike rider out there. Yeah. Silent hole shot. No problem. <laughs> Assassin. Right. Just, it's just like this. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> with his IT department standing behind him with yeah. the pitboard. Yeah, Bill Gates. I, mean, I, think, I think at times some of the bikes are harder to start on than others. Like uh -huh. I can remember my, my 2008 7 and 8 Honda just felt like I could never keep the front end down. Uh -huh. It just The way the chassis was, it wanted a wheelie because there wasn't a ton of weight on the front end. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was tough at times uh, to, to get a good start. And then the 09, as much as I hated that chassis, it put a ton of weight on the front, but it made starts so much easier because the front wanted to stay down, and you could just drive out of there. Right. All but right. I don't think for a factory bike, I think they have so many resources. They can fix any issue there is, so it's, it's really more just and, you know, and, and data nowadays, you know what I mean, and, and data nowadays. Which yeah, is, and, and you, know, you know, like, I don't even know how much all the, all the uh, basic um, 
resources they have now. Like, I, I watch Chad come in, and he'll look at all of his data from his starts, and I don't even know what he's looking at, you know, he, but they are analyzing all the all the data from the ignition from his starts, and then they can make adjustments to it. Yeah. So yeah. it's far more advanced than it's ever been. Right. All right, next question. All right, Tyson Segal wants to know, was Dungey pissed at Eli for chasing him for nine laps? I could see how it would be distracting. We, we talked about this today, and again, in our, in our race recap, JC and I have different opinions. What do you think, Dennis, and what, what, how do you, what do you feel about that? I, I don't think it should matter to Dungey. You know, he should be, be zoned in on his race, so what Tomac's doing is really not, not his problem, you know. But okay. the same well, time you're, as— You're wrong, so yeah, whatever. As, as a racer, I could see it being distracting, but— Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, got, I got one. You just said it wasn't distracting, but then as a racer, it can be distracting. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have ground to complain about it, though, because lappers are lappers. Sometimes they get in the way, and, and if you're the guy leading no, the race, it's your job to, to see a, right through There's them. an etiquette out there on the track. Kiefer's got his hand up like he's got to Yeah, I pee. know. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, if I was Dungey, I'd have been pissed. Thank you. Because Thank you. Unless, my mecha- unless my mechanic told me, hey, Tomac, don't worry. And then I'd no, be like, Dun- he- Dungey knew he was a lapper. Okay, but did he? Yes, yes. Yes, he, he did. Yes, okay. he did. Then it probably wouldn't bother me as much. I wouldn't sweat it. If I was Dungey, I would be like, okay, go ahead, dude. Yeah, well, he did that finally with like a, on the last lap. Yeah, yeah last but what, lap. Is, what is Tomac supposed to do in that spot? I, I understand what you're saying. That You're right. But maybe he could just... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think it's... I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, stop and be like, okay, get a gap, and then no. we'll start over. Right, but I knew what he was doing. Like... He was tagging along so he could, you know, you got a blue flag coming, you can get around the, you know, other guys easier. I get what he was doing. And if I was I mean, him, I would do the same thing. You're just trying to go fast. Like, there's nothing you can do. Right. Like, and I think it's also good for his confidence, you know, when he, he gets off the bike, like, hey, I ran with Dungy the whole time. And yeah, I, run that pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I was Dungy, I would have been bummed. Thank you. But I feel like if you're Dungy. It's Tomac. He's 75 points down in the championship. He's a lap down in the race. Who cares? Like, whatever, guy. Like, okay, you're, you're going fast. Great. Well, yeah, you crashed. On a sketchy track, you got some dude behind you putting heat on you, and you're like, oh, eh, it's a sketchy track, and I got heat. I don't know. Did you think he was interfering? No, because he checked up a couple times when yeah. he could have got yeah, in there. So, no. I, but... I, feel like, I feel like Dungy was was smart enough to realize what was going on because he never he never made a move like oh i'm scared of tomac in this spot like he yeah. just did his own thing yeah you know? yeah if there's contact that changes things. yeah yeah no there, oh of yeah, course yeah, yeah. Of course. um have, have anybody here remember anything like that happening i remember um and some race back in the day and this might not been uh this might not have been the main event but kyle lewis did that to somebody so it probably wasn't the main event because kyle, I mean, kyle's a good rider but he wasn't you know main event winner but Lewis got lapped and he put heat on the win- on the the leader and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, right? I, 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 I've seen it happen outdoors. Guys have issues and they're just cruising around and then they'll jump in behind the leaders to try to go their pace, but yeah. it doesn't usually always work. All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Frederick Olson. If Kiefer had to go test a factory bike from the MXGPs, which bike would it be? Oof, that's a good question. Sounds like Dennis should send you there. Um, God, there'd be two I would like to try. Dirt, dirt rider money. Uh, I would like to try Paul Inns Honda, mm-hmm. and then I would like to um, the the kid on the Yamaha, Horbeek, Horbeek, Horbeek's mm-hmm. Yamaha. Those two. I'd like to ride Carolis three fifty, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, I'd like to get on that thing for sure. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's go. I heard Antonio's kind of bummed at me for. 
talking about how it's not a 350? Yeah, a little bit. I think Joe more than him. Yeah, but eh, what are you going to do? Well, you can hear Whatever. it when he rides it. It's, dude, it revs higher. Dude. It sounds like a 350. He's at Lakewood. I understand. At elevation. And he is not losing any time up the start straight to Ryan Dungey. Right. Come on. It sounds – I mean, I don't think it's a 450. Have you ridden those things by – thing? No, no. 350 is freaking good. That thing's incredible now. Yeah, it's freaking like the new one is really good. So good. And when you mod them, they can sound super throaty too. We have, yeah, I, that's yeah. What, that's the thing with Corolla's bike. I'm like, listen to it, man. Yeah. This is, we did a pro that's circuit. What Keith about it. It sounds throaty. <laughs> <laughs> See, he did JT. some low hanging fruit. That's right. good. JT going for that low hanging pear right there. But the three fit. We did a pro circuit project bike three fifty. That thing hauls fucking ass. You raped her. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Chris, uh, he wants to know. Sorry, not you, Chris. Sorry, you got really excited right there. My bad. Huh? Whiplash. That's key for a new Chris. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Or Queef. Queef. Yeah. All right, Chris Stump wants to know, Steve, since you're part of the Baker's Factory, which heart rate monitor slash watch does Alden use in his trading? Figure cool. Steve wouldn't at least know. Well, here's the thing. Trying to buy one. I don't think I got the one they use. What What what'd you got? I got the Polar RVX3. That's what they use. RVG X3. Is it black or white? It's black. Uh, my and certainly I appreciate it. It was free, and he gave it to me, and I've been using it. But I think they have a slightly better version that those guys have because AC showed me his. You have GPS on it? No. Can you can you video chat directly with Alden while you're riding? <laughs> no, no. And uh, you know what? Surprisingly, nobody in the Baker's factory seems to know that I'm in the Baker's factory. Like it's, I'm almost like Alden's little secret or yes, something. Yes, like but he's you're not, letting it out. You gotta calm down. But I feel like Dungey and Anderson and Marvin and I are all teammates, and doesn't seem that way. He's got an image to protect. <laughs> he can't parade you around as his like star pupil. I don't need to be the star pupil. I can just be the one that needs a little work. Have you downloaded the info to him? Yeah. And has he got back to you on the info? No. Mm-hmm. No, he's got he's got a month of logs to look into. Let's see, paid so. clients, not paid clients. Maybe he's graphing it all. He needs more data points. Thank you. Oh, give it a bit. He's yeah. doing spreadsheets like Volumen and getting it done oh, for yeah. you. Yeah, there we go. I see. Okay. I see a PowerPoint in your future at some <laughs> yeah. point. Bring it. Bring it. He's got the data about ball cancer. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. This next one's from Chef Joe. When does Weston Pike get his MCL repaired? Go through the beginning of the outdoors, miss half of it, or skip it completely? I think they heal themselves, JT. Don't they? An MCL? No, it's. It's not like a lizard's tail. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't mean. I think the MCL, like, it's not torn completely. So I think they kind of they get a little stronger, like with healing. Well, like you don't need to have surgery can, type deal. Yeah, you can strengthen up, strengthen your calf and your quad, like mine. My right ACL is torn, but this is I don't M- ever notice. I it mean, M- this is MCL, not ACL. They're I know that. They're different. But it's still a ligament, a supporting ligament in your knee. But basically, your body just learns to compensate, and your leg, you know, kind of stabilizes itself around it. Not always. You know, my left one never got to that point. I had to get it fixed. So every knee is different. That's one thing I've learned. Um, It doesn't seem like he's having a ton of issues. He's not limping. He's not favoring it. So, you know, unless he has something else, unless he re-injures it further, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I think you fix it the same time Baggett fuses that wrist. You wait till you're... You're totally done. Then get your body back in order, dude. I just like the lizard's tail thing. That that I was to, good. I had to pull my headphones. <laughs> that was solid. 
But you can grow cartilage around your knee, and that can strengthen it more because you can – the cartilage will kind of come back, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know about ligaments. And I, I've, I've had a torn ACL, too, for years, and mine – I can jog, and I can do all the stuff, so yeah. – and you have yep. knee problems. Yeah, a lot of it depends on the brace a guy uses, too. Sometimes a guy just finds a good brace, and, it, you know, maybe it bugs him in the gym, but doesn't really bother him on the track, so he's all good. That's funny you say that because – I, sometimes I feel better with all when I'm all geared up mm-hmm. versus when I'm just walking around the house or something because I feel like I'm more sturdy and more like I have more something against me to. You should dress like that all the time, dude. <laughs> Pick up kit. <laughs> all right, anything else? Yeah, quite a few. All right, let's 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 hurry up. All right, Big B wants to know how did Moser become a regular contributor to Pulp and X? It's hard to deny. I don't know. He lost a bet. <laughs> Moser. Uh, Moser met Wygan and I in Seattle. He listened to the show. He listens to the podcast. Wygan and I go for dinner in Seattle, and we get some drinks sent over to us from the waitress. She's like, oh, there's some people over there that sent you drinks. And Wygan and I are like, oh, my God, chicks. You're, like, pumped. Maybe they're going to have an orgy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're in. Turns out it's Moser and his buddies. They still want to have an orgy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we that's how we met uh, Moser. And then I just started – he. I don't know. I started paying him for some reason, and he started doing text interviews uh, with guys. So those are good, actually. <laughs> they actually are. Some yeah. of them are pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, hey, let's get to Sinjin real quick. Sinjin. Hey, what's going on? Sorry for putting you on hold for so long. I know you're probably angry already, but it's all good. Um, first of all, man, that that indie review. I don't know what it was, but some whatever you're doing, keep it up because that indie review was spot on. <laughs> Whatever additions you made to it, keep it. Imagine you know? that. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, but um, man, I'm so, I'm I'm ready to hang myself. I'm I'm at raining yellow suicide stage. <laughs> it's you know, tough, like, bro. He's this, yeah. He needs surgery on both shoulders. Jimmy Albertson going to be out for the year. I mean, this is just. I don't even know what to do. Um, do I watch? Do I keep watching? No, no, no point. That's, that's what I'm saying. Can you look at it like maybe he'll be back and stronger than ever? Yeah, but that's still – and we need to think more about me. That's me not being able to watch him for that long. Forget J- about him. JT, can you suggest another favorite rider for Sinjin? Uh, uh, I don't I don't think so. I think you just you got to stick it out with Jimmy. You know? Yeah, no, there, there's, no, there's no getting a new favorite rider. I mean, that's not even the question. Yeah. But, hey, my question for you uh, is uh, Moosecan. I know that – uh, Dungey signed for next year, and I believe Wilson's two year too. Mm-hmm. Are they going to keep Moosecan? I mean, yeah, Roger it would be stupid not to, yeah, but you th- don't see three guys on a factory team. Thanks for reading Pulp today because I did an interview with Roger DeCoster, and in the interview he states that they are talking to Marvin right now for a 450 ride. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I don't read anything. I watch videos. So if you post more videos, I, right, I do well, that. maybe I, maybe I'll I tell Dirt, maybe I'll tell Dirt Shark to put it on his new video. Um, oh my boy, Fat Shark, yeah. Hey, um, I could see, JT, can't you see uh, Moosecan signing with KTM, them running out Dungy, Moosecan, and Wilson, and then Hill going over to TLD? Uh, yeah, I think they have options with that stuff. You know, they can yeah. they can put a guy at TLD. They could put a guy at BPO. Mm-hmm. Um, they have options. Don't you think that, that, that guy getting sent over, though, don't you think he'll be a little bit bitter? I understand it's the same equipment, but that, well, that, don't you think yeah, that person but, will be bitter? I, I know what you're saying. But at the same time, if that's your only option and you want to stay with the team, because you have, you're going to have a full factory bike, you're going to, you know, KTM's going to be paying you. 
So, yeah. it, you know, so maybe it's not ideal, it but if that's where you want to be, then, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, take what's there. So I, I don't yeah. know. I, I completely understand what you're saying. It's not the same, but mm-hmm. uh, if, that's, if that's the equipment you want to be on, and it certainly looks like KTM is moving in the right direction, then, you know, maybe then it's... Uh, does, does, do you think, oh, J, JT, you, on, you... Sinjin, shh. The, 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 the grown, grown-ups are talking. Um, Shut up. Uh, JT, do you think that KTM can tell Forrest Butler who they want on the team, like, unequivocally? Like, hey, Forrest, you don't have a choice. We're putting Ryder <laughs> X on the team. No, well, I don't really think it would go like that, but okay. I do know that there has been conversations before where uh, a rider was available, Forrest couldn't afford him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, if it's if it's an elite, super elite level guy, then uh, KTM. I think it actually was kind of the situation with Brayton a little bit. Okay, uh, where KTM really wanted him, Forrest couldn't necessarily afford it, so KTM helps out, and and of course Forrest is. Why would he not want that? Yeah, you know, why yeah, would he not yeah. want a super high level guy there? So right, okay. I don't know. Right, real quick, I've got one thing I've got to add about Jimmy. Sinjin, Sinjin, uh, we're talking. Uh, Sinjin, we're still talking. Sinjin, we're still talking. All right, Sinjin. No, Sinjin, Sinjin, if you can't play, can't play by the rules, you got to go. Bye bye. See you later. Um. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeah, we got a, uh, one last question. This one's from Laser Two Fifty F. Laser. Hold on a second. Taser. Hold All on. kinds of lasers. Laser. Yep. Laser. Laser. Who's been more dominating this year? Webb, Moosecan, or Dungey? Mm, good question. What do you think, Dennison? I'm going to give it to Dungey. Tougher class, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more so he competition. He almost has a two-race lead in points. It's pretty good. He's sitting pretty right and now. And we never, when this thing started, we never would have said, Dungey has a two-race lead. Like, I never saw it coming. Dude. No. This no. whole thing, I mean, if you think of, look, Bogle's right there with Marvin. If Marvin has a bad race, it. Yeah, but, but if you ask me, Marvin's got this thing. Right. Uh, Webb's got over a 30-point lead. Right. Dungey's got over a 40-point lead. Hashtag who's next. Hashtag who wants to go. Yeah. Trey's back. Trey's in second. Trey's second. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, like, Tomac and Trey are just – they're giving this to Dunge. Yeah. Here, take it. We're going to make mistakes. The thing We're is, not gonna is get Trey and Tomac are as fast, if not faster, than Dunge. They They're are. just not putting themselves in good position. They can't get starts. Right. They make mistakes. Because you watch Tomac, you're like, holy shit, this guy's going to smoke it tonight. <laughs> Even uh, our buddy Chad Reed, who certainly is out of it in the points-wise, I feel like he could have challenged Dunge. Yeah, and he made some dumb mistakes, too. Oh, don't say that. JT's still on the line. Sorry, right, JT. Oh, come on. He's still there. He's right there. He's on the phone. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty shocking that we do not have a points race in any class right now. We got one last question. I know we've been through this before, but Brandon wants to know how much does a winner of a 450 main get in prize money? 12 grand? Yeah. I think it's 11 something. 11 something? Maybe, yeah. maybe 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. <clears throat> All right, that's been the BTO Gibbs. Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. Don't we have an outro? Gibbs. Nope, that's it. That's really? the intro that I just show, did right there. Being the show, I'm doing a show for how many years now? And I don't know if we have an intro. I don't know. I think in about a couple months I'll be hit that two yard mark. Jesus. Boots, man. Uh, all right. Hey, listen, uh, Chris, what's up, man? Chris, wait, before you get too far into this, Chris, you there? Chris. Chris? Chris. You there? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, don't take this the wrong way, but we have a lot of people who don't like when you call in. 
Why do you think that is? I don't know. Give me a reason. I, I don't mind it, man. I, you, got, you know, like, you know, sometimes it gets a little weird, but um, you're just a guy who listens to the show, right? I mean, you're, you're a dedicated listener. Yep. And there are some people that do not like when you call in, and, I, and I'm trying to figure out why. F them, dude. F them, dude. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I don't get it. Like, you're just trying to. F you, dude. That's what Chris says to all you people. So, all right, what's your question? All right, um, is anything confirmed about JS7's return? JS7, I talked to Mike Webb this weekend. JS7 has to go to Europe on the, th- is it 30 days in March or 31? I think it's March 31st. It's 31? Okay. Uh, J- he has to go to uh, um, um, Switzerland? Geneva. Geneva, Switzerland? And um, he has to hear his appeal. Uh, three judges. He gets to pick one. The JS7 team gets to pick a judge. And Is then, Simon Cowell one of them? <laughs> I think Randy Jackson would be for sure. <laughs> you just die. You just die for me. <laughs> um, my dog. My dog. Why are you doing that Adderall, my dog? <laughs> Big giant Coke cans in front of him. Coke yeah. glasses. Um, and, and then JS7 picks a guy. And then FIM has a guy. And there's a neutral third guy for the three Judges or whatever. Is a Switzerland guy? Neutral? Yeah. It's Arnold Tonus. It's Tonus. <laughs> um, uh, and then, yeah, so um, and then he gets to hear his appeal. Yeah, um, if it don't work out, I know that um, his suspension ends the last two races. Yeah. The last two races of outdoors. Yep. Um, did he say anything about racing those? I haven't talked to him. You think he comes out for those, JT? I don't know. Everything I've seen from him, like he's posted some stuff and it just says like 16 on it you know so i don't i don't know i if my honest opinion if if the suspension holds which i don't think it will i think he's going to get a reduced sentence i, I do too you know i don't really know why i just have that feeling right uh so i think he'll be i think he'll get to ride the outdoors but if that doesn't happen i think we would see him at red bull straight rhythm and then monster cup or vice versa Kiefer would be tough to come out for the last two yeah what's like, the point you know, like testing wise and speed wise, and you have nothing to you have nothing to gain. Yeah, like you might as well just suck it up, chill out, kick, you know collect what? some I, money. You know, what I did find out from talking to Webb, and it'd be an interview this week on RaceRex Online, not Dirt Rider, RaceRex Online. Yep. Um, I'm joking. Uh, Webb said that they're not paying him his full contract, mm. but they are paying him. They had to do a different deal, like a public relations deal. You know, because he's coming to all the races, he's signing things, just not his full like. Contract, mm. so hmm. wonder how much. So this is co- less that is. I don't know, but this is costing James some money, for sure. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. So, all right, Chris, is that it? Yep. Um, hey, keep the calls coming, Chris. Chris, we're gonna play voicemails later. That are, people are gonna be saying some mean things about you. Don't listen to the voicemail segment, okay? <laughs> we we, all right. we we like you calling in. Stay strong, Chris. Stay with us. All right. All right. I guarantee you it's costing him some money in lawyer fees, too. Oh, yeah, right, right. Really? Shit ton. Ooh. Uh, what? You got to turn your mic on if you're going to talk. Sorry. For the record, I kind of like Chris. And I get a lot of shit for people saying that, dude, why do you let that guy on? Same reason I let you on. Because you're a dude with a question. What does it matter? You're a fan of the show. He's a fan of the show. I like yeah, it does Chris. get weird for sure, but whatever. I like Chris trying to announce a race that one day. That was good. That time. was hilarious. He wasn't, he wasn't very good at it, though. 
that was a good time, though. I like how he was like, and then Stuart with the whole shot, of course. Uh, hotcamsinc.com. Check out the discount code HOTCAMS2015. HOTCAMS, unleash the, unleash the power within. Uh, just some of the guys that use uh, HOTCAMS. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, uh, RCH team uses HOTCAMS. Uh, just some of the teams uh, get more power uh, uh, in your motorcycle and uh, use uh, HOTCAMS. We're going to give away a set of cams, or if you have a Honda. Just cam. one. Yeah. A cam. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll pick a random emailer. Uh, give us a call to win a uh, set of hot clams or, or one cam anyways. And uh, you can, uh, yeah, do it. Thanks to the folks at Hot Cams for that. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, right before we, our last commercial break of the night, um, we'll go to Nate. Nate, what's up? Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Good. How are you? Thanks for listening. Good, good. Hey, I had a question about uh, Alex Ray's night in Indy. Yep. Do you guys see any of that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for the dude. Why? Well, you know, he was leading his LCQ. and Yeah, his bike let go. Yeah. Some kind of mechanical. And, and they didn't, on the broadcast, they acted like it never even happened. Yeah, I, I did forget about that. He was leading the LCQ and it oh, bike um, shit the bed. That's right. That's, uh, that's I think sh- a shock, shock broker. Right? A shock? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just never heard. I was just kind of curious. It was just kind of weird. You know, he's leading, and then all of a sudden the camera went away, and the, they, they never even mentioned it. Shocking, really, that the, the camera, the crew didn't. Literally shocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ralph and Jeff, you know, didn't uh, didn't really talk about it. I just can't believe it. They seem to know so much about everybody else. Really amazing. Yeah. Um, what Alex had an eventful night. He he got passed by Albert er, Anderson in the last turn of the semi. Then he roosted the crap out of Anderson. Then his bike went. And then I didn't like did – did they show him throw his bike down on TV? No. Well, no, I was actually sitting just behind the starting gate, and I, I saw him throw his bike down. He just, like, trudged off of the pits. I don't but like But in that. qualifying, I think I saw him crash in every qualifying <laughs> round. Yeah, he had a big get-off in practice. I like Alex Ray. I had him in the main event in my fantasy moto. I don't like throwing the bike down, though. I do not like that. Uh, right. I don't care if you win a race or you break, you push that thing back. He was the guy that Hanny took out at Anaheim. Yeah. That year. yeah. Oh, that's right. Broke his tip. Almost broke his tip. Broke Oof. his tip fib. I wonder if he had a lot of built-up anger. I just don't don't drop your bike. Yeah, you got to stow that. Push it, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you have every right to be super pissed. But look, man. Yeah, he probably bought that bike. So if he wants to throw it down, throw it down. No, no. If you had that attitude on my team, you wouldn't be on my team, JT. I would probably never be on your team, no matter what. <laughs> Nate, thanks for calling, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, JT. Um, Thanks for coming on tonight, Mud. Flyracing.com. Fly racing, the best gear out there, bro, in uh, the words of the great Kenny Watson. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Uh, a fan told me that Watson was working the mic in front of his truck, um, you know, kind of pumping up the, you know, hype man, Mm -hmm. RCH guy, and there was a bunch of kids, families all standing there. They're giving things away or whatever. And he said that Watson was talking about something. He said, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Into the mic. That's awesome. <laughs> like, nice. And the guy's like, dude, there's like little five-year-olds. <laughs> no filter. Kenny Watson, everybody. At its best. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, before I, before I go. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, JT. You're right. No, that's all right. Yeah, I wanted to bring some up. Uh, so Newberry Park Bicycles in Cannondale, they've been uh, sponsoring me and Weston Pike and Trey Kennard. You guys now. Um, they're going to be having an open house. Uh, it's actually going to be the same day as Glen Helen, so it's going to be tough for a lot of moto guys. But they'll also be having a party after uh, the race uh, at their shop there. So 
I'll have more details about it as we get closer, but just wanted to throw that out there uh, for all you cyclist guys out there. Uh, definitely something cool. It's kind of a grand opening for them. They're going to have a big party. So just want to throw that out there, and uh, I'll get more details as we get closer. Yeah, please. Hey, AJT, when's the spring Yo. stuff coming? Uh, I think, I think, I think we're going to be shipping it later this week. Okay. When is the riders wearing it? Next week or the week after? Uh, probably not till St. Louis, just because we want all the dealers to have inventory before we wear it. So, and how- uh, it's looking like St. Louis, but dealers should have it like right before then. Hold on. Is there? Is Hold it- on. I'm not aware of this. This is the new Fly Racing Spring stuff. Is it correct? A, a, yeah. Is it just color difference, or is there something? Um, but it'll be the vintage stuff that we do for summer every year. Yeah. Okay. All right. But new colors and stuff. Yeah, and then. Uh, some other gear that's already been out there for quite a while that'll be finally available too. Oh, okay. What's what yeah. other gear has been out there? Well, um, I, we'll just leave it at uh, Mathis's favorite rider. Where is it? Uh, Ferry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not my favorite rider. Uh, <laughs> how many colorways? Is spring stuff? How many colorways? New colorways. Uh, the mesh stuff will be four, nice. and then the uh, the other stuff uh, will be one. Uh, he the rider might have might or might not have Epstein Bar. <laughs> no, did you see the press release? It said a splash of Epstein Bar. A flare. A flare of Epstein a Bar. Flare of it. Not Epstein Bar. He's got like a little pinch of it. Why? Why, why would they say that? <laughs> did he say that? That's why they're. That's what that. the press release said. Or I don't know. It just said Martin Davlos has a flare of Epstein Bar. <laughs> I don't know. Just a hint. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hmm. My HIV just popped um, up. What the hell happened? All right, JT, anything else? What else you got to talk no, about? No, that's it. Okay, the BTO Sports VIP program, Do we? are you good for the next few weeks, or do you need some guys? Um, I have a few for actually for Detroit and St. Louis. So, oh, um, okay. Yeah, actually a couple coming up here. So if so, anybody's interested, obviously hit yeah. me up. Jason36 um, at AOL.com. Go ahead. Yeah, email You're me, tweet me, uh, yeah. Morse code if I'm looking your direction, shoot yeah. off a flare. Yeah, all of me dude, you've had a ton of those guys lately. That program's killing it. Like you, you got a lot of guys at the races lately. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm. It's successful, man. We're, you right. know, I feel like I'm getting better and better at uh, at doing it, and and mm-hmm. you know, the word's kind of spreading. So no, it's it's been awesome, and obviously, you know, the show does a great job of uh, spreading the word, and and you help a ton with that. So yeah, it's the, been great. Uh, and they get to meet Andrew Short, who's I mean, I'm sure just a total dick to people. I mean, just you yeah, know, yeah, he rude. You know, he's yeah. Just, Everything I can do to not have him not ruin the day. Right. How you doing? Good to meet you. <laughs> Come I'm, on. A- I'm Andrew. Come on in the truck. Let's talk. Yeah. Right, right. You Never know smiles. I mean? Right. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if, if Andrew's actually, you know, signed up for VIP or the other way around. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, JT was one of the ideas JT threw at me. He wants to uh, maybe do, like, VIP spots for the show. Yeah. And I'm kind of on the fence about it. Just for, just for the Vegas round. For the Vegas Supercross. Like, like how many? Four or five well, guys. It's negotiable, yeah. Negotiable. Yeah. Kind of. Is that your home, right? It's well, This is my house. Yeah. Right. It's not really a studio in the Lions Den. It's my right. house. But, I mean, I feel like he lets random people come over when they, you know, they've donated to a cause or whatever, but uh, it's something we're throwing around. We're throwing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to see if yeah. there's any 50, interest. 50 partnership in this? Yeah, we'd be partners in this thing, you know? Yeah, and, and, and I've kind of came up with the idea we could take him to, uh, to press day on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the race, because you really can't go to that. Right. Um, yeah, so we we got some actually cool ideas about it, just waiting for Steve to kind of shadow you know, get you know, pookie, pookie to green light it. 
Yeah, Pookie's got to you know approve of people coming in the house. Will she make Will she make cookies for oh, people? There? That's worth yeah. the money right there. Just yeah. Just do a big party in your yard, and you can send it down to Kiefer at the party and check in with him. <laughs> There's yeah. dog poop Cre- everywhere. Creepy Kiefer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you let Kiefer near your Miss California wife? Yeah, I trust him. He he can. I keep... mean, does he make inappropriate things about like comments about her or no? To her? That's high hanging fruit. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does he like yeah. say you know, hey, uh, where's your sash or something? You know, I, I don't know what Kiefer could say. You can see the questions burning behind his eyes. Right, but... right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, like he he keeps it locked up. I know my good. audience, Matthews. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he he can button it up. Although there have been times in the office, like when he uses Jimbo as a as a verb, mm. a Jimboed. I got Jimboed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you got to put you a. You ever got Jimboed? You ever watch American Pie? Yeah, a long time ago. You, you got Jimboed by Nadia? <laughs> no, I don't remember that, but JT clearly remembers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like me when me and Heather are in the bedroom and you get so excited with your wife and you have all this anticipation mm-hmm. and you don't get to actual perform the, the, the act because you're too pumped up. Oh. So that's, oh, that's the Jimboed. Uh, the girl, uh, uh, the Russian girl, Nadia. Nadia. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. TV was or computer was on. So I got I, I, Heather's Jimboed me a couple times. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. His description for just running over the gate while it's still up, blazing <laughs> yeah. down the start straight while everybody's still sitting there. Uh, the show has reached a new low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the hell happened? All right, JT. Thanks for coming on, buddy. We'll talk soon. All right, guys. All yeah. right, see you, Jason Thomas. See you, Fly racing. Uh, let's take our third commercial break of the night. Come back. Chris Dennison will share us with some notes from David Villeman's uh, 450 test. <laughs> uh, Chris Kiefer will be back in. Uh, myself. Uh, lots more to talk about. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Come back. Why won't you? Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOsports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. 
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did, too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. <laughs> ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. 
The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pike's mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brayton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like better on Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anders Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. 
Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at blackopsmoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys. That build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Folks at Fly Racing, terrific guys down there. Chris Dennison from uh, Dirt Rider Magazine, editor-in-chief, and Chris Kiefer's boss is in the studio. Oh, man. It's like having Coombs here for me. <laughs> or Wygant. Is it pretty relaxed when that happens? Yeah, Dave. Do you have to alter yourself at all when you hang out with them? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, perfect. No, I mean, Wygant's technically a boss of mine. Right. But it's like brown down with him. Yeah. Right. It's, and Coombs is, yeah. I barely see Davey. Right. Like, good song, Dennison. Thank you. Yeah, like, we listen. Yeah, it's good. I haven't heard it in so Do long. It. Kiefer can sing it, too. Here all. Full on uh, Seven Mary Three. Full on copying, like, Creed, who copied, like, kind of Pearl Jam. Like, yeah. Like, it's the same genre, like, almost. If you like one, you most likely probably like all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now I feel like Nickelback kind of is a, copying a lot of stuff, traditional rock me, music. Me and Heather are going to go see Nickelback and Lifehouse at concert. Is that a sexual thing? Is that what you guys are going to do, Nickelback position? And G- I'm going to get Jimboed at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, um... Thanks for listening, everybody. Marvin Muscan. Uh, Marvin Muscan, Blake Baggett, Phil Nicoletti, all on the all on the show tonight. We appreciate it. You guys listening, Chris Keeper, Chris Anderson. Hey, is this uh, Damon? What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Thanks for uh, thanks for hey. calling. What's up? Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, number one, you know, Eli Tomac is gnarly, but how do you explain? the fact that he can do something like he did at Daytona, but also in another race, he can just put his foot down and put himself out of the race. Um, yeah, it's just kind of small mistakes, man, right? Like, um, one of those things. Like, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? But every, everyone thinks he's, you know, a contender for the championship, but it, it seems like he does dumb things you know, to, yeah. to hurt himself. Yeah, absolutely. He's making a lot of mistakes. Uh, he'll figure it out. I Fully believe he'll figure it out. The switch will flip at some point, and he'll smooth out and stop making. Well, I mean, hard is dad's gnarly, so yeah, his dad's gnarly. No, his dad's gnarly for sure. Um, also, know, I was also curious about your Project Eighty Eight bike. Yeah, you had uh, your Project Ninety bike. Uh, you got Chicken to ride that bike. Do you have any plans for a legend like Chicken to ride the Eighty Eight bike and, and film that? I do. I don't know if I can give it away, though. You know what I mean? Or maybe I already have, but I do have. I've already reached out to the legend, and it's going to happen. So, um, do you have like a, a a set of people that 
or you know that you've reached out to or yeah yeah no i got a guy bradshaw it's all, or no, who, it's, you all, know? it's all happening bro it's it's, it's on its way it's happening bradshaw okay. never bradshaw i would think about bradshaw but he never really rode an 88 yz250 he turned pro late summer 88 on a one on a 125 so oh, okay so bradshaw didn't really ride the bike but there's only two guys who really did. If you think about their factory team in '88, it's one of those. Guys. Right. I just thought, I, th- I think those those project bikes are really cool, and I and also you went to another level, which you got a, a legend to ride that bike. So yeah. I think it'd be really cool to see who you're going to get to uh, to ride the uh, Project '88 bike. No, we're doing it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're, cool. We're, it's going to happen. So. All, All right. right. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. No problem. See ya. Later. David Villeman. What's up? Pulpum X co-host. Yeah, DV. Let Cobra. Thanks for calling, yeah, I was Yeah, I was thinking about you. I, I was checking Twitter, driving from the movie. Yeah? And I'm like, ah, oh, the show might not be done. I'm going to call in and see what's up. Well, good thing you weren't listening earlier when Moosegan was telling us how you were his hero at Bercy back in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would have got a, yeah. You would. I know. I was, the, I was the hero of a lot of kids, buddy, at one point. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, you you told me the story about how you went to Bercy and saw JMB, you know? Uh, yeah, Johnson and Wally and right. those guys when I was, yeah. You're... First time I went to Bercy was um, uh, December 85, so long, that was before JMB. Yeah, time. yeah, really, right? To see, to finally see, like, a French guy beat the Americans must have been just gnarly. Like, so amazing. Yeah. Um. Hey, so, uh, was... what movie did you go see? Uh, focus. Oh, how was it? It was all right. It uh, was entertaining. Did you go by yourself? Did you go with a date? I went with somebody. The nice. that is the movie with the chick from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The chick that got Leo's wife. I never watched that movie. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it with Will Smith, and it's good. You never watched that movie? Yep. It's like uh, hang on. You've you've never seen Wolf of Wall Street, but your favorite movie is Transformers. Yes. Oh, Kiefer, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, guys, Kiefer's going to go see Nickelback and Lifehouse and Gunther. <laughs> Good we, point, you, you can't really talk about taste. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a really good point. That is a really good point. Um, you wouldn't pay me if you, you give me 10 grand, I don't go to a Nickelback concert. Stop it. You're a money You're a money guy. You would totally go there. I think you would, too. No, yeah, for take him. no I wouldn't. What I wouldn't. A, I would. I would go with the earplugs and just to uh, hit on on chicks there. But that's it. Like I wouldn't listen to that crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, uh, what else, DV? When are you getting your column in for Pulp? Or when are you working on that? I I got it today. So when I wake up, sometime tomorrow when I wake up. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> like maybe after uh, after work after you get the busy day at the office. Yeah, today I went golfing. Uh-huh. So no, it's not golfing, but I hit some balls and then and just uh, put around at home. That's it. You uh, sticking? Why you? I'm getting a pool, a pool build. Build. I saw so that. Kind of like um, yeah. yeah. Um, how much does that cost? How much does that cost? If you don't mind me asking, like, how much does it cost to get a pool put in? Pookie wants one here. My 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 pool cost thirty eight thousand. Three hundred and fifty dollars, exactly. <laughs> Pookie, there's no chance we're getting a pool put in in our backyard. Um, really, they're that expensive, huh? Jeez, I guess that means a yeah, lot of work. But it's, yeah, but it's all uh, you know. You can do for half the price if you get like uh, 
a plastic put in, you know, a plastic pole put in. Oh, I you're... think it's maybe half the price. But mine's all concrete and, oh. and a hot tub and a, and a heater. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a decent one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, hey, one of the things that uh, Chris Dennison's here from Dirt Rider, and uh, um, we brought he brought your notes from the 450 shootout that you did. Dirt Rider, Dirt uh, Rider, is that the guys that screwed me with the? Yes, <laughs> yes, the very same. Yes, the guys who okay. put you next to the uh, Vet Sea Rider, the uh, a woman's racer, and the ADCC <laughs> kid, and then David the ADCC <laughs> kid. Uh, dude, if they read my comments, I'm gonna make a lot of friends. <laughs> Let's put it that way. There's some good ones. Kiefer's gonna do his best French accent. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I did. No, no kidding. The notes are good. So I'm, the notes are good. I'm the guy that goes through everybody's notes yeah. and turns it into the the written shootout. Right. And DV's notes were excellent. And fair play, we probably should have given him more play in the magazine just because the notes were solid, good you opinions should've. and everything. You should have. There, there's one discrepancy in here that we got to ask you about. First page. It said height, weight. He didn't put anything for height because we know he's super tall. Yeah. 225. Uh-huh. And then on the last page, he says he's 220, so he lost five pounds. <laughs> from, in, yeah, from I lost five pounds that fucking day. <laughs> I'm sure. I was there from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Just It was hot, and I rode the most I've rode in five years. So, yeah, that's a five-pound day right there. Yep. <laughs> So there's there's good notes, um, pretty good handwriting too. Yeah. So he didn't have arm pump, obviously. I like I like one of them has a French saying. He actually just wrote in French savoir faire. Yeah, savoir what? How you say it? Yeah, I, I don't speak French savoir too well. Faire. Savoir, savoir faire, faire. My, which is my favorite. There you go. So I'd, obviously DV liked the Yamaha because it's a great bike. Won the shootout. Shocker. He said uh, this bike shouldn't win. If you don't like easy bike to ride and Mercedes cars, because it's smooth like a Mercedes. <laughs> the uh, the Husqvarna, right. Husqvarna page is my favorite. Yeah. So no, yeah. you sh- you shouldn't read that one. That one is like <laughs> well, no, we're gonna. This is let's good. Put it, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. I will never get a free Husky ever in my life. <laughs> All right. That we'll we'll read the positive parts. No, why? Not, not that I want one. Why? <laughs> why does never get one for free? Why this bike should win. He says the Husky should win if you get a multiple digit, at least six, paycheck from them. <laughs> it, there's more. If you're Swedish, if you're a lumberjack, and if you don't like Asian products, the Husky's the bike for you. <laughs> DV has spoken. Why didn't we put that shit in the dirt? That would have been awesome. If you get a, you get a six-figure paycheck, it, at, it, least. at least it will win the shootout. Yep. <laughs> But it's good, though. The notes are good. I mean, definitive. He well, calls let's it read like one is. bad one. Let's got to read one bad one on Husky. All right. Uh, for the Husky? Or the... Yeah, no, the Husky. Because well, there's some good bad ones in there. There's a, there's a category that says, why shouldn't this bike win? And for the Husky, he just said too long of a list. He didn't even get into it. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the KTM. No, you know what? You know what? Because it was the last one. I think it was one of the last one that, that I wrote. No, uh-huh. it was it was the second bike was, out of six. <laughs> I was over it. <laughs> he said, uh, "Why should the KTM win? It should win if you don't like kickstarting your bike." <laughs> hey, it's, it's got a point. There you go. He's got a point. Yeah, it's a pretty good. He he thinks the KTM shouldn't win. Uh, I don't see anything on this bike I would like on another one. Except for the electric start, <laughs> he he was he wasn't the only guy to say that. A lot of guys like the button. The KTM, I find, and Kiefer, that wasn't the factory edition; it's the normal one. Yes, 
I find with the, we're talking to guys, it's a love-hate thing. Some guys love it. Like, Rich Taylor thinks it's great now, like in the last couple of years. He didn't like it before. Yeah. Now he likes it. Right. And I found the, out, What bike are you talking about? KTM. In the KTM. And like, like the one I rode? Yeah, not the factory edition, just the normal one. Yeah. Rich likes that bike. I think he does. No, but, but, you oh, know, I think he should stick to sell uh, goggles. You okay. Know, that's the thing. <laughs> well, I've talked to some guys you know? that like the bike. And yes. maybe, maybe Rich isn't the guy, but, like, it seems like a love-hate thing. You you either love it or it, it's the worst bike on it's, the It's on the, the same thing. You got these KTM guys that bleed orange. They love the bike no matter what. Um, it has great power. It's fast as shit. Yeah. Maybe too fast off the bottom, but it handles to me doesn't handle as good as other bikes, mm-hmm. and that's where it boils down to. The fork is not as good. And the forks is like the forks is like whatever you saw on uh, like video photo yeah. in Qatar. That's exactly <laughs> what that bike is doing. So like it's going everywhere. But the thing with the people that bleed orange, it's the the problem is the product they put. You know the thing. Uh, what they say is they race will. They sell what they race or whatever race it is. Race ready, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, race ready. But yeah, they have components on there. Like, but the bike is so different that from Dungey's bike or from Caroli's bike or mm-hmm. you know, it's such a big difference. You know, like they change so much. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. and you cannot say, hey, this bike is you know close to whatever Dungey's racing. The bike is like. It's a different bike, but yeah, it's yeah. orange. That's the only thing that there is. Right. And and it's the same thing as, you know, factory bikes in the 80s. Like, if you had, a, like, a 250 Honda, it was so much different from what you were buying. Uh, and they do the same now, you mm-hmm. know, uh, with the KTMs. And if you take a Japanese bike, it's actually closer at the dealership from... You know what the the guys are racing, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's there's a big big jump between what they sell and what the guys actually race. Um, I my favorite thing, Dennison, is the um the he drew the husky logo on it, the sheet. Actually, yeah, the little H with the crown and everything. It looks awesome too. He actually, it's they, pretty he, damn good he too. Took the time to actually do that. As... Not only does he do spreadsheets, but he's an artiste as well. <laughs> right, yep, right. it's the French in him coming out. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's yep. <laughs> No, but wow. good, good, good notes so, overall, and it's nice on the on the Cowie prior experience on that bike, 2009 GP season. Granted, you don't get that out of the, yeah, you know, the novice rider. I just you That's guys, incredible. you guys got a guy to come out who hasn't ridden in years. He beat McGrath, he's beat Carmichael, he beat Tim Ferry. You know, some of the greatest riders ever, and you got him back out, and he, he's a very knowledgeable guy. And then you just give him like. A couple of blurbs. Joe, the guy who works at Home Depot that rides Vet C, mm-hmm. got as much space as David Villeman in your shootout. Right, and I think that was ahead. my compl- that was you my compl- that was my complaint. But the thing is, I don't care. You know, I, I, I know don't. you're a bigger man. You wouldn't and, care. And, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to. I as as you. I'm just playing along with you, and just to say that, but I actually don't care. I, I thought you know that was nice of them to actually invite me. Let me ride. I got three boots. You know, I got free gear. I hooked him up with, I was like you his know? gear guy yeah. that day. Yeah, you got to, you know, yeah. and, and I got free, free gear. I got to ride all the bikes that, you know, in all my career, I never rode all the bikes at once. Right. You I, love- rode, I think, the, I think the, all the bikes. Yeah. So like 20 years later, I actually ride, it was actually pretty fun just to see, you know, mm-hmm. to see the bikes. And then after when I talk about stuff, 
I know what they do. And right. Yeah, so that, yeah. that, that was pretty interesting. So Mathis, we're actually helping you because he's writing a column for you. So when he explains shit, you actually should thank us because he's ridden all the bikes. Thank, thank you, Dirt Rider. <laughs> and and he, he lost five pounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he lost five pounds. Yeah. Well, I know what. I'll tell you what. I, the Bob the Vet Sea Rider, I'm really interested in what he had to say. But I'll tell you what. There's more Bobs that work at Home Depot that buy the magazine than there are super but tall, all, fast guys. But all the Bobs care more about what DV says. The guy who's mm, written. Nah, I don't know, oh, dude. They, they, they definitely care about what he says. Yes. He's credible. F and you, dude. That's why we put his straight opinions <laughs> in there. F you, dude. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to go with who you identify but with, it, and you know you'll never go DV speed. If DV comes back for next year, we will make it right for him. So if he if he sure, chooses, it doesn't to, matter. You know, I know it doesn't matter to you because you told me this before. And, and I believe DV. And this I is the reason I, why I went that way because he told me, he's like, I don't give a shit. And he was genuine about it. But I would like to, you know, use more of him to do stuff if he was willing to do it. Um, yeah, I don't mind doing it. I like doing it. Like, if you want to do, like, a durability test, no, don't call me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <Don't> but, um, <laughs> How about off-road? Do you want to go trail ride? Yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Um, yeah. See, he's in. I haven't, uh, I haven't rode in the hills in a long time. Ooh, we'll go yeah. after a rain. Kiefer's the desert rat. He's got the secret trails. Yeah, it's yeah, good. You and Gothic can go out there. No, you got to go to Bean Canyon, though. Oh, we got, yeah, we've been there, too. That's good. Bean to Be- Canyon is, I went, is to, I went to Bean Canyon awesome. in 98, never been back. Yeah. It was good, though. It was yeah, fun. Fun. Some good um, stuff. Did you ride, Mathis? Yeah, I rode. Yeah, it was FMF Honda days. I got a, I took a Honda 250 we had in the shop, and I went riding. Climbed so. some hills? Yeah, it was fun. Um, DV, I need a co-host next Monday. You I in? can't. I'm my kids. Oh, I thought it was every. I thought we were on the other every, every other. No, no. Like uh, I, I, I could have come up today. Oh yeah. Well, but uh, in two weeks from now, I can. Or in a right. week, so yeah. every two weeks. Yeah. Right. We'll figure it out. I you thought getting on the Kiefer train again, DV. Yeah. Why not? That was cool. Yeah. How was your hangover Tuesday? Oh, uh, dude, I was so tired. Oh man, it's rough. Isn't I it? got home. I got home at three o'clock. I think. Oh, that's gnarly. I offered uh, DV to stay, but he's like, no, I'm going home. Like, oof. All right. Man, Dude, I left 30 minutes. I left, at, uh, I left at noon or 11.30, and I got back at 3 a.m. It was a long day. Yeah, Papa Mech show, though. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Says, that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah, he's really excited. Um, uh, $38,000 pool, everybody. David Villeman putting that in his house. Nice job. He needs a pilot's license, too. Get a plane, you can come out here every Monday. Oh, shit, huh? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, right? yeah no, I don't there's want a, to. There's a, there's an airport like five minutes from here. Dude. Like the local north of Las Vegas airport. Yeah, Pulp Express. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we need a pilot. Anybody in SoCal that has a little like twin prop thing wants to shuttle our guests. No, no, no. You know what? Those things scare me. One day I went to a, I went to my mechanic wedding in 2009 or 2010 uh-huh. with, a, with a little plane like this. I'll say n- never again, <laughs> because I was supposed to go to Paris. I was in France, and then uh, it is like in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of France, with like windy roads. So it would take me like six hours just to get there, uh-huh. and then after I'll drive all the way to Paris. So his mom said, "Oh, I'm sending you a plane." I thought it was going to be like PDD pimping in a jet. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the thing was a two seater. I was like, what? <laughs> when I got to the airport, I'm like, are we going in this shit? It's like, yeah, it's fine. Dude, it was windy. I was scared. 
I thought in the middle of the ride, I thought I was in the movie and we're going to die. I was scared. I was sweating and stuff. <laughs> when I got there, I'm like, dude, that was crazy. I don't want to do that ever again. I've never been on a small plane like that. Ever. Oh, you feel all that. Yeah. You feel the turbulence yeah. and everything. It's uh, dude, it's like, it's insane. Like, the, it was going left and right. And then it goes side to side, you know? So the, mm-hmm. the side goes up and down, and the front goes left to right. <laughs> So you're like, what? <laughs> what? Like you're on ice, what? You know, like, uh, it's, yeah. That's so the, no, no plane for me. That's the same the same description he had for the Husqvarna. I'm looking at his notes right now. <laughs> what? What? Front, left, right, yeah. side to side? <laughs> uh, hey, you... Talking about the Huskies, this weekend, all the Huskies, they were like on the, on the visor. They all crashed. Yeah, yeah. Anderson had, a, yeah. Anderson had an eventful weekend. For sure, um, Baggett came on earlier our show and said that yeah, it's it's a long running kind of thing they've been having going on with him and Anderson. So, and then uh, Anderson crashed a bunch, um, and then uh, yeah, Martin crashed a couple times. So it was a rough rough weekend. For but he guys. crashed on every bike he was on. So yeah, Martin yeah. not really. You can't really take him as an example. But. No, no, no. You're absolutely but right. So yeah, so Anderson a shit, and then um, Ben Lemay. The, the new dude, yeah, Ben Lemay. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. what about think about KTM sweeping three weeks in a row? Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah, you know, for Marvin, we said it before the the, the season. He has to win all the races. He's ten times better than the field. You know, I've said it a million times. Nobody wants to listen to me. <laughs> and I tell him. I told you guys in my column that when he gets second and he rides like shit mm-hmm. like the other day, mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago, where was that? Atlanta? Uh, or, Atlanta yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta won. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, Atlanta won. Yeah, where uh, Martin won. Yep. It, I never seen him ride that bad in my life. And I've seen the kid ride in the 60s. Right. You know, like it was. And in the 450, you know, they, everybody gives the win to Dungy, you know, Tomac, Canal, they do everything in their power just to not be up there with him, you yeah, know? Yeah. So he starts second. Behind him, there's uh, Silly, the only like, you know, like top guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a factory rider, but yeah, yeah. they never won a race. So they, they've been on the podium a few times. They're not, there's, they're nothing compared to Dungy, you know? So Dungy should, actually win easy, mm-hmm. which he does. Yep. And so, you know, I think the Connard and Tomac, they are the guys that they're going to be Dungy. Yep. You know, Western Pike is not going to win Dungy heads up on the 20 lap main. You know, people need to stop dreaming. And then <laughs> City will not beat him straight up on a 20 uh, lap main either. So... so yeah, Trey and Tomac's the only one that can give him, right? I think Chad can. Yeah. I think Chad can. Yeah, yeah, I forgot Chad, but Chad, uh, he hasn't done it in a while. Yes, he's, he's done it. He worked good in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. But um, it, it's tough to put in the same bag as Tomac or Canal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, those guys, if they can't really start, they have like factory 100 bikes, they can't get a fucking start. I, at one point, you have to say, you know what, just. Maybe LaRocco is too close to Tomac. You know, he's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, just put some space, you know, and maybe yeah. get a start somewhere. Hey, I, so, I, hey, DV, I told Marvin when he was on the line, I said, hey, 
me and DV were talking about you, and DV says that uh, you rode better previously than you, you know than this year. And he's like, really? He's like, I gotta talk to him about that. I wonder why he thinks that. Yeah, but we talked about it like a few. It was a few weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. Know? So yeah, the thing has changed now. You know, yeah. obviously he's riding well, and and but. I think the first couple of races that wasn't that wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he, he won. He still went one, two, one, or whatever. But that wasn't great. You know, the the riding people look at the the, the result sheets too much. You know, like you you have to go through it more. Do like extra spreadsheet spreadsheets <laughs> like I do sometimes. You fucking do it good uh, too, man. And then, uh, but actually, look and like if you kind of know and you've been in, in the sport for so long. And you know who's you know who's mm-hmm. doing what. Mm-hmm. You you understand that when you see Marvin the first couple of races, it's like it's not him. When you see him this weekend or Daytona, you know when I saw the star in Daytona, I'm like that's it, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Nobody's gonna see him <laughs> because that's the track he's gonna be good at. You know because he's technical. He can evolve while during moto. Like the other guys are gonna blitz the whoops the old motto without thinking and he's going to start jumping. He's going to find ways with his technique to go faster. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, we, we need from him, you know, like we need to see from him and, um, and he's doing it, you know, it's uh, the last couple of races. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. You know, the, the, he's yeah. doing his job, right. you know, he, he makes the other guys look like, uh, uh, novice writers. Is you know? he, is he, Strong enough, gnarly enough to win a, on a 450? Um, I think, you know, I think him and Roxton are actually really, really close as rider mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. And and also physique, maybe he's not as strong with his, uh, like, as strong, uh, like, uh, body built-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think uh, uh, nowadays you don't need, um, I'm going to take Pike as an example again, but mm-hmm. you don't need a Western Pike to win a race. You right. know, like a, yeah. a, a, a huge dude <laughs> strong and just, yeah, just yeah. twist the throttle. You know, like the bikes are so like, um, you know, easy to ride and powerful and right. you, you have to ride this smooth. You know, I, and when, Roxon was riding smooth. He was unbeatable mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. You know, when he started to do like a little crazy, like wanting to give a little more, starting making mistakes, it didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's going to be good. I think obviously as a good trainer, um, he's going to have to put some uh, meat on the bone a little bit, mm-hmm. I think. But um, technique wise, yes, he yeah. is. He reminds me of Sealy. He's as good as Benji. He reminds me of Sealy. He reminds me of Sealy. Cole and Marvin. I feel um, very smooth, technical, hitting the backsides of jumps, things like that. Yeah, but you know, I think um, uh, Marvin has has a very, very good um, racing IQ. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he can change stuff. Like if he does like uh, uh, something like two laps in a row that doesn't work, then he's going to change it up and mm-hmm. make, make it work somehow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of riders out there. They just stay in their ruts. And then they, a lot of people are scared to move. 
you know, like mm-hmm. they, they think they're going to lose time. Or, so everybody's going here, so I'm going to go here. Everybody's going is using this tire. Yeah, I'm going to use this tire. Yeah, everybody's go, is using this. I'm going to do this. You know, like, and what I think about Marvin is like he can actually change. You know, and, and uh, improve his riding compared to uh, with the track compared to the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good. It's is is he got a late start. Right. He stayed. He stayed in a 250 for a while because oh, multiple yeah. injuries. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think he is going to be good. Do Do I think he should stay with the KTM? Uh, I don't know. That, right. I, I I wouldn't. You know, because he could be number one at Cali. He could be rider number one. Why would you go and stay mm-hmm. and be rider number two? You know. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. I'd rather have all the maybe go somewhere mm-hmm. like where you have like uh, uh, all the attention and be number one and go for the win. There's more pressure, obviously, but he's twenty. He's gonna be twenty six something or twenty five, twenty six. He's he should be uh, ready to go in four fifty. Right. Uh, hey, DV. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. We're gonna run. I know. Was, uh, I missed the guys I had to call. No, I know. Thank you. Anytime. I missed. The, I missed you, DV. Um, uh, good luck with the, the good luck with the pool and uh, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come up. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a weekend off, right? Yeah. When is it? Yeah, a couple weeks. It goes what? Detroit this weekend. Detroit, St. Louis, weekend off. Oh, uh, maybe after St. Louis then. Yeah. Maybe I can come. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, man. I think we'll and um, I think we'll take that uh, weekend off yeah, off the show. So. I might come because I have a week off with no kids, so I might hang out in Vegas or something. Yeah, there know. you go. All right, Why not? thanks, buddy. All right, All right. drive safe, Keith. Thanks, man. See you. All right, see, I'll see ya. Pookie, why are you shaking your head at me? I told you you couldn't take that week off. The no, show. we're taking a week off. I told you no. Gibbs, we're taking the weekend off of Supercrosses. We're not. He wants I, to take a week off the show when there's a Supercross. No. No. People. No. Are you hearing this? Bro. Not after St. Louis. The after St. Louis, there's no Supercross. There'll be no show. But she's yeah, talking about. you said about... it was an additional week that you wanted to. I said you're going to yes, take a week off yes, when there's a Supercross, no, yes, and you said yes. Yes. I know. I'm not talking about that now, though. Oh. And you said I couldn't. Do you guys decide what you're doing on your weekends off? On the weekends? Probably won't even Just leave the trying bed. Trying to survive. Probably won't even leave the bedroom, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All weekend. There um, ain't nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think there's a, there's a really good chance with me Three not going. Three weeks. With me not going to the next two races, there's a very good chance that I'll be divorced. So, uh, we got an extra bedroom if you need one. Yeah. Pookie, <laughs> Miss California. Yeah, see, Kiefer's got a bed for me. Pookie, Miss California. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Mrs. California. Mrs. California. I looked Mrs. her up right away. Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. Google. So Kiefer's got Heather. So does she have fans? Does she have like fans? I do. Yep. Yeah, it's nice. Like yeah, he's got Miss California. It, well, we're both married to Heather's. We're both Chris's married to Heather's. Oh Isn't my god! Chris and Heather oh. combo. How about that. I are the fans of these pageant girls probably a little creepy. Yeah, I can get weird. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, she has stalkers as well as fans. But really? Huh. It's okay. Yeah. Parent-teacher conference is a little weird. Yeah, there's some weird dads, but they they, hey, they maintain in trouble. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. What has he been up to? She doesn't wear the sash. In the, in, what is it? What is a sash? What are you the talking? The thing that says Miss California. Uh, it's a sash. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Yep. 
You didn't know what that was called? No, I didn't know that. Burberry, bro. Yeah, I was yep. I was in a lot of pageants. Hey, I, I got to say this, though. Kiefer does smell fantastic tonight. Have you guys smelled him? <laughs> no, I have not. Sit right next to him. Burberry. Super creepy, man. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB, Deep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTM Parts Express.com, and Black Ops Moto. All on board with us tonight. Marvin Muscan, Blake Baggett, Phil Nicoletti, uh, Jason Thomas, and a uh, surprise DV call. That's good. And the Seven Deuce Deuce. Oh, yeah. shit. The Seven Deuce Deuce yelling at Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, check me out. I texted him. I said, Filthy told us a story about you and Jenny on the line. He's like, what time was that at? I got to listen to it. I didn't know what time was that. <laughs> Jenny, check me out. Gosh, that was so, been so awesome to get audio of that. Oh. And you know it happened. You know oh, exactly yeah. how he did that, you know? So... Um, <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, Dennison, thanks for coming by tonight. Thank you. Happy uh, to be here. You had fun? Had a blast. Good, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Dirt Rider Magazine, dirtrider.com. Um, check them out. Uh, Chris Dennison, editor-in-chief. Uh, glad you come by. Come by again. That'd be cool. Will do. And, uh, and Kiefer, as always, fantastic job tonight. Thank you for you having did me. Did great. Um, Gibbs, we're going to go out with the uh, car ride. Ah, I yeah. have it over here. Let's there. do it. Uh, we, we haven't played this for a long time, but uh, a Not listener. since I've been on here. Oh, really? No. A listener did a fantastic job of cutting some audio of Paul Lindsay and Kenny Wasset taking a car ride together. And it's, it's one of it's my a, favorites. It's an all-timer. And I forgot about it until Gibbs brought it up. But um, thanks, SwissCore, for your help. Uh, Pookie, thank you for the chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Pookie's cookies. Rockin'. The coffee. Pookie's cookies. Among other things. Among other things. Yeah, she does a lot for you. <laughs> she kills it. Pit crew. Every time a guest comes in, they're like, dude. This chick is awesome. And then she is. Her ego gets bigger and bigger. If, so. if you got it, you might as well talk about it. It's good. Uh, Gibbs, thanks, bro. bro. Uh, it was a pleasure. We will see you next week. I don't have a co-host yet. I'm thinking uh, I'll get Tony Berluti. I'll figure something out. But here's that. Here. I'll be your co-host, dude, if you need me. All right. Fantastic. Uh, who's going to be the producer? I could do both. Oh, wow. Ooh. Um, uh, t- Kenny Watson, Paul Lindsay, car ride. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, check out our sponsor deals on the show. Check out, uh, if you're going to go through Amazon, click on the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Go to Amazon. Buy the lube with the sex swing uh, that gets delivered to the high desert, to uh, Heather and Chris Kiefer's house. Yes, very good. And then we get a, a small chunk of that piece that we can afford to pay these people to come up. And uh, once again, man, we appreciate it. We will see you next week. Neighborhood. And that's tough. Bucket. That chair reeks like butt. I agree. I am so happy. I am so happy. Let's not kid ourselves here. Are you going to freaking argue with me? That's bullcrap. I have to disagree with you. Go rest until tonight. That's what I was just going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Easy, Paul. I've got a Red Bull cracked open. <laughs> cut you off i'm sorry i need time to get my head on straight you know exactly what i'm talking about i don't really give a shit fuck it i try to always turn a negative into a positive i agree just never know this is what i think you're not right all the time paul i have to disagree with you i could be mistaken hang yourself that's tough there's something i want to get off my chest it's about that summer when you went away to community college. 
I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>